Okay. Well, that'll be um, interesting. I can answer that in a year. Um, if you're right, my answer will take much longer. Um, <laughs> but uh, 2009, before we'll know about that. I, I just think his character, uh, they're getting to the end of, uh, I mean, it's, there's nothing more they can really do with his character. He's done everything, and now he's, you know, they, you know what I mean? Like, characters yeah. only have a certain shelf life. But I think, you know, we, I think we both felt like that, like, a long time ago. I think the writers don't really feel that way. I think they're pretty, they're pretty fascinated with his character, and they really don't want him to die. Mm. I think they're pretty mm. attached. I, I just feel like they're, you know, like, he's not, Alex, you know, they, they've resolved the thing with Alex now. Uh, they've already started, you know, this whole duality with him and Locke, this battle that's going on there. I think that's going to come to an end soon. Um, I just think we're getting towards the end of uh, uh, Ben. Uh, I think we'll get maybe another another flashback or something. And uh, Yeah. Yeah, I, I, definitely I'm gonna say definitely by the definitely by the end of next season, I think he'll be he'll be gone. Okay, they're gonna move on to something else. Because yeah. they spent, I mean, right, they they spent now two seasons on the others. Yeah, yeah. No, I you mean, know. I think at some point the others are are not gonna be the focus, but I, I still think Ben's gonna be around. <laughs> I don't know how that's gonna work, but uh, yeah, me either. What are gonna be doing? But I don't think he's going to go away. I mean, I think maybe the others might play a part in what goes on later, but it won't be about the others. I think Richard's going to kill Ben. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Either Richard or Locke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I think Locke's going to try to kill Ben, but Richard's going to end up doing it to prove his loyalty. To prove his loyalty. Interesting. Okay. That's going to be weird, man. That's going to be weird. Yeah. Um, Locked, doing all that shit, like, man. That's a whole other thing. Um, uh, Okay, so, uh, back to the scene. Um, uh, I'll just finish up the description. Um, Right, so Jack, uh, last week, where last I left you, Jack was beating up Ben, punching him in the face, that is. Um, and then he grabs the walkie-talkie, and then he emotes a lot, and then he says, uh, and then he talks. Uh, he talks to Tom on the walkie, and and says uh, says he's gonna get him rescued, and then and then kill Tom. I love that. I also love that. That I love this whole scene, and I love the uh, the. I'm gonna leave my people to the radio tower, and I'm gonna make a call, and I'm gonna get them all rescued, every one of them, and then I'm gonna come find you, and I'm gonna kill you. I love that. That was awesome. It was. It was. Uh, it was a good, a very good scene. Um, as I think I mentioned earlier, I I totally bought that all three of them were dead. <laughs> New Year's Justin failed you again. You know, New Year's Justin fails me sometimes, but I admitted that when I started him, and uh, yeah, and uh, I was just I was willing to um, accept his failures um, for the for the peace of mind he provides. Yeah. Well. So, um, so, uh, so yeah, I was I was I was like mourning the loss, like wow, no more Saeed and no more Jin. Like Bernard is like whatever, you know, afterthought. But uh, yeah, uh, like the two of them being gone is like. A really big hole in the show to me. Uh, yeah, I, I I was not convinced at all. I mean, there's no way you would get rid of 
you know, two major characters and then a huge character is in Saeed, you know. And for them to die that way, off off camera, sh- shot in the head or whatever, no way. They would go out with a lot more glory than that. They would go out with, a, you know, a bigger bang, uh, you know, and there's no way they would kill them off like that. Uh, I mean, even Shannon, you know, when she got shot, we saw it, you know, and she got to die, you know. Like, everyone who's died, we got to see. Um and I, I did not buy that they would we would not see them die, and, and it would be such a gruesome, you know, frivolous kind of death. Like, oh, Ben just said it, and oh, okay, now they're dead. Like, no way. I thought maybe they were going for shock value. Um, like, we wouldn't expect that. So, oh, shit, they're all dead. I don't know. I thought it was, like, a deliberate ploy on their part. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't have long to think that. They, they correct you fairly quickly. But, um yeah. But yeah, I was for a few minutes there. Like, man, I can't. I really can't. The show's gonna be weird without them. Uh, I don't know. It's gonna take yeah. a while to get used to that. Um, just imagining all the things that are gonna have to change without them hanging around. So, um, but whatever. Um, as it turns out, they're fine. Um, uh, so, what I wanted to say uh, about this scene. Um, who are these people? Yeah. I think we already talked about that some. Um, maybe we can talk that more later. Uh, yeah, yeah, we talked about all that earlier. Um, who the who the Naomi people are. Oh, yeah. And what their deal is and what happened and all that stuff. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is um, I feel like, I feel like, um, I feel like, I feel like this what do you a, feel like? Please tell us. You can I, you can share. I, I think Ben maybe could have done something different here and uh, maybe had better effect or or at least I don't know. Um, you know, kill it, once you kill all three of them, uh, you have no like leverage anymore. Exactly. That's that's why none of this added up to me with that they're dead. Like he 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 loses his leverage. Like, I mean, first he was trying to say, oh, let me just talk Jack out of this, and then and then that didn't work. So he said, well, let me, you know, I have this hostage situation. Let me let me convince him with this. And then it's that's the thing about, um, you know, hostage situations and all that stuff. It's like, you know, the the the, the person taking, you know, the the captor doesn't want to kill the hostages because once they do, they yeah. have no bargaining anymore. Yeah, you, the police aren't going to negotiate you once you kill everyone in the bank. Like right. you're done, you know. It, so and what you do, thing. and what they do in that case is shoot one of them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you show you mean business, you know, but you still have like people to use as leverage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like that. It seemed like that's what you know. If you don't hear me, you know, shoot one of them. Yeah. And then you know, and then he has to sit through that. And okay, Jack, you know. <laughs> Blah blah blah. You get another chance. You know, it would it would. I think it would make it harder for Jack to sit through one at a time. I agree. I think he if he was it, yeah. If it was about if it really was about that, then it would have you know. But obviously that's not where they were going with that. They True. wanted they wanted them to get con, to contact Bo. Blah, blah blah. But yeah. anyway, yeah. If they were going that direction, I think Ben would have definitely done the one at a time. It's much harder. I mean, you because he proves he means business. And then there's two more people that you're directly responsible for now. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But, yeah, I mean, it's one of those things. I, I guess that happens a lot where, you know, it didn't happen that way because, you know, what was going to happen later, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, their planning wasn't perfect, but it shouldn't have been for the way it was supposed to play out. So Exactly. You know. Um, okay. So, uh, so that's that scene. Did you have something? Nope. Oh, sorry. I thought I heard a, I'm going to say something noise. No, um, I think I just took a drink of my Sprite. Oh, that's a tower. My thirst-quenching... Uh, <laughs> Here at Lost Lowdown, we enjoy Sprite for our lemon-lime beverage. We enjoy beverage. Sprite, exactly. It's the only lemon-lime beverage that uh, does me right. Much better than the competitors. Much better than the competitors who shall remain nameless. Sierra mm-hmm. Mist. Ooh. 7-Up. What did you do? Beep that. we got to bleep that. What happened? <laughs> Oops. 7-Up is just not sweet enough. 7-Up is gross. I really, you know, I really don't like 7-Up at all. I know. actually like it um, when I feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> uh, so it tastes like Pepto-Bismol then, huh? Yeah. It, go, it goes easy on me because it's mild. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, but it's just not very sweet. Like, to drink it normally, you know, Sprite and Sierra Mist are just so much better. But Sprite is obviously the best. Sprite's the best. You know, I'm a I'm a almost exclusive Sprite drinker. <laughs> I feel like they're paying me to say that. <laughs> I only drink Sprite. If you want to be like Claude from The Lost Lowdown, you should drink Sprite. <laughs> you too can be like me. Uh, all you have to do is drink Sprite. Uh, no, I for the last several years I've been almost exclusively Sprite. Uh, the occasional cola for the caffeine, uh, but I love that Sprite's caffeine free because I'm not a big caffeine person. I don't drink coffee or anything like that. But um, aren't you better than the rest of us? I know, right? Did you did you did you catch that uh, the undercurrent of uh, superiority there? I, I did. <laughs> I'm not bound by the confines that is caffeine. <laughs> I've transcended your mortal, your mortal vices. <laughs> um, and it's true. Um, but right. uh, but Sierra Mist is really, it tastes really good too. It's a close second, uh, and a very very good for a change of pace. Uh, uh, when I when I you know I've had a lot of Sprite, and then actually I don't even drink a lot of sodas anymore these days. But every now and then I'll get a Sprite. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I um <laughs> I'm sure everyone's thinking the same thing. Interesting. <laughs> I prefer the colas myself. Um I only have Sprite really when I specifically don't want caffeine because I want to be able to get to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um but uh but in general like during the daytime, if I have my choice, you know, of what to drink, I'd rather have a cola. And I, I think I prefer Pepsi um to Coke, uh personally. Yeah, you know the colas to me aren't really thirst quenching. Uh, they have more like sodium in them, mm-hmm. which you know the salt like dehydrates you and oh, makes yeah. you want to drink more. Uh, I actually find like Sprite really, really actually refreshing. Like I don't, it doesn't make me want to like drink more just because I'm thirsty. You know, it actually quenches my thirst. <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm paying. They paid me to say that. <laughs> but, yeah, no, uh, I, I do like know. Pepsi though. Pepsi's very tasty. Yeah. Um, I agree, and uh, I do like Coke for a change of pace occasionally, but um, yeah, but uh, that's that's pretty much what I stick to, and and it's not for me, it's not really thirst quenching, it's it's more just like drinking because it tastes good, you know. I don't mm-hmm. really like if I want a thirst quenching beverage, I you know I, I drink water. 
Mm-hmm. But uh, oh, aren't you better than the rest of us? Well, you know, I'm just saying, you know, 80%. Come on, guys. Of course we should have some water, right? Yeah. Well, I think, like, sodas are, like, 99% water or something. Oh, it's carbonated. It's not as good. Oh. Not as good. Says your mama. Says your mama. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> anyway, little uh, soda. Uh uh, what's the word? Um, deviation, deviation from our main topic. Yes. Um, boring tangent. Uh, boring uh, tangent. Boring. Was it boring? Was it boring or was it just not interesting? Blue tomato tomato. Yeah. Okay, so uh, back to Lost. That's what Please, you Please, hurry up, for, man. Right? Hurry up, this podcast is taking forever. <laughs> Bam. No one wants to listen to a long podcast. That's right. I think next season, uh, in season four, we should cap all our podcasts at like thirty minutes. I agree. That's the ideal length for a podcast. Yeah, I really, I really think thirty. You know, maybe we can do, uh, you know, maybe a special forty-five minute podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's, if we really feel like marathon. going long. Yeah, if we really want to go long, we'll do the forty-five minute one. But yeah. I think thirty minutes is good. Um, we should. Uh, I think our fans would appreciate that shorter. I agree. Uh, 30 minutes, you know, 30, 32, you know, push it a little bit sometimes. Yeah, you know, less is more. That's what I say. Less is more, you know. And you know what else I say? What else do you say? Um, uh, uh, no one gossips about other people's secret virtues. (laughs) (laughs) I would agree. (laughs) Um, all right, on that note, um, <laughs> I've always, I've always thought that exact same thing. Um, <laughs> let's, uh, let's move on to the next scene. All right, um, sounds good. Uh, just, you know, I gotta say something sometimes. Okay, so the next scene, um, we're back to the looking glass station, um, uh, Charlie, Charlie tries to get the code out of a dying Bonnie. Um, uh, find he finds out uh, she sort of says some of the numbers, and then and then he finds out that the code is a is a transnumeration of the notes to uh, the Beach Boys' Good Vibrations. Boring. And then uh, Bonnie dies. Boring. That's sad. Um, uh, no, I just the whole Beach Boys thing with the ugh, I, I wanted to shoot myself. That was that was. <sighs> I'm shaking my head right now. I have no words. Um, can we it, talk about that? Or should we should we wait till he's actually doing it? Um, I don't know. Let's <laughs> wait he's actually doing it. Um, okay. And I, I've got, I've got, you know, uh, it teased me a little bit. Uh, I should say it irked me. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, pet peeve, it teased me. I think it can peeve you. Can it peeve me? I think so. I think irk is a little better. Maybe. Irk is safe. Irk is safe. Peeve is in, is in purgatory. We don't really know. Yeah, peeve um, is like, mm. I think I've heard people say like that peeved me. I think I think I've heard that. I've heard like I'm really peeved or something like that, but not like it did it did that to me kind of thing. Like uh, I am this thing, but not that it 
verbed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, there's there's a there's a verb tense there. I am peeved. That's like mm-hmm. past participle, something like that. Whatever. Ugh. Um, yeah, not my uh, field at all. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so you're saying it can't be like a regular verb or whatever. Anyway, yeah. Um, you might be right about that. I have no idea. Um, if anybody knows, just let us know. Um, <laughs> I'm a bad host. Sorry. Um. So, right, so Bonnie dies, and that was the end of that scene. Um, the next scene, we're back to the Losties, the trekking Losties, that is. Uh, Jack Jack takes uh, the beaten-up Ben back to the main group and and says to tie him up, and then Jack walks off, and then Kate follows him. And then Alex walks up to the beaten-up Ben, and, uh, just to look at him, <laughs> yeah, not to help him, you know, just to kind of get close and look at him. Just <laughs> one of those weird, like stage direct, you know, uh, how they how they block that scene. It just okay. Now you go up and you know, sort of attend to him, but she didn't really do anything. We just kind of look at him. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you're hurt, and I'm looking at you. Does my looking at you make you not hurt as much? <laughs> I hope so. <gasps> uh, gotta love it. You know, it's Alex. She, um, it's Alex. <laughs> she's I don't know, crazy and plucky. Uh so she's uh plucky. So uh yeah, anyway, she uh she kneels in front of him I guess and then uh and then Danielle approaches and uh Ben says, uh, Alex, this is your mother and he like plops his head down, like yeah. kind of like I'm glad. I don't know. I kind of got a sense he's like I'm glad that like lie is over. Yeah, yeah. You know that whole deception is done now. Yeah, it's got that off the list. <laughs> One down, two billion to go. Yeah, I agree. It did seem like he was relieved. Enough of all that. It barely matters yeah. anymore. Yeah, he said it so matter of factly, like. I don't know. It's kind of you know. It's kind of really interesting how he said that. This is your mother, like, because he knew. I that's what I thought was going to be part of this whole revelation, and and, and what was going to be interesting about how Alex found out is what what's Ben's take on this? Like, you know, I mean, presumably he he knew that that wasn't his kid, obviously, but uh, I just wanted to see if he knew that was specifically Rousseau's kid, you know, because that you know I think we talked about before, like different scenarios of how the others could have gotten Alex. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, but, and, uh, and what, um, when, when was that? Was that, was that pre purge or post purge? I think mm-hmm. it should have been pre. That should have been pre, but it's like right on the line there when the purge should have happened. So, um, yeah. So, it's, so yeah, know. it was nice to, to see him. He obviously knows that's, that's her mother. You yeah. Know? Uh, so it was nice to, but it was just weird how he's just like, Oh yeah, that's her right there. No doubt about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't uh I I don't know, you know, I don't know what we're supposed to think about the others taking her and all that. Um it, it all looks very strange now. Um, I I will be fa- I'm fairly convinced that in the next episode uh we'll get a scene with with Russo uh telling Alex what happened and maybe Ben confirming it or Ben adding some stuff to that. Oh, her okay. story. Yeah, there's a lot of details that are are not addressed at all. This episode doesn't have time for such things. Um, I know. I love that. I love that. Uh, 
will you help me tie him up? Yeah, <laughs> I know. The first mother, uh, mother-daughter thing they do together. I just love that. It was, and she said it so sweetly and tenderly. Mm-hmm. But, young, young woman, you're so beautiful. My precious daughter, we've finally been reunited. Would you like to tie up the man who kidnapped you? Let's <laughs> <laughs> help, help me, please. I love that. We still bond. Like, yeah, I will. You know, that's yeah. the first bonding experience is tying up Ben. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta love that. Yeah, that was yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, she she sort of you know stares at her for a second, gives her a little hand on the face, and uh, gotta touch their face. Oh yeah, oh yeah, the face touch is that shows you really care. Yeah. Um and uh, yeah and then she. <laughs> It still helps tie him up. Um, that's, uh, you know, that's very Danielle. What are you going to do? Yes. <laughs> and after we tie him up, we can make doll bombs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, I don't Mom. Want to make doll bombs. You show me how to make doll bombs, I'll show you how to make an outrigger. Oh, no. Yeah, that's the thing. They're all, they're both very crafty. And a, and a hole trap. I already know that one. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can show you how to make a secret, like, uh, under underground little little hiding spot. Oh, I know that one already. So do you cover it, do you cover it in birch wood or do you cover it in oak? <laughs> oh, I cover it in. <laughs> we should compare notes, you know? Yeah. Really, uh, do you do the reverse? <laughs> Do you do the reverse double knot or do you do the triple double knot on your uh, on your ropes and for your net? Yeah, I found that the triple double really it creates too large of a knot and it just kind of interferes with mm-hmm. you know in and out of trap activity. So mm-hmm. I tend to go with the double knot. Um, yeah, if I'm I feeling agree. risky, the double double. I I agree. I agree. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway. Um, the big, the big, like this is the reunion that like is really long time coming. Um, and it was like <laughs> no, not a lot of fanfare. No, not at like, all. He's your mother. Oh, okay, let's move on. Yeah, exactly. No, no time to to dote on that. Um, this episode's not about that. Uh, I guess you're right. That maybe they'll they'll sort of address it more thoroughly later. Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, allowing it to happen in this episode. Um, but that's, I mean, episode, like, nine of season one. I mean, that's, you know, that's a long, that's an old, old thing. So, yeah, and that's, the other thing about that is, you know, is Alex going to want to go to the States? I mean, which she has never been, presumably, you know, or not yeah. necessarily to the States, but wherever, you know, she would potentially go. Um, is she going to want to go back to the real world, you know, or is she going to want to stay on the island with her mom? Like, that's going to be a whole thing, too, I yeah. think. Yeah, that, uh, is, that is a weird thing. I don't know what she should do. And, um, you know, I think somebody on our on our message board, uh, on our comment section, asked the question, you know, where, where are Carl's parents? Uh, and I think that's a very interesting question. And, uh, you know, was Carl born on the island? Did he come recently? Are, are his parents there at all? Yeah. Um those are all very interesting questions. I agree, yeah. Yeah, there's there's something there. Um if they can't have kids, you know, um there should be some explanation for uh why he's there. Mhm. Um and I don't know what we're supposed to think about that. Um I guess he could have been kidnapped too. It's weird though. Um but maybe he's a Dharma kid or something. Uh, he would have had to be a really little kid, though. 
Yeah, maybe he's Annie. He's oh, he's a, of course, of course. And he just didn't. He changed gender and didn't age as much as Ben. Right, right. Oh yeah, the aging comes back. Look at that. That's nice. Yeah, it's kind of selective. It it picks who it wants to not age so much. Yeah. So, Annie, God. Oh. <laughs> So anyway, um, uh, a momentous occasion, quickly brushed aside, and uh, we go over with Jack and Kate. Uh, Kate asks Jack what Ben said, and then Jack says that they killed Bernard and Saeed and Jen and and all that. They walked and he let it happen and all that stuff. And then uh, and then Kate asks Kate asks him why he's bringing Ben. And Jack says, so Ben can see that he failed, uh-huh. and Ben, he'll kill him. You know, hubris, man, I got to tell you, you know, the tough stuff happens when you try to uh, be prideful. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm sure before Ben dies, whenever he dies on the show, he's going to cause some more you know, bad stuff to happen. Oh, yeah. And if Jack would just kill him now instead of trying to, you know, be vindictive, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, he could, you know, put that all to us. But, of course, he can't kill him now. Yeah, yeah, of course not. You know. It's, yeah. <laughs> I would kill him, but I'd rather just hang him over a pit of acid and then walk away and assume he won't escape. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, he's... um. Yeah, Ben, uh, he ensures Ben's survival through this episode, at least. Yeah. So, um, uh, but he says he's going to kill him, but he says, you know, he says all kinds of things, so who knows? Yeah, Jack says all kinds of stuff. <laughs> he's a he's a talk of that Jack. So, um, the next scene, this is a, this is a scene that I think you had some issues with. This Uh-oh. is the scene back at the beach with Ryan and Tom. Oh, I had a lot of issues with this scene. Ryan says it was it wasn't maybe I should read the transcript. I don't know. Please that. read the transcript. Right. It won't help, but you should read it. Cuz cuz I what I actually just I didn't uh I just sort of annotated it or 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 what's the word? Summarize? Paraphrase. Paraphrase. Yeah, that's what I did. Um let's see. Uh, Ryan, I gotta find it. <laughs> oh, I got it. I'm looking at it right now. Oh man. <laughs> uh, sorry, it's taking so long. I'm. Do you want me to just read it? <laughs> I'm having a lot of trouble finding it. Oh, I, w- I want to find it myself, but uh, I guess. Yeah. I will wait. Okay. Sorry, guys. Do, do, Hopefully. Do, do, Thank you. Do, 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 Am I still oh, you can read it. I'm doing it. Okay, so Ryan says it was an order, Tom. We had to follow it. Tom says Ben doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. He's lost it. 
I mean, look at what they did to us. Instead of putting three bullets in the damn sand, we should have killed them for real. And, and then, then we reveal. And then we reveal. Said, Bernard, and Jen gagged and tied up, still alive and well. Oh. Well, I don't know if well, but still alive. <laughs> um, I had a lot of issues with this because, um, I mean, obviously this this little small scene is supposed to explain that, uh, you know, they just put three bullets into the ground and did not, uh, you know, didn't shoot the three guys, which we're yeah. all happy about. Okay. But if you if you go by what they're saying, it just doesn't make any sense to me because I was trying to figure out whose idea between Ryan and Tom was it to shoot the bullets into the ground. Tom says, I'm sorry, Ryan says it was an order. We had to follow it. Okay, and I think I think there's some weird grammar here, as it uh, he should have said it was an order. We should have followed it um, because they didn't follow it. And I think that first line when they say we had to follow see here's here's what's weird. I think they're trying to they're trying to do two things at once. They're trying to make us still believe that they shot them and that Tom was against that. Yeah. Uh because he's seemingly saying it was an order, Tom, we had to follow it. We had to kill them. Yeah. Like he's convincing Tom we had to do it, making it seem like it was Tom's idea to shoot the bullets into the ground. And that Ryan wanted to shoot them, right? But then, of course, we get the next line when Tom says, uh, Ben doesn't know what he's talking about. He's lost it, okay, which means uh, Ben's order to shoot them was wrong. We shouldn't have done that. We should have shot the bullets into the ground, (laughs) which is what they did. But then he goes, look at what they did to us. Instead of putting three bullets into the sand, we should have killed them. So So it's like Tom is saying Ben's order was wrong, but... He's saying we should have followed his order. Okay, so here's what I think. Okay, what do you think? Um, I agree. They're trying to deceive us. This, 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 this. These lines have, yeah, they have, they have a reveal structure where they make us think. Yeah, the, the obvious thing you think is Ryan's just like we had to follow orders, and Tom's like, oh no, we shouldn't have, you know, whatever. That's that's what it seems like is going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Now that we know that what they actually did was fire the bullets in the sand, right, and not mm-hmm. kill them, right, here's the way I have to read this. Okay. Or the only way I can think of to make sense of this, that the order was, like, earlier from Ben, he said to Ryan, sometime off screen, like, okay, here's the deal. Uh, I'm going to call you and say to shoot them all three, but you just shoot some shots in the sand and, uh, you know, don't really kill them because we need them later or something like that. Mm -hmm. So that's the order. The order is to fire the shots in the sand. Okay. I will, I don't, I mean, I think that's a leap, but I totally buy that. It makes sense in that, yeah. Now, that definitely makes sense. If the order he was referring to is the order to shoot it in the sand, then I think everything else lines up. Because then, then Tom is still basically saying, we should have we killed them. Ben is wrong. We really should have killed them. Okay, I'll, I'll buy that. Wow. I'll probably yeah. buy that. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't like the fact that it's, it's really unclear, you know, uh, that you kind of have to guess if that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't like that aspect of it, but uh, but there's no other way to make sense of it for me. 
Uh, yeah, me too. That's I mean, that's why, like, yeah, it really confused me at first in exactly the same way. It was I actually read somewhere else someone saying, like, you know, why give the order for this this weird order to like I'm gonna do this and then you fire shots in the sand like, you know, it's 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 a strange situation. I thought really, and then I read the lines. I'm like, I guess that's what it seems to be implying is the order. You know, if we had to follow orders and they shot at the things in the sand, then that was the order. Mm-hmm. You know, and Tom's against it. Should have killed him for real. You know, so you know if that's the order, it makes sense. But it is kind of weird and. And they're also doing the, the the deception thing, so. Yeah, that's the thing. They're trying to get that deception across. Uh, they're trying to make us think it's the order to kill them, but it's really the order to shoot the bullets in the sand. Yeah. Um, but it's weird to ha- to try to to try to stuff more deception in a reveal scene. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's like you you guys already made us think they were dead. Why why keep going with that? You know, this is the time to show us, tell us the truth. Don't like, oh, let's get one last line of deception in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a little greedy to me to do that, but um, yeah, that's why I didn't like this scene because it didn't make any sense. But uh, if you take the order as being to shoot the bullets in the sand, then uh, then it makes sense. Yeah. Okay, I'll buy that. Yeah, but the scene totally worked for me. You know, being the being the easy manipulated guy. Um, uh, you know, believing they were dead and all that and. And then wanting to believe that Tom, you know, was saying we shouldn't have shot him and stuff. And, you know, the shock of, like, cutting over just as he says we should have killed him for real, you know. It, it works for me. I I, um, I I didn't mind the scene. Mm. <laughs> so, so, um, mm. <laughs> that's all you get. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Um. So, uh, all right. So next, we we hop over to Juliet and Sawyer, uh, looking on in the background. Oh, can I ask a quick question? Okay. Uh, during those three shots that you hear of the walkie, you hear somebody say like, "No." Um, I I, I couldn't tell who said that, or even if "no" is what they said. You hear somebody making a sound during those three shots, which kind of helps. With the idea that somebody was getting shot, um, you know, I I I felt like maybe Saeed specifically, like when they were shooting the bullets in the sand, should have like yelled like, "Hey, they're lying!" <laughs> or something mm-hmm. like, "We're still alive." Um, and the way that this scene takes place when they when Tom and uh, Ryan are talking, they're kind of walking back towards them, so maybe they walked away to shoot the bullets and, you know, out of earshot maybe. I mean, I'll buy that since they were kind of walking back in this part of the scene. Um, but I at first thought, I'm like, why didn't someone, one of the three guys, or, you know, they're just shooting bullets in the sand, Jack, don't listen to them. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. I was thinking maybe Saeed thought it was, it was, it was good if Jack thought they were all dead. Like, he thought, you know, that it would be good that he would just, you know, do the plan because there was no more, you know, threat. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Whatever that was. <laughs> that was uh, a lot of sounds. That was a lot of sounds. I I can I can hang with that for a little a little bit. Okay. A little bit. A little bit. The thing is, if 
they're really gonna die though. Like if if Saeed is like, okay, it's good if Jack thinks we're dead, then they really are gonna be dead because nobody's gonna come back to help them. Uh, even if the rescue party comes, uh, you know, I think they'll be like, well, those guys are dead. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they might, you know, they might like say, let's go check just in case. But by then, they really would be dead because Tom and them would just kill them because everyone else is rescued. Why keep these three guys alive? Mm-hmm. So if he relegates himself to, you know, to pretending to be dead, then he really, they, they really are going to be dead soon. Yeah. So that's no good. <laughs> that isn't any good. I agree. I don't want to be dead. So, are you ready for the next scene? Yes. Um, are you ready for the next scene? I'm ready for the next scene. So, here it is. All right. Uh, like I said, uh, Julia and Sawyer are looking on the background and lamenting the fact that they don't have any guns. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. I love the way uh, Julia, the way like she's kind of standing there. I think she's got like her her hand on her knee or something, kind of bending up, just like, hmm, what are we gonna do? <laughs> There's nothing we can't do. Uh, I thought that was really funny. It, it felt like comical to me, especially when you know who shows up. Yeah, of course, uh, he's always this, comical. This strange air of comedy, like, hmm. What are we going to do? We're in a dire situation. Mm-hmm. How funny so, it is. Just as the situation looks totally hopeless and they, they you know, have no ability to to actually, um, uh, you know, help out their, their compadres, uh, then just then they hear a sound in the distance. Mm-hmm. A low rumbling. A low rumbling uh, of fate and hope. <laughs> it's fate and hope, that's right. And uh, <laughs> before we know it, surprise, it's Hurley, and he's in the Dharma van. And he mm-hmm. comes charging to the rescue. And uh, Ryan uh, stands in front of the van and shoots at Hurley. And Hurley uh, keeps on driving and hits him. Uh, with the van, and then uh, this creates a, a good disturbance, and uh, Sawyer, Sawyer runs behind the van, picks up a little, like, stick thing, and uh, and then uh, I guess he, does he, oh, he takes... Yeah, Hurley's about to get out of the car, and then he, he makes Hurley stay in the car. Yeah, he makes Hurley stay in the car. He gets a Which, gun somehow. I didn't, I didn't... My notes suck. I, I, don't, I don't know what happened. Yeah, he grabbed, he grabbed Ryan's gun that fell. Oh, he grabs Ryan's gun. Okay. I thought he had a stick for some reason. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, he had a stick at first, too, I think. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Yeah, I think he, he grabbed a big stick, and then he crept on the side of the of the van, and then he made, you know, he shut the door on Harley, and then he got the gun. Yeah. He was like, oh, I don't need the stick. There's a the gun. <laughs> right. Okay, good, 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 good. So, yeah, so he uh, tells Harley to stay in the van. You know, you've done your job. Don't don't try to do any more. Yeah. Um, uh, he so he grabs the gun. He goes. He sneaks sort of behind the van. He rounds the corner, holds his gun on Jason uh, to help out Saeed. But uh, at that point, Saeed trips him and then uh, snaps his neck with his legs. <laughs> the old leg snap. He well, he got the he got the you know the sweep to knock him down on the ground. Yeah. 
And then the old, uh, the oh, old yeah. Converse snack. Snap. Yeah, it was uh, it was sort of uh, all right, Saeed. I'm here to okay. Well, um, <laughs> yeah. I guess you got things taken care of there. Uh, should I even bother untie you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I think I said that off podcast. I, I could just totally see Saeed like stand up. You know, oh, he, yeah. he'd already he had already unraveled his uh, you know, however they tied him up. You know, like an hour ago. He right, right. Like, he's like, oh, I was just waiting for the right time. <laughs> like, I've been untied for a long time now. Exactly. I needed I practice found- on the leg maneuver. Yeah, I actually found a small stick and gave myself a manicure behind my back. <laughs> I could just tell you Saeed, like, not needing help at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And then I managed I managed to get three sticks together and a stick of bubble gum. And I, and I made a small impromptu radio, which I called the Coast Guard on. There'll be here any moment. Thank you for your attention. I tapped out an SOS. <laughs> yeah, so this is uh this is a prime display of Saeed's um badassness. Uh yeah. this is really uh really nice touch. Uh I really like that. Because um, you don't expect a person tied up to be the one to do something. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be the rescuers are supposed to, you know, take the guys down. Well, with rescuers like this, who needs rescuing? Wait, what? What? Um, um, you know, I had a couple of points to pick uh, with this scene. You know, um, it was all well and good and great, but uh, I, I thought it was really strange that, that you know, really kind of runs over Ryan and then, you know, stops the van and, uh, you know, Jason is, like, right on the other side with the gun, yet he doesn't try to shoot at Hurley. Uh, he just kind of stands there and, like, waits for Sawyer to come with the gun and then say to kill him. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was really sort of unsafe for, Sawyer, for for Hurley to stay in the car with Jason right on the other side. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I, guess, I guess the way it's supposed to play out is that Jason saw Sawyer or something and was waiting to get a shot at Sawyer. Uh, which is what he was doing, I guess. But um, but uh, anyway. Okay. Then there's another part of the scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so then, uh, so then, after that, uh, Tom tries to crawl toward a gun, and then Juliet steps on his hand, grabs the gun. Um, Tom says he gives up, and then uh, Sawyer shoots him in the chest, and says, uh, that's for taking the kid off the One raft. of the best lines in the entire episode. I love that, man. I love that. That was awesome. That was awesome. Because it was, I, I loved it because it was like, man, Tom, if you if you didn't take the kid off the raft, you'd be alive right now. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But you had to get at least one bullet for the kid. <laughs> Too bad that's the one that's going to kill you. Yeah. Uh, that was awesome. That was, it was, I don't know, some sort of felt like karma or something. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Especially since they shot him on the raft, you know? Yeah. So, uh, but that was great. It was, it was nice that, uh... You know, because Michael never got to, like, do anything to them for that, you no, know. No, he just had to, like, deal with them. He just had to deal with them and actually betray his friends. Do their work to, and, yeah. Yeah, so it was nice that, that there was some retribution retribution for Walt and uh, 
And it was like, that was a long time ago, Sawyer. I'm glad mm-hmm. you, you know, it was nice that you still remembered that, and that was, uh, you know, that was awesome. And, of course, I think they're trying to remind us about Walt. Oh, yeah. Who shows up soon. Or, well, I already previously. showed up. Yeah, yeah, I already showed up. Previously. Of course, he, episode we're in. He calls him the kid. I always love when they just kind of give these general terms for people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I want, like, Michael to step in. Walt. His name was Walt. Yeah, that's my boy. My boy, Walt. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, it was good. It was good that he remembered that, and good for Tom to get something for that, because that was um, a yeah. really shitty move that brought about all well, sorts of he was, just, he was just following orders. Yeah, well, you know, sometimes you shouldn't follow orders. Oh, well, okay. Even though everything we're doing here falls apart if you don't follow orders. Mm-hmm. But, uh, come on. So anyway, yeah, that was, uh, that was good. Um... So Tom dies. Uh, I actually think I guessed that that was going to happen, but I had no basis for that. So um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Lucky guess. What can you do? So um, the next scene is a flashback, and uh, Jack is now stealing drug samples from the hospital closet. <laughs> um Oh, how far we've fallen, Dr. Shepard. He's sucking even farther um, beyond prescription forging to um, to stealing drug samples. And, uh, uh, yeah, this is this is really, really bad um, thing to do if you're a doctor. Um, or, or anyone. Or anyone, but in particular, if you're a doctor or a nurse, because... Yeah. Uh, you are uh, trusted with these materials, and uh, it's your job hey, to... Um, you don't... The Hippocratic Oath says nothing about stealing drug samples. <laughs> You're probably <laughs> right got, about that. That's all I got to say. Uh, you know, I, you know, when he leaves, you know, he takes the samples, uh, and then, um, which I think I read, I forgot who said it on, the, on, our, on, our, on our site, but somebody mentioned that uh, they don't even do drug samples of uh, that drug anymore because of very, that very reason, yeah. of people yeah. taking the samples. But, um, uh, you know, when he leaves the, 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 the drug lock up, he puts the key back out on the, on the little rack, and I'm like, why do they have the key to this drug lock up right next to the, next to the place, oh, I didn't even next to the that. room? Like, did you catch that? No, I didn't even know that. Oh, dude, you got, yeah, yeah. He he leaves the room, and there's, like, a sink or something and, like, a paper towel dispensing machine or something, and, and he puts the key on a hook right next to it. And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? And the door does have, like, one of those, like, punch locking things, you know, where, like, it's, like, four or five little, like, silver buttons, and you, you punch the right code to open the door. Yeah. Uh, so maybe the door actually had you know, that works, and so the door, you have to know the code to get in the door. But nevertheless, the key to the to the drug lockup is, right. you know, you can get freely. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like, you know, you would want both of them to be a little more secure than that. Because mm-hmm. uh, all you got to do is get the door open and then take the key in like he did, you know. Yeah. Versus the key being, a, you know, more controlled. Yeah, I guess I assumed, you know, he had the key to it. Um, yeah. I didn't really notice what was going on with the key. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's really bad security, especially for drugs like that. Um, yeah. It should be a little more careful um, in mm-hmm. the future. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just will. weird to me that, 
it, it's just weird to me that they wrote they wrote this, that the scene that way that 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 uh, the key is just hanging there. <laughs> it just seems really implausible to me. I mean, from watching ER because I watch ER, um, you know, the doctors and the nurses, uh, from what I remember, they they have you know the ones who have that access have keys on them for that, you know. Um, but uh, but the idea that the key is just like hanging there is it's crazy. Yeah. That yeah. beard is so fake too, man. Um, fake beard, yeah, you know. When he's when he's uh when he's yelling at the doctor, when he's yelling at Doctor Hamill, like the beard just looks so fake. Yeah. I I it really looks like um like two different beards or something. I don't know. One was real and one's fake or something. Oh, no. The beard like changes over time. <laughs> There, and then there were two beards, one real and one two. fake. Yeah, um, I didn't really notice any of that, but uh, it, it it always looked fake to me. But um, just because I'm used to seeing Jack without a beard. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it was real, I think it would look fake. Um, and it was a weird beard, too. It's not a normal beard style. Um, yeah, it's more scraggly. Yeah. Very um interesting. So uh right, so then uh then Jack stumbles out of the of the closet and uh Doctor Hamill shows up and he tells Jack that he left messages about the operation um when Jack asked about it. Uh, so, so Jack's stolen the drugs, and, and Dr. Hamill shows up, and, uh, and, uh, Jack inquires about the operation, uh, on the woman that he saved, and then Hamill tells him that he left messages about it, and, uh, and he asks Jack to his, to his office for a talk, and then, uh, Jack says, you know, say what you want to say here, um, <laughs> You know, I don't know. That's a thing. Um, I don't want to go somewhere else. Um, say it now. So mm-hmm. then uh, Hamill says that uh, the patient uh, was responsive and lucid after the surgery, and he reveals that she crashed because she saw a man standing on the edge of the bridge, and uh, he implies that the man was Jack. Uh, Jack says, do you have any idea what I've been through? And then he asks Jack how much he's had to drink. Mm-hmm. Jack says to get his father down here, and if Jack <laughs> is drunker than his father is, Hamill can fire him. <laughs> if I'm drunker than he is, <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> and then... Uh, <laughs> And then next, you get Dr. Johnson from cardiology. And if he can jump higher than me, then you can fire me. (laughs) (laughs) And then get old Billy down in orthopedics. And if his forearm is longer than my forearm, then (laughs) I just love Jell. That was awesome. I I love that whole thing. That was really funny. Yeah, I mean, it's completely, you know, come on. 
<laughs> like, even if he is, like, you're still drunk. That's yeah. Not going to fly. It's not like, well, someone else here is drunker than me, so you can't fire me. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's silly. So, um, uh, so then uh, Hamill says, you know, he's trying to help. Jack says, he can't help, and then he walks away. You can't help me. Yeah. I'm too far gone. Uh, uh, Don't you is... see how scraggly my beard is? <laughs> this is a scene where he's really shifty-eyed. and I love the shifty-eyed, man. Matthew Fox outdid himself. I just love the, like, he's just, like, can't stand still, stand or stand up straight, and, like, he, he, you know, he's just like looking all around the room, and like, yeah, it was great. It was great. Yeah, yeah, Good stuff. it was a really, um, it was a really intense scene, and uh, and this is where we started to find out that he he was kind of the cause of the accident that he rescued the duh. From. Uh, I mean, I didn't really know that. I guess I assumed he just you know happened to witness an accident. It didn't necessarily have anything to do with him. Yeah, but, uh, I think I did. I say that earlier. What yeah, my original did. thought was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You thought. Uh, you thought that he. Uh, I don't know. I forgot. You thought. I thought that the reveal was oh, going to be that, the, that it was his car that was in the way that caused the accident. So when they when they basically said, you know, he's still the reason for the accident. I was like, oh, whatever. I assumed he was the reason for the accident. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I hadn't um I hadn't seen that. I guess from the way they shot it, I thought the accident was on the other side of the of the street, you mm-hmm. know, not inside where his car was. So um so I didn't think it was his car. Mm-hmm. Um but uh I also didn't think he caused it in any other way. So um New Year's Justin. New Year's Justin. Day. He does. He does. He's he gets to be surprised by things like that. Yeah. Um, not that that was like a really big surprise, like you know, but just oh, it changes everything. But uh, but it was interesting nonetheless. Um, and a pretty good little scene. Uh, okay, so um, is that it on that? You don't have anything else? I don't know what to say about that scene. Nothing else. Okay. Uh, well, you know, here's another example oh. that the proponents of saying I do know exactly Christian. what to say. Go yeah, ahead. the proponents that Christian Shepherd is still alive, you know, will definitely want to use this scene uh as evidence. Yeah. Um to me it came off as Jack just um you know, being so out of it that he just kind of forgot uh that his father's dead and uh you know, from the reaction of I you know, and I I I got to hand it to whoever plays Dr. Hamill, he gives one of those ambivalent reactions. Yeah. You know, you can take it as Wow, Jack, don't you know your dad is dead? Or mm-hmm. wow, Jack, you're you know you're being ridiculous. You know you can kind of take it either way. Yeah. Um. But uh, you know it was really interesting. So I don't know. Yeah, but, I agree. Um. So uh, yeah, as I said earlier, I'm I'm firmly, I'm firmly of the belief that this is not an alternate universe or something where his dad's alive. Um. I believe his dad's dead, and uh, and I also believe, um, you know, maybe foolishly, that this is going to happen, that this isn't something that might happen. 
mm-hmm. I believe this stuff will actually happen. So, um, you know, maybe well, I'm wrong about that. But uh, for me, I feel like with the way it ended, that somehow they're going to change the future. As horrible as that sounds, um, it, to me, it seemed like one of those like movies where you know they're like, we gotta go back to whatever, we gotta make it right. You know, and you leave off on that, and you come back at you know the next movie or the sequel, or whatever is them you know going back in time or whatever it is to fix the wrong, and mm-hmm. um, that's just the way it's coming off. Uh, so that's the way I feel like it's heading. Like somehow they're going to, you know, and this whole idea of the looking glass too. You know, somehow they're going to do something that's going to prevent them from being rescued. Uh, so, which I can see the writers kind of being interested in doing because we'll get to see. What could what would happen if they were rescued? Which will kind of, you know, um, um, what's the word? Appease us in that respect. You know, for the people who want them to be rescued. You know, we can kind of see what it would be like if they were rescued, and then but they can still have everyone still on the island because mm-hmm. uh, you know they need a TV show. Yeah, right. right. Um, so uh, that's what I think is going to happen. I think I think uh, future Jack is going to do something where. Um, or he's going to prevent uh, them from from getting off the island. Okay. Okay. So um, more on this later when we talk about the last scene. Yeah. Um, Stay tuned. And future Kate. Um, I think we'll be asleep by then. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. So, uh, okay. So um, uh, we're back to the trekking losties. Jack's walkie starts up, and it's Hurley talking to presumably the others, who he thinks the others. Um, hey, others, you better stay away from us, man, because <laughs> we had one, one victory, then that means we're the best people ever. God, Hurley. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even hate Hurley anymore. He's all right. Um, uh, I still, I, I don't hate him. And she's she's just annoying. Yeah, I don't know. He didn't he didn't, he didn't annoy me in this episode. I was I was okay with that. Um, really, no, no. whole celebration and him I, you know, coming through with the van and all that. I, I like you know, that the thing about the van is that it could have easily backfired and could have easily like he didn't he didn't have a plan. Obviously, his plan was to drive the van, and and, and luckily Ryan didn't. Move because if Ryan had moved, then you know Hurley wouldn't have killed anybody. Ryan could have easily shot him if he just stepped aside. Like it could have gone wrong very easily. You know he didn't. Hurley didn't think to consult with uh, Sawyer and and uh, Juliet. You know, and it's like a lot for a lot of reasons. I don't like what happened, but of course it turned out fine. It was great. So whatever. Um, but uh, part of me is just like, man, Hurley, you really could have screwed this whole thing up and got everybody killed very easily. Because uh, it was very foolish just to do that with no plan. No, he had no – I mean, after he drives it into the camp, that that was his whole plan. He didn't have a plan B, you know. Yeah. Okay, I'll just drive in there and then, okay, hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Because you still had two other people with guns, you know. Um who could have easily shot him. Mm-hmm. Anyway. 
I'll give I give him credit though. I mean, he 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 came to the rescue to a bit, but uh, I do have to take issue with um, you know when he's he's taking credit for saving the day so vehemently, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, you really have to share the credit with. Uh, with Saeed and Sawyer, um, you know, you, you, you get credit for the distraction, but they get credit for finishing, you know, what you started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he maybe gave himself a little too much credit. but uh, Yeah, he really, I was, like, really annoyed with, like, yeah, I saved them all, man. Like, I, I was like, shut up, Hurley. You really didn't. God. I mean. And that's the thing. What? What were you going to say? I mean, his thing, his thing was the was the vital motivating thing for the whole rescue. So I I, I can see I I do think he deserves a lot of credit for it. But um, but, yeah, uh, I, he deserves a lot, but not all. Yeah, it it, it is a little bit much. But uh, <laughs> what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say um, uh, what's that thing he says? Oh, and then uh, yeah, when he when he when he walkies, you know, he um. Tells them, attention others, come in others. If you're listening, I want you to know we got you. And, you know, stay away from our beach. I mean, God, Hurley, why would you do that? <laughs> why would you tell them that the rest of their guys are dead? They could go send, you know, who knows how many more people. They know exactly where you are now. Mm-hmm. And you just gave them an extra reason to come kill you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, God, man, you're just, he's he's the kind of person that's like, he means well, but he's just sort of, you know, bumbling and kind of stupid. Like he makes these, not that he's stupid, but he does these stupid things uh, that uh, that usually turn out to not have, you know, too dire consequences. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it could have easily been really bad. Like if, if Richard heard that or something and he decides to send more guys down to the beach, you know, to go kill them. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, yeah. Good points all. Good points all. That's all I oh. have to say. Oh, should I continue? Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can't just stop it there. Uh, so, right. So, Hurley, Hurley, blah, blah, blah. We triumphed. Um, and uh, we're cu- we cut back and forth to Hurley uh, during this time. And, and so, uh, Jack, uh, Jack gets on the walkie, and so Hurley knows it's Jack, and and then uh, he says everyone's alive, and uh, everybody celebrates um, uh, back in the in the trekking camp. Uh, the fact that the three of them are are alive. Um, of course, none of them, uh, except for Jack and and Kate, uh, think uh, know that you know they you know we're really supposed to be dead. Yeah, like he Jack was with, with was withholding the information that they were dead and. Yeah. So um, so they never got to live through that. All they got was they're alive. The end. You know. Well, they got they had the little. You know, they were sort of concerned whether or not they were alive because of the whole. You know. Yeah, yeah. Two yeah, explosions yeah. out of three. But they never got like they were never told they were dead, so they didn't have to live through that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I guess that's what I meant. Like it was it was the uncertainty of what happened, and oh, mm-hmm. it turned out all right. Yeah, you know, not like they're dead. Oh no, they're not dead. Yeah. So um, yeah, Jack had to um live with that a little more. But um, anyway, they all celebrate and uh, what? I said and Kate. And Kate, yeah. Well, Kate, you know, whatever. But it was Jack's fault. So it was Jack's fault. He took that walkie. Oh man, took that walkie. Why did you take that? Walkie? Gave him that walkie. Gave him the walkie. 
he took it for who knows why, but he he gave it. You know, he took it to give it to him. <laughs> he took it to give it to him, of course, of course. I mean, I really think that's what he took it so that the writers could write that he felt bad about, you know, being the impetus for that call. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Can't believe it. That line, like, it makes more sense when you see it like that. But I just, I can't believe that's what they really wrote. But I guess it is. Hey, believe me, I'm, I'm incredulous of a lot of things they write. <laughs> I just, I'm like, guys, come on. I don't know. It just doesn't seem like that's, that's the thing to focus on. But I, yeah, that's what it seems like. Okay, and I guess like my inherent belief that what the important thing was, I just I don't know. It all I, it all just seemed really weird to me. All that stuff about the walkie, I just thought it was yeah. like unnecessary filler stuff. <laughs> um, it's in like, the season finale, what unnecessary doing? filler. Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. I guess that's what I thought. So anyway, um, uh, Jack tells uh, Hurley and his crew to stay put at the beach. Um, and then uh, Claire gets on the walkie and asks about Charlie. But what about Charlie? <laughs> Hurley says he's not back yet, but uh, I'm sure he'll be here real soon. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was my... I had to think about that, but I'll wait till you finish. Oh, that's the end. Oh, of the scene. So what well, do you I guess got? I have to... Uh, I, I was just wondering, like, you know... Hurley says, oh, he should be back. He should be back any minute or whatever. And I'm like, is he really coming back to the beach? Is that is that where he should come back to? I mean, because, you know, that's where they're blowing people up. Uh, it seems like he should be heading towards the radio tower, not back to the beach camp. I don't know what the plan was. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if there even was a plan. But I think, if anything, he should be heading to the radio tower, not to the beach. Because, well, as we saw, it, you know, the plan backfired, and the others would have been waiting for him if he got back. If he was supposed to be coming back, oh, they would have been waiting for him there potentially. Um, so it wouldn't have made sense to come back to the beach, you know. But of course, they were assuming everything was going to go as planned. Yeah. So you know, but uh, and if it has, then going back to the beach would have been fine. Yeah, and and that's the other thing. I don't know. I don't know what the shooters were supposed to do either. Were they supposed to come? I mean. Come uh, to the radio tower after the, after the dynamite thing, or were they supposed to hang out and just wait? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they didn't really discuss all that, did they? Not really. No, <laughs> they, they had their plans uh, weren't fully formed. It was just sort of you're going to go here, we're going to go here, you're going to go there, and there's no like, and then what? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if it wasn't for the fact that they have the others walkie-talkies, they wouldn't be able to communicate with each other at all. Yeah. They wouldn't know what was going on. Yeah. They're yeah. lucky. Yeah, <laughs> They're they lucky are. That, uh, that, that some of this stuff happened. Um, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, you're right. All the all the things got in their favor so they could do what they would want to do in, in these situations. Um, mm-hmm. Communicating with each other and stuff. Because, yeah, they had, no, they had no ability to do that. So um, there was another with the trekking losties, and there's another at the beach, and yay, they get to talk to each other. Oh, here's a question: What happened to the the walkie that Nick that Paolo had? Oh, it's a fine question. Apparently, nothing. 
Um, they, they never even did there. anything with that, right? They never did anything with like, that. Like, we saw it, and we were like, oh, man, maybe he's another. And then we saw how he got it, and then yeah. that was it. Yeah, and I assumed at the time that it was a setup, and they were going to do something with that in the future, you know, that they wouldn't introduce that for no reason. But they really didn't do anything with it. No, it was never, <laughs> as far as I know, it was never mentioned again in later episodes. Yeah, it's just he, he got the walkie that Juliet had when they were at the Pearl. Yeah. And uh, the he, he's the end. It's like they didn't do anything with that. Yeah. Like, have us think for half a second he was, you know, <laughs> dubious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was that was it. That was I, it. I feel like that might it might come to something later. I, I, like, I still, what? I mean, they got I all kinds know. of walkie-talkies now. Uh, I don't know. Like maybe he hit diamonds in that walkie-talkie. I don't oh, know. God. More diamonds. That's fucking diamonds. No. Um. Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea what it could come to. But uh, you know, I just I still like you said. I don't want to believe that they would they would bring that up for nothing. Um. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I don't know what they're doing with that. Maybe they had a plan for it and dropped it, or I don't know. Yeah, or maybe they they wanted it. They wanted the 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 losties to have a walkie-talkie. You know, they were like, okay, well, let's write this in here. This will be a good time to write. You know, how they can get a walkie-talkie, and uh, and then they just changed what they were going to do with that. And now they've got two walkie-talkies. Yeah. Uh, so they don't really need to bring that up anymore. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I can think of. They just kind of changed. They're like, oh well, we don't we don't need to have them use this one and cuz i always thought that um you know they were going to the losties were going to like use it or cut it on and overhear some secret plan or Maybe something they, yeah you know nope no not nothing. yet at least they got nothing out of it so far or i guess what they could do is um i don't know i was thinking something where well i was thinking something where the others get together and they're tr- they're talking over the walkies and they they're like, well, the the losties have walkie talkies too. We can't you know we can't use these and they can go, oh, well, they only have two of them and we know the frequencies and so they they try to compensate for the fact that the losties have walkies, but then they don't know they have that third one. Ooh. So like that ends up being useful later. I don't know. I'm really 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 <laughs> reaching here. <laughs> I like that. We're gonna co- we can compensate for two, but three we're yeah really yeah right. like like those two are on these channels or something, and, and and then we can just go to this other channel, which is what the third one's on or something. They didn't count on the third, the third walkie. walkie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the third walkie from hell. They had the perfect plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, one of those things. You know, occasionally, Jack's Army, they have, you know, drop plot threads. Um, yeah. So, uh, I have to believe that, um, and I know there was some reshuffling um, at some point, because uh, I actually read from Greg Nations that the original plan was for the finale to be a Ben flashback. Oh, wow. Um, that's what they were going to go with originally. So I'm assuming that what we were going to get in the finale originally was what we got in Man Behind the Curtain, but maybe, like, more, you know. 
um, a longer version with more stuff. Well, when would the Looking Glass stuff have come into play? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I was like, he can't answer that. Um, I have no idea when they would have worked that in. But uh, um, and that's the thing. Like, maybe if you don't have the looking 20. glass. If you don't have the looking glass, then you don't have Jack's flash forward. To me, um, you know, if the episode is not called through the looking glass, man, you really don't want Jack's forward in there. Mm. Yeah, no, 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 no. It wouldn't have. Oh, oh, I what? Well, what? Now I'm really confused. Like, what do you for mean? instance, like if if episode twenty, which was uh, Ben's flashback, right? Yeah. If that was Jack's flashback, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I would want that to be called like through the looking glass. Or oh, something. but then they don't they don't have the looking glass yet. But they don't have the looking glass yet. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, sure. and so that's the thing. It's like you. I don't think you can have you. You, you got to have the looking glass and Jack's flash forward together. Yeah. You know. I see. And maybe the idea is that they 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 decided to do the flash forward later in the season that wasn't their original plan. Yeah. And they were like, hey, instead of doing a Ben flashback at the end, let's move up Ben's flashback and we'll do this cool flash forward thing, and we'll you know just drop in all this stuff about the Looking Glass. We'll create you know that underwater station everyone's been rumoring about for for three seasons. You know, we'll give them that you know a secret underwater station called the Looking Glass. Yeah. Maybe that's what happened. Yeah. And then they can start doing the flash forwards and stuff. Yeah, it's it's plausible. Um, Yeah, I am curious about when and if they were going to introduce the flash forward element if they did Ben's thing for the finale. Um, uh, it's interesting, like, everybody was complaining when they switched it to Jack, but, like, I don't see a lot of complaints about what came out. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> it was really good. So, you know, oh, well, it wasn't Ben, but it was a good flashback. So, you know, it doesn't matter that it wasn't Ben. So, um, yeah, anyway, uh, uh, my point was supposed to be something I don't remember anymore. What was the point of all that? Oh, it was, it was something about it was. Some, I was supposed to. I was trying to speculate about the fact that the, they changed plans for the finale at some point, and maybe mm-hmm. that has something to do with why the the walkie got lost in the shuffle. Yeah, exactly. Because I think that walkie would have would have really come into play at something like you know the season finale. Yeah. Uh, when there's all kinds of action going on. Yeah. And it could have it could have given the lost season upper hand, but you know. They didn't need it the way that they wrote this one, so. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's the story with that. I don't know. So many things, so many things. So, um, uh, okay, so the next scene. Uh, you ready for the next scene? Oh, I'm ready. Okay, good. So, we're back to the Looking Glass station. Uh, Charlie tells Desmond to get the diving gear, and he'll, we'll, he will go put in the code. Oh, Charlie, please put on the diving gear before you put on the code. Nah. Please, please, guys, prepare for something to go wrong, you know, before something goes wrong. Please. If he needed you won't, to, will you? If he needed to put the diving gear on, then he would do it. But he doesn't, so he must not have needed to. Oh, this, there you go. That's a very uh, fatalist point of view. <laughs> yeah, um... 
Yeah. You know, it's it's all very whatever. I I know what you mean. It it seems like it seems like he could have easily lived if he had just taken a few measures. But um Yeah, yeah. I I, I want yeah, let's talk about this whole thing. Actually, there's a couple things before we get to his actual death. But at the same time, I'm torn because I love this whole thing. But uh, all right, so um, uh, so I guess I'm just gonna go through this scene, which is pretty long. It has a lot of stuff. Um, uh, Charlie asks Desmond if he ha- if he's had any flashes. Desmond says no. Um, <laughs> I I I love that because when I when I when I watched it, I said, "Oh, cool, no more flashes! Yay!" Like that means Charlie's not gonna die. Like you know, does like it's a good sign that Desmond's not getting any flashes of Charlie's death. Uh, and then of course in hindsight it's like, ooh, that means Charlie's dead then. <laughs> you know, because if, if he's not getting any flashes, that means he's gonna die. Oh, I see. You see what I'm saying? It's one yeah. of those things where you're like, cool, no flashes, but then you're like, oh no, wait, that's a bad thing. Yeah. Because if he would have gotten another flash, that means Charlie wasn't gonna die right now. Right. So I love how they did that because it comes off as a good thing, but you think about it, it's like, oh, that's bad. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. I didn't really think about it as bad. I I don't know. I didn't know what to do with that part. I thought mm-hmm. it was just like just checking in. Okay, no, all right, well, no problem. Carry <laughs> on. Um, I didn't I didn't think it was necessarily a uh, a uh, portent of death, but uh, but I guess it is. Yeah, and I think maybe Charlie, you know, kind of thought the same way that, you know, oh, that's good, you're not getting flashes, that means this is my time to die. Yeah. Right, so uh, so so they so they separate. Um, Charlie goes in to enter the code. Uh, he enters the code. Uh, uh groan. <laughs> So you really don't like this. Uh what I okay I take it you're so, not a fan of this idea. Um <laughs> this this whole like um uh code, you know, programmed by a musician thing. Uh you know, I, I like it on, on the sort of um, you know, level that like, oh, the idea is programmed by a musician and he's a musician, who better to crack this code, you know, great whatever, blah. Um, what, what I, what I take issue with is that he, he cracked it so quickly and, and he didn't know how the, the code worked, um, because there's 16 numbers on the pad. Um, are they separated by whole steps, half steps? What's the scale here? You know what I mean? Like in terms of what the tones are going to be, going down that road, huh? you know, that's, that's my point is how does he know? Is, is the difference between four and five a half step or a whole step or some other interval? Like, you know, how do you know? And he got it on the first try. You know, there was no like, oh, I pressed the wrong button, let me start over. You know, it was like, oh, here it is. That was simple. You know, and I'll give them a little credit because he did know that the first that the first number was a five, so he knew where to start at least, which yeah. was good. Yeah, that helped. Um, yeah, that helped a lot, but um, – but I just – it was weird. And that's the thing. I mean, once I think once he gets the first couple notes, he can kind of tell what the intervals are, and then he kind of figure out, okay, i got to go up two steps from this to the next note, so that will be this number. You know, so I'll give him – you know, as he's getting the code, I'm like, okay, it's getting more and more realistic. But, like, the idea that he, he could get the first couple without knowing how the code is actually, you know, programmed uh, in terms of, you know, the in terms of the musical scale or whatever – 
that's what I took issue with. I see. On the first try, man, too. I'm just like, wow, Charlie, first try. Mm. <laughs> Not a good job, Charlie. And, first try. And and he didn't know like how long, how many notes it was supposed to be. Is it the is it the whole chorus of the song? Is it the verse of the song? Like that was the thing. Like it just didn't make any sense. It was so vague. Like, oh, it's this Beach Boy song. Okay. Like you don't know which part it's supposed to be. You don't know if it's the melody part. Uh, I don't know if there's like a solo or something in the song. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's so vague, and he got it so easily and quickly. I, I just, you know, I don't buy that. But whatever. Yeah, I mean, this is a general audience thing. Most people watching this aren't going to know that much about music and aren't going to really worry about such issues like that. Um, but, so. you know, it's funny. It's it's kind of like, you know, we were talking earlier about the ringtones thing. It's like, you know, how does he know which part of the song that is that's the code? Yeah. You know, like she didn't say, "Oh, it's the it's the chorus or it's the verse." Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. No. No, he just guessed one of the parts, and uh, and it was right. Maybe the song only has one part. I don't know. I I don't even know the song. Yeah. But uh, it sounded like it was like one phrase of something. I don't know what. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounded like he got right to the end. Like the phrase was about to go back. Um, the way the end part happens. So, um, but uh, but as far as like the way the code works on the keys, you know, I think that's you know, eh. Uh, as far as him guessing what part of the song it is, well, yeah, that's a little that's a little impossible. Yeah. So um, so I understand your point, and then somewhat mocking this thing of oh, he's a musician, and so he gets to use his particular talents. Um, mm-hmm. To enter this code, which makes it it makes it more compelling for it to be Charlie to do this. Um, yeah, which uh, which I think also which I think maybe maybe makes what I what I what I was thinking um, earlier, like last week, I guess the the greatest hits um, about uh, about the point that if Desmond hadn't saved Charlie all those times, he wouldn't have been able to do this. Mm-hmm. So, like, was he really supposed to die those other times, you know? It calls into question that whole thing about, you know. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing, too. Like, if Charlie would have died before, who's to say that, you know, Desmond couldn't have swam down and actually got Bonnie to tell to tell him the code or something? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, or, you know, or, or maybe, you know, Mikhail, like, kills Bonnie and then Desmond kills Mikhail and then, like, Greta's still there and she decides to, you know tell him the code or something. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, you're right, though. It does call into question, you know, he was maybe Desmond was supposed to keep him alive a certain number of times until he gets to this point. But who's to say that, like, they won't get into another situation down the line <laughs> where where it'd be more important for Charlie to be here right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? How do you know this is the one? Yeah. Especially with your bad you... track record so far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's all very silly but um uh but yeah that that part made me wonder about that whole thing again and you know this whole thing with seeing the future and you know uh it's fate for you to die versus i'm gonna change it but you can't change it but i changed it you know <laughs> yeah like, it would have been it would have been a lot more fate and i probably way more way more ridiculous uh but 
more like, oh, this is fate. If it was like, if the song was you all, everybody, you know, <laughs> and Which then I really be like, weird because you know, you know what I mean. And then I would have been like, uh, you know, wow, like that's awesome that it's you all, everybody, and he know, and, you know, he knows the, every note in that song. So mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't, I totally believe he could, he could get that on the first try. Yeah, oh, <laughs> probably so. You know, he ought to know it. Even though his vocal version is totally different from the real version of the song. Oh, yeah. Hear. Yeah, like, his version is, like, this falsetto with a different rhythm. Like, you all, everybody. Like, if you actually hear the song, <laughs> it doesn't even sound like that. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's just, like, what he likes. I think he made that up in the pilot, you know, how to sing it. And they, mm-hmm. they tried to, like, write a song like that. And I don't know. They came up with something. And it doesn't quite fit, but... uh Anyway, yeah. uh, so, so so speaking of that, do you, so you think this code was programmed in like pretty recently, like recently enough that it could have been you all, everybody? Uh, not necessarily, uh, but I mean, I think it could have been. Um, I mean, I, I feel like the it was you know it's a Beach Boy song. That's what the fifties or something, 60s. or not the sixties, yeah. Uh, you know, I feel like. Um, I feel like it is. It, it was probably programmed when the, the station was originally uh, built. Uh, but it could have easily been programmed by, you know, you know, they brought someone fairly recently to the island and, and, and they changed the code or something. And mm-hmm. that's why, you know, they could have made it you all, everybody, which would have been way more ridiculous. But, you know, the more ridiculous the coincidence, the more it's like fate. You know? Yeah. So it's like it's a it's sort of a balancing act there. Um, so, you know, you got to find the, the good middle ground. Mm hmm. But no, I think it was uh I think it was programmed uh when Dharma was first there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I assume. The song's old <laughs> enough that it could have been. It's a very long code. It's yeah, like it the is. longest code I've ever seen. <laughs> it's a long, long code. It is, yeah. Just to cut like a jamming signal off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a long code. <laughs> that's a long code. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and by she, I mean Bonnie. Of course you do. Oh, Bonnie. Oh, Bonnie. You Bonnie. know, I really thought she was going to be around longer. Because, um, mm-hmm. uh, just because of that actress, you know, I, I remember I recognized her from Six Feet Under, and I just, you know, I thought they would give her a meatier part than, you know, a two-episode, barely two-episode. Yeah. Um, she was. She had a cameo in the last one. Yeah. But I guess since this was two hours, she got, you know, maybe two episodes worth of material. Yeah. Out there. But, uh, yeah, I didn't, I really didn't know what to think about them when I originally saw them. I, I didn't necessarily think they were going to die, but I didn't think they were not going to die. I, I don't know. I was, I was completely, I, I don't know anything. So, um, I don't have anything good to add to that. Um, Apparently. <laughs> but, you know, they were, yeah, they were just, they were one-off characters. What are you going to do? Um, very strange. Strange, strange, strange. So, anyway, um, uh, that's the whole thing with the code. Um, so, he enters the code. Uh, like you said, first try, you know. You yeah. say, whatever, Charlie. I say, nice job, Charlie. <laughs> um, I say nice job too, but I still say whatever. <laughs> okay, you say nice job, but mutter whatever under your breath. And, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I won't add anything. But um, 
So uh, so then uh, he uh, he's about to leave. I guess the light the light goes off, right? Um, and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't write that down. Um, and then uh, uh, then as he's leaving, <laughs> what? And then as he's leaving, he hears a sound, um, and uh, he turns tap around. tap. He's, Tap tap tap. You know that sounds like the tapping of a grenade against the against the window. Oh, but this isn't that, that sound. Sounds. This is a different sound. Oh, <laughs> that hasn't happened about? yet. Um, this is the sound of an incoming transmission light flashing. Oh, uh, it made a little sound too. Um, so uh, so the incoming transmission lights flashing. Um, so Charlie goes over to investigate. He sees what it is. He presses the button, and uh, up on the screen there appears uh, Penny Widmore. Penelope Widmore yeah. at our service. <laughs> and like I don't know what we're supposed to think that she like just happened to be <laughs> sitting no, in transmission. No, 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 no. We're not supposed to think she just happened to be. No, not at all. Please, so please. We're we're supposed to think, please. We're, I think we're, <laughs> I hate to tell people what we're supposed to think. No, no, no. What I, I think, know, okay, I know what you're gonna say. I think. Go ahead. Sorry. Okay. I was gonna say it's it, it, that she's been trying to send this message. It's on like auto dial. It's on constant, you know, transmission. And as soon as the other end was activated, she and Charlie pressed the button. You know, her end on her end, you know, beep beep beep, connection activated or something. And so that's why she went and sat down, and and she was there. Oh, that wasn't what I thought you were going to say at all. Um, <laughs> you don't know me at all. Sir. I really don't. I, what I, what I thought you were going to say is we're supposed to think like you know she's the one like trying to rescue them, you know, ostensibly. So you know, so she's like standing by, you know, because they're. Oh rescue is imminent or something like i guess i thought nope. that's, that's where you're going with that but i guess not um so so are you imagining she's like at home you know in england or wherever it is she lives scotland and uh and uh she's just like mo- you know moseying around the house and like they you know she just hears this thing and then runs in there to talk to charlie is um it- yeah that's the thing i mean she there's there's what her the background looks like a library to me um you mm-hmm. know it's got these books and all this wood and stuff and it doesn't seem like, you know, I, I guess it could be an office type thing, but it seems like a, you know, like a home, a grand home library. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I just don't, I, I feel like, yeah, she's at home somewhere uh, or, I mean, even she is at an office, you know, but it's, um, yeah, I, I think she was, it was just sort of on auto, you know, and, and she was, to me, the biggest question is why was she, you know, how is she even sending a transmission to this place? How oh, does yeah. it even work? You know, and uh, you know, but I, I think it was it was just kind of the thing where she's been trying to send a transmission for a long time, and uh, and then you know she was alerted when when the transmission was going through. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it, it, it does seem like the perfect timing, but I just don't want to believe that. Uh, yeah, she like she just sat down for in. her daily transmission or something. Mm-hmm. Oh look, what what great timing! You're there, I'm here. Yeah, it's great. I just uh, finished my tea and crumpets and uh, decided to try to buzz old Dez. And um, lo and behold, I uh, 
ran into a what, is, what did they call each other? Oh, uh, Mancunian. Uh, Mancunian. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> uh, quite a quite a term there. So, um, Finney's video looks fake too. <laughs> Like, that background just looks fake. It's got, like, this, like, map and a globe and, like, it just looks fake. Like, I don't know. It just looks like a set to me. It, it reminded me of the Star Trek thing where they talk to people mm-hmm. on the screen, you know. And it, it always seems, seems like, like the production values for the other side of the screen are way lower than the... Like, if you, if you, if you like, pan the camera to the left, you'll see, like, a boom guy. Yeah. Or you'll see a light or something, you know. It's just, like, they just built, they built just enough set for that one frame. Yeah, like, because it's you a know? static shot, like, mm-hmm. in that one location. And, like, don't move it an inch or you'll see the facade. And she's, like, she's staring straight ahead, like, into the camera, mm-hmm. you know, which always makes it weird. You know, because it's not like she's on like a laptop or somewhere she's looking down or something where she's kind of you know it's like a like a like a camera she's looking into that's posted somewhere. She's looking straight ahead, eye level. You know, like yeah. You know, it's just it's just very like you know uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Contrived. Uh yes, good, perfect word. Yeah, I mean she's got like full video transmission. Like you think she's seeing Charlie too? Like I mean, how far yeah, does this go? I think she is. I, it makes it seem like she's seeing Charlie. It does, and I'm like, man, wow, Dharma, nice. You had this whole like video phone thing going back yeah. in the seventies, and it wasn't even. It's not even black and white because no. I think all the monitors we've seen before are black and white. Mm-hmm. And this was in color. Oh, it was like faded color. It just seemed like a fifty. It just it just seemed old. It seemed yeah. old and fake. But uh <laughs> double offensive. Are you um, suggesting it's not the real penny, but in fact a clone? I think it's smoky. Oh it's smoky, of course. It's always smoky. Yeah, he's always up to something. She's always up to something. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> How dare I? It's smoke E, not smoke O. That's so <laughs> It's the female form, please. Oh God, smoke O. <laughs> if it was a, if it was a male smoke monster, it'd be smoke O. <laughs> Yikes. Um, that's frightening. I think smokey is short for smokina, please. Oh, okay. Of course. Um, there's no way, there's no way Penny should be seeing Charlie, but that's how it comes off. Yeah. There's no way there should be. It seems like she sees Desmond, like when he's running to the thing at the end. It seems like she like saw him about to run in there. Oh yeah? Yeah. Like I was looking at the expression on her face, like when he gets the door slammed in his face and it looked to me like she saw him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, I mean, he definitely saw her. Yeah. I can yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's kind of like, like, oh, Desmond, no! And yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, whatever. I don't know what we're supposed to believe. Maybe she's just getting audio and it just looks like it's video. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I just don't even know how she's sending that transmission. Like, it's crazy. Because if it's a, if it's a radio transmission, then anyone could probably pick it up. You yeah. Know? I mean, I'm not a communications expert, but uh, well. you know. <laughs> My understanding of how radio transmissions work, you know, as long, if you got the frequency, you can pick it up. Um, 
you know, and if it's like a satellite thing, it's like how does she know the right spot to send it to? Um, you know, can you even send a video signal over a radio? I mean, uh, I don't even know if you can do that. I, I don't think you can. I don't know. Maybe not. Well, I, I guess I guess TV signals are those are. Are those radio waves? I they don't have know. To be. Maybe they have to be. Okay, I don't. TV know. signals have to be radio. I mean, what else? I mean, the electromagnetic spectrum only has so many things on there. Yeah, they're not X-rays. They're not gamma rays. They're not UV rays. Uh, it's not visible light, <laughs> or we would see it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's not infrared light. It's um, what else is on there? That's it. Radio waves and. Um, what else is on the spectrum? I, I'm I am no spectrum expert. <laughs> um, uh, uh, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, you pick them up with an antenna. Radio TV has to be radio waves, okay. some form of radio waves. Um, so presumably well, she could be sending a video signal like that. Yeah, that's how she's doing uh, it. But can, but can she send it that far? Presumably she's like in England or Europe somewhere, uh, yeah. Scotland or England. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, can you send a radio wave that far? You know, not by conventional means. Yeah. No, not by conventional means. Um, she's using something weird to get this done. Yeah. Um, Unless, like, unless your thing is true and it's some kind of double reverse thing, she really is on the boat and some kind of weird shit like that. Um, yeah, oh, like, she's on the boat, but she's just lying when she says she's not on the boat? Yeah. Why is that my thing? Did I say that? Well, yeah, earlier you were suggesting, like, maybe this really is Penny's boat, and then we'll find that out next season. Oh, Okay. Well, I I I'd buy that it's Penny's boat, but I don't. I wouldn't buy that she would lie that it to say that it's. Well, that's. Yeah, I don't know how I can reconcile those two things. Um, I don't think she's on the boat. Can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. Yeah. I don't think she's on the boat. Okay. Uh, oh, I don't know that thing I that thing I was saying about uh, uh, what boat? Do you mean the ship I got out there? <laughs> Right. You mean the freighter I sent? Yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, I'll bet that. That's probably that thing I said. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I don't I don't have a crocodile, but I have an alligator. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, yeah, um, right. I was just trying to, like, I don't know, combine that with your theory somehow where, uh, where she's close by. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't believe that at all, really. But uh, yeah, I can't, I don't believe she's on the boat or ship or whatever it is. But it is crazy to send that from the UK. I mean, that's a long way away from the South Pacific. Um, yeah, I feel like they're they're doing something. That I feel like the writers don't really know how satellite communications work. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, <laughs> I say I say that like I'm an expert. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but you know what I mean. Like they're they're kind of misusing how the sat phone really works and everything. Um, to begin with, so maybe they're just assuming you can just kind of send a signal however you want to, and they're not really taking in consideration the logistics of the of how that that technology works, and yeah. they're they're kind of thinking it's just a satellite communication thing or something. Mm-hmm. So you can be anywhere in the world. Yay! Yay! 
Uh, and that's the thing too. I mean, should we should we talk about this whole Penny thing, Widmore thing? Who who's really behind it? Who's behind what? What's behind who? <laughs> what's behind door number three? Uh, I mean, because like with Penny, okay. Um, how is she funding this research? I mean, this research, this rescue uh, mission, uh, and and I'm not really I'm not referencing the Naomi thing particularly. I'm just saying in general, she's obviously trying to rescue uh, Desmond. Yeah. Uh, we know she's 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 got those Brazilian scientists doing some stuff with that. Um, how is she funding this? Presumably with her money that she has a lot of. Her money from. From her daddy, I guess. From her daddy, because she ain't got no job. She never worked <laughs> but a day she, in her uh, life. When she talked to Desmond, you know, she had that line, with enough money and determination you can find anyone. True. Uh, okay. So, yeah, um, but I don't think it's her money. So, um, well, yeah, I mean, it's her money in the sense that I think her dad's giving it to her. <laughs> I don't think okay, she's but dealing my... it. But, yeah, no, 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 but that's my point. That's my point is, okay, if if if, if Charles Whitmore is uh, mm-hmm. giving her this money, then, then okay, what do you think about the idea that he's the one trying to find the island? Like, he doesn't, he doesn't like, want his daughter even seeing Desmond to begin with, you know, so why would he be giving her money to fund, you know, potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars or however much it's going to cost, you know? Um, I guess I have the impression he didn't know about it. Like, this is, this is, he was unaware that Penny was doing this. But, okay, but then how do you reconcile that, you know, she, he's obviously giving her a substantial amount of money for this. Is, is he just not asking where this money's going? Like, why do you need X amount of dollars all of a sudden since Desmond's missing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's a good liar. Uh, she's come up with some weird excuse. Uh, uh, or maybe she gets, like, an automatic allowance and she doesn't have to, like, explain where her money's going. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have a great answer for that, but I, I just had the impression that, that, that he didn't necessarily know um, about it. I would I would go um, I would buy that only to 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 a small extent. Uh, you know, Charles Woodmore seems like the kind of person who uh, you know he's a big powerful businessman, and I think he's you know in, into some, some some sinister stuff. And I think it, you know, he would be concerned about what his daughter's doing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and and pre- presumably find out very easily what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and but and I will also, on the other hand, I will buy that maybe she uh, had a trust fund or something, you know. So when she turned, you know, twenty-one or whatever, she got a you know substantial amount of money and she saved it, and maybe she does still get an allowance or something. So maybe she's funding this herself and the money that he gave her and. You know, like you said, she doesn't really have to explain anything because this is kind of her money. Uh, she's just, like, spending all of that. But, uh, you know, how much would that really be, you know? Uh, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Presumably a lot. Um, so I would buy that. I would buy she had a trust fund or something, and that's that's what she could be using or something like that. Um, what do you think about – okay, so what do you think about – Widmore's involvement in in trying either trying to find the island or something. I guess right now my best guess for Naomi's people is that he's behind that. Okay. Um, that's uh, that he that maybe he you know Penny didn't tell him but he found out about her operation. Um, 
and uh and he want I don't see I don't even know what's going on really. Um you know, did why does Penny think Desmond's on this island? Why does she even know about the island in the first place? You know, my original theory was that she found out because of Charles Widmore. Um, you know, he knows about the island um because Widmore has some connection to the island. Um the mm-hmm. only the only connection with the island like in terms of um you know, I think in terms of the show, Woodmore doesn't have a connection with the island. But, yeah, we don't. We haven't heard anything about the connection, his connection to the island. The, the, the only, show. the only connection to the island that that I'm aware of is from the Lost Experience stuff, where they indicate that Woodmore um, did the construction for Dharma on the island. Mm-hmm. So, um, and of course, Woodmore, you know, has multiple parts, and how much was Charles involved and all that? I don't, I don't know. Well. But, uh, <laughs> Here's a question. Uh, I mean, there's a lot to talk about here, but here's the question. If, if Widmore, the Widmore Corporation, did the construction on the island, wouldn't they know where the island is? You know, you'd think so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, especially high, that was a heavy, heavy-duty construction job. I mean, they're building sure. underwater facilities. You know, they're building they're building underground facilities. I wouldn't want to work um, on the crew with all that. No, personally. no. Polar bears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess on. not. I guess the polar bears aren't loose yet. Hopefully not. Um, but um, nevertheless, um, you would think uh, that that they would that he would know where this island was, or at least have access to information. Now, maybe you could say they knew they could get to the island before the incident, you know, and that he's been ever, ever you know, after the incident, which made the island invisible or whatever. Um, Oh, that yeah, he's whole been thing. trying. To, yeah, that whole thing back back when that stuff was oh, important. Oh God! Oh uh, God! Yeah, don't forget about that. So maybe you know it got it became invisible, and then you know then that's when he was trying. He's been trying to find it since then or thereabouts. Um, uh, presumably now it's visible again. I believe that's what Carlton and Damon said after the fell safe. Yeah, uh, yeah. Was turned. It's visible again. Um, but it's not too visible. Not too visible where you can easily find it, apparently. Um, because, you know, someone like Widmore who has, you know, access to, re- you know, a- extraordinary resources, um, you know, he can have he can have a couple satellites, you know, taking pictures of that area looking for land masses yeah. uh, and very easily spot it as long as there isn't any, like, crazy supernatural, you know, things that are, obscuring the island for, you know, conventional detection. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Carlton and Damon said the island is visible now, but it's apparently not too visible, uh, like you said, because you think people would be able to find it a lot easier. Yeah. Especially since it seems like people are looking for it. And it seemed like from Naomi's story that, like, it wasn't that easy to find. Like, Yeah, and they didn't even – Naomi, you know, I think she said something about that they – that they had surveyed the area or something, and they just thought it was all water. Yeah. Uh, something to that effect, and, and she was surprised that there was land there. It was like the island just appeared or something, and, mm-hmm. then, they, and then they crashed. And, you know, yeah, it was. Uh, it made it seem like the island's kind of still kind of hidden. And and don't forget that whoever is still doing the supply drops, however that's still working. Is I that mean, still happening? Maybe the last <laughs> one's over. I mean, even if the last one's over, like there's there has to be information in somebody's database or file somewhere what the coordinates are to do the drop. You know, so Man, that information is out there. Oh, God. Yeah, right. But, oh, God. 
Oh, that stuff is still around too. It's not even like answered yet. No, it's not. <laughs> well, well, yeah. What's the supply drop? Was it connected to the lockdown? All that nonsense is still like lingering. Um. <laughs> wow. Wow. We've moved on. <laughs> Other things yeah, to we worry have. about now. Um, but yeah, it's a fair point. I mean, if they got to drop it, they should know where the fucking island is. Yeah. Um, you know, to be able to drop, you know, food in the right place and all that. Um, and, uh, you know, especially if they're getting specific with locations, I mean, God, they should really know what's going on on the island. Um, and who are these people? I don't know. Who are these people? (laughs) Yeah. And, and, um, so that's the thing. It it seems like it seems like if Whitmore really wants to find the island, he there's there's evidence to say he really should already know where it is. And then even if it was invisible at some point, it's not supposed to be visible invisible anymore. Why can't he find it? Uh, what does he want on the island? What does he want the island for? I mean, um, I mean, I can, I can see a situation where you know. Hanzo or Dharma, you know, they they had him, you know, they had his company, you know, do the construction, but didn't really tell him, you know, why they weren't were trying to get, be on this island and, uh, you know, or, you know, the real reasons, you know, why they were there. And maybe he found out later. Um, but uh, I feel like, I feel like the if, if Woodmore is trying to find the island, um, then it then has to be something connected to Jacob. Um, I feel like you know the, whoever the bad guys are, they're trying to you know harness Jacob's power or something like that. Uh, yeah. Because that's you know that's the only thing that's interesting about the island anymore. I mean you know Dharma you know they were interested in electromagnetism, but that's gone apparently. I guess. Um, yeah. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. You know um, I think I think on the on the the. Lost the answer special uh, mm-hmm. where they they had clips and they uh, uh, narrated narrated by Kyle McLaughlin by the way. Um, oh really? Yeah, that's a that's weird. Why? I don't know. He got the job somehow. It's weird. Um, and he's totally doing a narrator voice. It's it's kind of hard to tell it's him sometimes. But um, I like uh, Kyle. I do too, but you know, uh, haven't seen him do a lot for a while. But um, hey, Sex in the City. Sex in the City. Excuse me, excuse me. Yes, I know he's on plenty of TV, but not any that I've watched. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> anyway, they uh, they also have Damon and Carlton talking about stuff, um, and in there, um, I believe they they state that we are supposed to believe that. Uh, the fact that Desmond turned the failsafe key actually did like avert a global catastrophe. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That we're that we're really supposed to believe but the, that. But the Pearl video says it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. <sighs> wow. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. I just wanted to you bring that up because. That makes me think that the real experiment was the people in the Pearl and that the test was to see what would people do if they're told that other people that they're watching have to press a button that saves the world, but it really doesn't. 
uh, and, and they're they're they were analyzing the people in the pearl uh, yeah. to see if if they would either would buy into that or how they would react to that if they would maybe believe it despite the fact that they're told it's not true. Um, yeah, that's what I want to believe now that the experiment was the if there was an experiment it was in the pearl. Yeah, you know because they had a camera watching them. Right. So. And I think and then, we speculated that at some point. Uh, yeah, and then you know, then you you couple that with um, the fact that the 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 tubes, the pneumatic tubes, didn't seem to you know, no one picked them up for a while. Yeah, uh, like that. that was either yeah, due to the purge, or that was either due to. Uh, oh, that's interesting. I got to come back to that. Um, or maybe you know they didn't pick them up because like what they were writing down was useless. Mm-hmm. Because that wasn't what it was. That wasn't important. Mm-hmm. But I was gonna say, you know, if if nobody picked them up because, like, you know, the purge happened and you know no one was there to drive around to to pick them up, literally because they were dead. Yeah. Uh, that means that there were still people in the pearl, you know, writing and doing that stuff for a really long time because for, they were for a, a while. Tubes. So at some point. They must have gotten out of there and said, you know, something's wrong, something's going on, we haven't been relieved, we haven't been able to contact our, our, our you know, supervisors or whatever, and then they, have, then they come out and have to deal with the fact that everybody's dead. Yeah. That'd be an interesting flashback. Yeah, it would. You know, what, would, what happens, who are those two guys, and what did they do? Did they join, did they join the others? Did they get killed? <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. I never really thought about that. Um, the other weird thing that we talked about is, you know, the Pearl was a was a short, like, temporary assignment, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It seems like, and the Swan was too, but, like, not as short, but still temporary. And uh, that whole thing of, you know, it seems like they would talk to each other, you know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, but your shit's an experiment. And... No, 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 no. Our video said it's real, but no, no. Our video said it's not. <laughs> it's just uh, and do you do you see that that Marvin Candle? No, you know, but um, I did see this guy, uh, Mark Wickman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah, I don't know. It must have been weird. Wait, wait, did your guy look like the guy from the orientation video when we first got to the island? Yeah. Yeah, he, you know, he does. Uh, <laughs> and that would be really bad if he identified himself as, like, one or the other, whatever, in that one. And then mm-hmm. they go to the station and he calls himself something else. Yeah. What are you doing? You're crazy, Mark. Yeah. I, it's really interesting. It, it seems like, you know, Dharma wasn't perfect. <laughs> yeah. They really didn't have it all together. Yeah, it wasn't um, airtight. There was, uh, you know, I guess I had the impression of, like, people going to these stations, not, like, being in a central location, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just shipped off to their stations, and there were, there were no interaction, you know, mm-hmm. um, which would make it easier to, like, keep the secrets of what was going on. And they were shipping in fresh people. And I just had, from what we saw in Man Behind the Curve, like, I had a completely different picture of what Dharma days were like. Yeah. I mean, really, oh, it really makes that um, really strange. The other thing we could maybe um, hypothesize is maybe after – after their stint in uh either station they were they were sent to the hydra and brainwashed 
Oh yeah, there's always that. That's that's a good point. You know, maybe made made them to forget what they experienced, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because um, well, that's the other weird thing. That video seemed to be Dharma created. Mm-hmm. Um, it had um, it had the Hanzo in there, and it had the Degurt in there. Um, but then it also had the Jacob reference. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know what we're supposed to. Are we supposed to think the others made that? That's kind of a weird thing too. I think we are. They like cut together a brainwash film. Like who did that? I want to meet that guy. Rosinski. Oh, <laughs> it's Rosinski. I mean, he cut together the uh, the Swan orientation film. He's quite, you know, he cut film out of that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He did. So and we'll never know why he did that. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> he cut out the weirdest part. I know. It's it's it seems so inconsequential. Like, why bother, Zinsky? What are you doing? Just leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Oh God! Wow, there's so many things on this show. Like, there's too many things on this show. Like for every mystery we talk about, there's like there's probably like ten we're not even like gonna mention in this podcast. Oh yeah. I mean, wow, wow. So, um, the point is supposed to be this Penny Widmore thing. Um, uh, I don't really know. I, 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 New Year's Justin is no help here. Um, and I, I just don't have a good theory about what's really going on. Um, uh, well, I think, I think New Year's Justin, you know, I think the New Year's Justin approach would be that, um, it's not Penny's boat, that Naomi's not who she seems to be, and that there's other there's someone else who yeah. is, you know, trying to get on the island for sinister purposes oh. and that Penny's thing is, you know, a separate thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Year's Justin's got that. New, I was yeah, trying to I like you can't up, go any further. I was trying to hit up New Year's Justin for a full theory. Yeah, no, no, no. That's the thing. You can only go. You can only. The thing about New Year's Justin approach, you can only go as far as they give you the stuff. You know. Yeah. And if you extrapolate, then you're not being New Year's Justin. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, because uh, all that stuff I agree with, but I don't know. I don't know how to take it further. I don't know how to say what's going on with Penny and who's really behind this other group and, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, do, you, do you have a theory about that? Um, you know, I mean, basically my idea is, is that, uh, I mean, I guess I just believe basically that, uh, I mean, what do you mean specifically? I mean, I mean, how this all fits together. You know, Penny's got her search. There's this other group. You know who are they? Okay, behind this that. Is what, this is what I think is going on. Okay. This is this is this is from the evidence and extrapolation and 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 wishful thinking. Healthy <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. dose of all three. Um, I think that Penny has her own search. She's looking for Desmond. Okay. Yeah. I think, and then I think Whitmore has his own uh, group of people who are who he has specifically searching for the island. Now, I think that. Between Penny and and Widmore, I think there was some transfer of information, maybe secretly between each. That um, because I think I think on Widmore's side, you know, he he was in charge of the solo race, and so he would have he would have had sort of a map uh, of uh, of Desmond's course, right? 
which I'm sure Penny had access to also, and so did anyone else who was trying to find Desmond, you know, the Coast Guard, whoever would be looking for him in a situation like that. Yeah. They, they, would, they would know the general area which, you know, he was last spotted and where, the, you know, the, the winds and the currents and everything would have taken him. And so they could, they could find a reasonable area that they should be searching in. Mm-hmm. And I think that Penny uh, has found out that, you know, her dad uh, – and this is this. I don't know if this is if I really believe this, but I'm thinking we might find out that Penny uh, discovered that her dad is also searching in this area too. Um, and uh, and I think it's it's sort of a coincidence that they're both searching for something in the same area. But of course, it's not really a coincidence because he happens to be on the island. Yeah. But um, so I think that's what's going on. I think uh, I Maybe think Penny has her. Yeah, I think Penny. I think Penny has her own. Uh, definitely has her own thing going on. And I think once she, um, I guess my point is they have their own separate thing. But I think, I think that there's some transfer of information between the two sides. You know, Widmore spying on his daughter, or you know, paying people to tell him stuff about what his daughter's doing. Because I think that. When she, when her group of people discovered the the electromagnetic dispersed you know um, whatever from anomaly. the inf- anomaly from the failsafe, I think that helped him figure out where the island that helped Whitmore figure out where the island was, you know. And I don't think she necessarily knew what to do with that. Although he did say like we found it, blah blah blah. Um, so it could have been something like you know Penny found out that, you know, her dad is trying to find this island that's got weird uh, magnetic properties and anomalies, blah, blah, blah. And so she used that information for her team to help track down where Desmond might be. So it's like they're kind of – the information's going back and forth sort of secretly maybe between the two of them. Yeah. You know, she's she's peeking into his files or something, and he's, like, paying people to steal her stuff or, you know, stuff like that. Uh, I really think something like that is going on. Um, and uh, but I think they they have their own separate thing going on, I, and I think at this point, yeah, Widmore is trying to find the island, and that Naomi um, is one of his people. Although I think she's just doing a job; she doesn't really know what's going on. Oh, uh, I think she's I don't think she's higher enough up on the uh, on the pay scale to really know what's going on. Mm. Yeah, did that answer your question? <laughs> it certainly did. Certainly did. That was pretty pretty good. Um. I, I think I think that's the kind of thing I would want to say if I tried to come up with a theory. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's the sense I get. Um, um, and you you know you did what I probably would have done, which is you know you don't exactly know how it's all working. So um, yeah, kind of the general sense that there's there's information flow between the two somehow. Yeah, I think I think there there needs to be some sort of information flow because like you know. I think that Penny's going to find out stuff during her thing, and, De- and Widmore's going to already know stuff because of his relationship with, you know, the contracts on the island and all that stuff. Right. Um, you know, and I, I can see her finding out that he, he, you know, that he built all this stuff in this secret place, and yeah. and then nobody really knows the location to, and that, um, you know, and, oh, and then my other point is that, um, you know, she's going to be able, she's going to know the general area where Desmond, you know, might have, his boat might have crashed or he might have drowned or died or whatever. So she's got this search pattern, this grid, and she may have found out 
from, you know, stealing her dad's files or something or some of his information that that happens to correlate to this mysterious island, Mm -hmm. you know. So she decides, okay, maybe this is, you know, this island with this magnetic properties is in the same area where Desmond could be. He could be on this island. So that's why she decides to pursue that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um... I think At least that's what Greg Nations told me. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, that's what Carlton and Damon emailed me a couple minutes ago. Right, you know. of course. I don't know course. if it's true or not. They just said it was. Aren't you going to meet them for dinner next Friday? I am, I am. Talk about the future of the I really, show. I really could, like, I live in L.A. I really could go stalk them. Yeah, man. I, I could like go like seen them by now, but I guess right. I could go like kidnap one of them and like tie them up <laughs> and like force them to tell oh, me no. what's going on. <laughs> Am I? Is that illegal to make threats like that? <laughs> well, as long as you don't mean it, right? You don't really mean it. No, no, I don't mean it per se. It's humor, folks. It's humor. <laughs> it's humor. Although I wouldn't mind spending about an hour to figure out how I might plan such a thing. <laughs> no, um, one, no one ever got hurt with a little joke, right? Come no on, one got hurt with a little joke. Um, <laughs> We're uh, all fine. We're all fine. That would be, yeah, that'd, that'd be bad. But, man, I would totally get some answers. Yeah, it'd be like a like a <laughs> slightly different version of misery. Yeah, I'd start punching them in the face. Tell me what the whispers are about. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that'd be great. That'd be great. It's Vincent Smokey. I said it's Vincent Smokey. <laughs> Give me that answer. I'm gonna ask you this one more time. Exactly. I'm gonna ask you this one more time. Is Mikhail really dead now? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> tell me who's in the coffin right now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, God, you could you could spend a lot of time in an interrogation if you actually had right. Time. I should record it and uh, put it in a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> so the fans can hear. <laughs> That'd be the biggest spoiler ever. Oh my Big God. spoiler podcast ever. Wow. Yeah, I think you you beat every spoiler like yeah. ever with that one. Damon Lindelof tortured and spoilers revealed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's. <laughs> and you know, I'm glad you said Damon because I think he'd be easier to crack. Yeah, I uh, definitely would go for Damon. Definitely would go for Damon. <laughs> <laughs> but somehow, yeah. I think Carlton would would be would be slower. Carlton's older. I think he's hard. You know, he's harder to crack. He's a bigger guy too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't want to try to take him down. Uh, I'd go for Damon. I'd definitely go for Damon. Yeah, me too. If I were to do it, which I won't. I won't, and I wouldn't. How dare you? How dare you people out there insinuate we would do such a thing? Although I do live in L.A., and they can't live that far from me. (laughs) Uh, The city's only so big. Yeah, that's true. It it is a finite size. (laughs) It is. um, (laughs) We can all agree on that. Uh, If you had enough time, you could just go everywhere. If you have enough time and money, you can find mm-hmm. anyone. That's right. <laughs> uh, what did she say? 
Money and dedication. I think money and determination. Determination. Okay. Yeah. What did I say? Time and time, time and money. money. I think. Yeah. I think it's time and money. Time and money. That's what you really. Yes, need. Dedication comes later. Mhm. Mhm. All you need is the time and the money. That's it, huh? Okay. That's it. That'll do. That'll do. Speaking of time. So, uh, speaking of time, what do you mean? I don't know. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. At this point, we've been podcasting for 50 hours. That was a segue. Um, um, well, well, there's, uh, I mean, I, we can harp on this whole subject for a long time. Oh, forever. No, we can we can move on. I think we I think we got we got into that pretty deep. Okay, I think we stated a couple of of points and uh, things to ponder. So yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's interesting to note that uh, that as of now, you know, we don't we don't stand very much farther along with understanding what's going on with Penny and her search and stuff um, mm-hmm. versus the season two finale uh, where uh, hey. it was introduced. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, we're definitely in the next step of that, but how many steps are there, you know, yeah, is the question. Right. I think we might be closer to figuring out what's going on with Naomi's rescue mission than, than, than Penny's. Definitely. Uh, so, but, yeah, I agree. I hope I hope we're close. But, man, we waited a whole year for, for the next part of this Penny story. Yeah. You know, a whole yeah. season. I mean, it seems even... like the Naomi thing was developing that. Yeah, um, you know, it seemed like she was a part of that. So, um, so first I thought, you know, but then with the reveal in this episode, you know, it makes it seem like um, she's not. But if it's really Charles Woodmore, then they are related. Mm-hmm. It's not specifically her search team, but they're only there, you know. the The fact that they're there is related to Penny doing her search. So I can totally see a scene. When when Penny finds out that Widmore that her dad has been been you know sort of secretly trying to find this island and and then he totally plays it off like he's been trying to find uh trying to find Desmond too. Mm. Well, why didn't you just tell me, Father, that you oh, were no. looking for him? Don't ask that. You know, and then it's a uh, you know because I you know something because if I told um, you, you never would have. Something yeah, so I did, oh oh, I didn't want to give you false hope. There you go. There you work. go. But you don't. But you don't even like Desmond. But I know that you like him, oh. and it makes me happy when you're happy. And that's all. Yeah, that's that matters, right? man. You can you can you can have people say anything. <laughs> and you like, say anything. No way he means that. No way he uh, means it at all. He's just totally playing it off. Yeah, like come on, man. Whatever. Penelope, all that I care about is your happiness. <laughs> of course you do, Daddy. Of course you do. Of course. Of course. Sorry. So we're still in the middle of this scene. I guess. Yeah. Um, there's plenty more to happen here. Um, but uh, we went on a penny side track. So, um, uh, right. So back in here. So Penny comes on the screen. You know, it sort of slowly fades in, and uh, Charlie Charlie tells her who he is and that he's from Flight A15, Oceanic Flight A15, the famous flight, and uh, and that the island's in the South Pacific where he is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. Uh, now she knows there's a connection between Desmond and this crashed plane. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I was glad he got that out there. Um, 
in time. So anyway, um, uh, then Penny identifies herself, you know, Penelope Whitmore, and uh, mm-hmm. Charlie recognizes her name, and, uh, you know, from when Desmond told him about her, and then Charlie calls her Desmond. Um, Penny verifies that she heard that Desmond's there, so now she, <laughs> yeah. uh, so now she knows that her that he's alive, yeah, and that uh, you know he's on this island. Yeah, exactly. So she's you know her search is is doing the correct thing, I guess. Uh, Although I thought like Charlie might say when she he's like you know Desmond, did you say Desmond? Desmond Hume? Yes, Desmond. You know, just to really verify. Oh. But uh, but I think we're because you know Desmond. It's not you know it's a name. People have that name. Yeah. But um, I think uh, I think we are supposed to believe that they saw it. He definitely saw her on the screen. Oh yeah. I think we're supposed to believe she saw him too, just to verify that it's the real Desmond. Mm-hmm. Not like Desmond Carter, some random person on the island. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Oh, this isn't the Desmond you wanted? What oh. happened? I thought, I thought he said... This isn't this is the, this is the... Oh. Hello, I'm Desmond Carter. Um, oh, I'll, be, I'll yes. be your boyfriend from now on. <laughs> uh, why is he a computer scientist? I don't know. He's a nerd. No offense to computer scientists. Yeah, I guess that was a nerd voice. Hmm. Um... Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Just uh, so anyway, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just just go to the name. Just gloss over it. Don't I can't explain it. my actions, so yeah. I just have to move on and hope that it all makes sense in the end. So, um, uh, so Charlie asks, uh, no, no, no. Uh, Penny Penny verifies that it's Desmond. Charlie says the Desmond is fine when she asks about him, and then Charlie asks about Naomi's boat. Penny says, she's not on a boat. And who's Naomi? Well, who's Naomi? <laughs> Which, you know, we talked about that. Um, that's kind of curious because uh, Naomi already specifically said she never met Penny. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, she really shouldn't know her anyway. But um, yeah. nonetheless, uh, this, is, this seems to be a revelation. It, yeah, like I said, I think it's, it's, a, it's, it's uh, a red herring, you know, or false information. And Desmond's going to go back thinking it's not Penny's boat, and and he's going to go tell Jack and the gang that, and they're going to believe Ben uh, that 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 uh, Naomi is the bad guys when they when they're going to be the good guys. Oh, okay. Um, you really think yeah. that's going to happen? I do. I really do. I think they're going to pass up their chance to get rescued by the good guys, and then I think the real bad guys are going to come, and then they'll have to like band together or something to really defeat the bad, the real bad guys or something. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, I just that's the only way I see this going. I mean, because like you said, they don't. Penny doesn't know. I mean, because that's just the way. I mean, but what else is going to happen with that information? Right. I mean. Desmond, Desmond is thinking, okay, it's not Penny's boat, which means Naomi's, you know, Naomi's not with Penny, right? Yeah. What is he going to do with that information, but help, but use that to help corroborate what Ben said, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's what's going to happen, but I guess I, I think it's true. And that you think it's true that it's not Penny's boat? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. Even if it's true or false, he's still, it's still going to, you know. He's still gonna. They're gonna use that to corroborate what Ben said, um, and I. But I think the twist is gonna be that um, 
it really was Penny's boat, and they're gonna, you know, and I could totally see, you know, a sort of sort of a um, a reference to, you know, the season one finale when when they uh, they have a little they're on the raft and they have a little sonar, uh, and they're um, you know they see the they see the the ship that Tom is on basically yeah. on the little thing and. Uh, they can either shoot the flare and get rescued by these guys, or not shoot the flare, which would have been good. <laughs> right. And uh, I think they're going to remember that incident. At least, you know, maybe Sawyer will. And uh, you know, and so when the boat is is coming close to rescue or something, you know, and they have to signal it or else it won't work, they'll decide not to signal it. Uh, but it'll be the good guys, and they should have signaled it. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my speculation for the beginning of season four. Interesting. I I'm sticking with uh it's truly not Penny's boat and they really are the bad guys. Okay. I'm I'm going to I don't know how that's going to play out. Desmond's going to rush in and want to tell them not to do it and I don't I don't know exactly what's going to happen but but I I I do think it's true. So um so I don't know. We're going to have to wait a long ass time for that. Um yeah, but uh yeah. Anyway, um uh, right. So back to the scene, I guess. Uh, Charlie, right. So Charlie asks about the boat, right? And then the right. So Penny. Right. Sorry, I just I'm trying to find where I left off. Um, right. So next, uh, I said it again. I'm sorry. You the did. Crutch. So Desmond notices. Right. Uh, Desmond notices a blood trail into the water. Where Mikhail was. I think I think what Desmond notices is that really creepy suspenseful music that starts playing. Oh, there's that <laughs> there's, too. There's a, there's some weird music like duh, 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 like this like constant note thing going on that was really creepy that just tells you something's going on. Right, right. So he right spurred on by the suspenseful music, he notices that there's something sinister to we'll look at. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he sees a little blood trail, and Mikhail's not there anymore. It's going into the water, and uh, as that happens, there suddenly comes a rapping. Um, a rap tap tapping at my porthole door. <laughs> right. <laughs> porthole window. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> quote Mikhail, nevermore. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be funny. I could see. Um, That'd be a funny, uh, a funny thing to rewrite the words to the Raven with uh, related to this whole thing. Wrap <laughs> tap tapping at my looking glass door. Was it was it my lost Penelope? <laughs> uh, of course, of course. Wow, wow. That'd be funny. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, as 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 uh as a portent of doom, much like the Raven, Mikhail knocks on the on the porthole and uh shows Charlie a grenade. Mm-hmm. Um with a with a nice nice look of triumph on his face. And uh then he pulls the pin and uh Desmond runs in slow motion to uh see Penny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and he realizes, uh, I guess he realizes from this that, you know, he better run and go see Penny because something's wrong. Uh, and uh, 
And just in just in the nick of time, sort of, uh, Charlie closes the door in his face, and uh, then Mikhail lets go of the grenade, the little whatever you call it, and so the grenade detonates. Then the porthole breaks and water rushes in, and then uh, Desmond uh, tries to break into the room with a fire extinguisher uh, on the the porthole on the door into the room. And uh, and then Charlie, uh, you know, stands there for a while, and then he <laughs> frantically writes on his hand, mm-hmm. um, and then he swims to Desmond's porthole and shows him what he wrote, which is not Penny's boat on his hand. Underline boat. Oh, the underline boat, yeah. And uh and so uh and then at this point sad music swells. Um yeah. Desmond and Charlie share a moment. Uh they uh they They're brothers little, forever. Little hand through the glass thing and uh and you know, knowing Charlie's about to die, this is the thing they've, you know, been dealing with all season. And uh and so then Charlie uh, dies. Yeah, which, you know, uh, the first thing I was going to say, I was rewatching this scene, actually, as you were describing it. It's pretty weird. But um, I I recant my statement. I don't think uh, that Penny saw Desmond. I think she heard Desmond. Um, because oh. she's, he, you know, he screams pity because she sees her, mm-hmm. and then she says Desmond. I think she hears her voice, so she still knows it's him because oh, she okay. heard his voice. Yeah, yeah, but okay. I don't think she saw him. Okay. Um, you know, you know, when they when they have this thing, you're fated to die. You know, it can't end well because you know Desmond saw him drown because you know, as we saw it. Charlie drowned himself. Uh, yeah. He could have easily, you know, let the door stay open. Uh, the water would have rushed in uh, and just sort of filled in, you know, the entire station. They, I think they still would have had plenty of time to actually, like, put on the scuba gear or at the very least dive into the moon pool and swim out, um, you know. Or they could have – I actually think he had time to shut the door behind him and, you know, keep the water in the room um, so, you know, but I, I understand, you know, it was, it's his time to die, you know, blah, 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 this is his thing, whatever. Yeah, um, and then also the thing the thing I've, I've seen people say is that, you know, Charlie, Desmond told Charlie that Claire being rescued uh, depends on him dying. <laughs> yeah, but see, you know, that I don't buy that. I won't buy that at all. So, that, doesn't make, that doesn't make any sense. So, you know, if he really believes that, um, then he's just sort of, sacrificing himself so she can be rescued. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like, you know, Charlie says, oh, so you're sure you saw Claire and Aaron get on the helicopter? Yeah. Okay, did you happen to see the helicopter blow up soon after takeoff? You know, like, that's the thing. It's like, just because you saw that doesn't really mean they get rescued. Yeah. It's not like he said, I saw them 15 years from now at home and safe and happy or something, or I saw them going back to Sydney at her, you know, at her ha- you know, like something like they really got rescued. Getting on a helicopter is the first step, you know, it's not the last step. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, you say, okay, in my vision I saw you drown, you know, but he only drowned because he, he, he locked himself in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, and he only locked himself in the room because he was told he was going to drown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's one of the, it's just a circular thing that just doesn't really make any sense. But, you know, it, it worked, I think. Um, I would have much rather Charlie, 
I think I would. I think it would have worked a lot better if this this if this somehow they could have crammed this whole Looking Glass stuff into the previous episode when he was when, when we thought he was going to die in the previous episode, oh. but he just ends up getting captured. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would have worked better back to back like that um, as as one big sort of emotional thing. Yeah. But uh, but you know I think it still works. You know I get the point. Uh, I just. I just wish it was a little less of his choice, I guess. Yeah. To die, but then of course that takes the bravery and heroism and and everything out of it. If it if he really didn't have a choice. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he was just trapped in there and he was, you know, he had, he you know couldn't couldn't have saved himself. Yeah. So I guess I just want I just want both. You know, <laughs> you can't have both. Uh, he would still get some points for you know doing it in the first place for going down there and. Yeah. You know, it was a risk already. So, um, so you know, even if he had been killed without any, without his control, you know, he's still, you know, he still, he still risks something to go down there. And, yeah, he still, he still gets some points, and you know, he gets a couple of points for being able to, um, to give one last message before he left. Yeah. Uh, I do want to say this <laughs> kind of, uh, not really, but um. You know, in my joking head, I, uh, I I I saw this play like a an ad for Sharpie. Like, even if you're in a room that's flooding with water and your hands a little bit wet, Sharpie will still write clean clean as the day is long. I don't know. It was just uh, it was incredible that that Sharpie was able to uh, to write with all that water around because it was in his pocket, you know, which was by then already you know underneath the water. Then he took it out and then like was writing, his hand was already wet. Yeah. You know, but um it was still still pretty good. Yeah. It, it was faded the, the message. It wasn't quite uh it wasn't mm-hmm. you know clear it's kinda rubbed off kind of thing, yeah. 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 Um but uh yeah, I, I was thinking about that with the water. But I have to say, like I this scene I was really sad during this scene. Uh I really I really got swept up by the sadness of Charlie dying. Uh, oh God! You know, I didn't think I would, but somehow, like, I I was a lot sadder with Charlie dying than like the other people that died. I, I don't know something about the way it played out. Really, um, I I mean, I would say that me. I would say that the most yeah that I have I'm probably the most sad about Charlie dying. And I mean, who else? Boone or Anna Lucia Boone, or Shannon, Libby, yeah. Shannon. Echo. Like, you know, the thing about them, it happened so quickly and so, you know, fairly early, you know, Charlie is the oldest character that's died yet. Yeah. You know, yeah. On the show since the beginning. And we've been through, you know, all of his addictions and baby stealing mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and joking and uh, all that stuff. I, I wasn't sad because it was, um, you know, it was, it was so, you know, uh, it was so built up. You just kind of knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, so it wasn't, you know, you don't get that that surprise element out of it. Like, oh, no, he's dying. It's like, well, he you, you can't be that sad when uh, when the character sort of, you know, relegates himself to die, you know. Yeah, it's well, sadder. But, you know, like the inevitability of it and the fact that I knew it was coming, like, I don't know that that added to it for me. I, the fact that yeah. that I knew it was coming made it like sadder, like it was this tragic inevitability, you know. And now I have to like sit through it, you know. Um, it, it sort of it gave it an extra something that like a sudden death wouldn't have had. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that it was you know built up and it just seemed like uh, you know it had to happen or something. 
And, yeah. Uh, it just yeah. And plus, like, I just I just I liked his character in the last two episodes. So you know, so I missed him more. Like, he just annoyed the shit out of me in the earlier episodes. <laughs> And, yeah, that's the uh, thing, like, he, he, he's always been so annoying to me, and the last couple episodes, like, even the last few where he was fairly annoying, I mean, in this episode, you know, he was okay, uh, he was kind of a different person, because he knew he's at death's door, um, but, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't have wanted Charlie to stay, you know, to not die, because he's, I, I don't really like his character that much, uh, but he does get points, you know, he goes out like a champ, you know, um, so I, I respect, you know, how he died and what he did and, and everything. Um, I was pretty sad, but, um, you know, I definitely, I don't, I wouldn't want him to come back, <laughs> you know, like, you know, uh, like if Saeed died, I'd be like, oh, no, I'd be really sad and really hope somehow he would come back. But Charlie, I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's just, it's the kind of thing where, like, you know, somebody who's dying a slow death, like of cancer or something, like you have time to prepare yourself for it. And when it actually happens, it is sad. Um, but uh, but you, you're you able to cope with it because you've been coping with it for so long. Yeah. And uh, so, but it's kind of interesting because, you know, I don't think there's really any other show out there where, where characters, you know, uh, where you sort of know somebody's going to die at a certain, besides like, I guess like a medical show or some drama mm-hmm. where somebody has a disease, but like, you know, for the longest time we've known that he's supposed to die. Yeah. So we've 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 had we've been preparing for that. So, but uh, it was okay. His death was okay. I you know I give it. Uh, oh God. I give it. Uh, you know I gotta rate it, man. I'm I'm that kind of person. I have to rate things. Um, I give it a I give it a I give it an eight out of ten. <laughs> okay. Give it an eight that's out of a ten. Pretty good death. Well, that's pretty good. That's pretty no, it's good. Pretty good. I mean, I, I agree. I have to admit, like, if he if he did live, you know, dealing with him, you know, back in the island and stuff. I mean, I, I wouldn't necessarily have loved that. Um, yeah. But um, nonetheless, I just I I don't know. I I had some kind of attachment to him. I really just didn't want him to die, even though like the reality of him not dying wouldn't have been that great. But at the time, I was just like, God damn it, don't die. Oh, but, you got uh, swept up in what they wanted you to sing. I did, I did, and the music just just pulled me in, and it was in slow motion too. And they just they really yeah. like they really they really went. No, they did a good job. They did a good job with that. And then he, you know, he does the uh, the cross thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, God, you can't come on. That's just sad when you do that and you're dying. Yeah, I mean, gotta love that. Uh, he does it with his left hand, which was weird. People are saying, oh. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't know if he's left-handed or what, but uh, apparently when you do it with your left hand, it's kind of, it looks backwards or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, anyway, um, interesting. Didn't notice, but you're right. He does do it with his left hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kept up that whole religious thing the entire time. That was nice. Oh, what do you mean? Well, the fact that Charlie was very religious. Oh. Yeah, you're right. They did, yeah. You know? Yep, yep, they did. Yeah. What was the whole thing? Now oh, I want to revisit <laughs> I want to revisit Charlie's dream hallucination thing about having to save Aaron. The fire plus water like stuff. Yeah. yeah. Did that ever come to anything? Oh, they got the kid baptized. They got him baptized, and that was about it, right? Yeah, that was it. That was that was all that okay, was. Okay, well, I hope that helps, Aaron. Yeah, I know. 
Um, <laughs> you know what else is weird? You know, in the last episode uh, before Charlie left, he he put his ring, his uh, DS ring, yeah. in uh, the crib. Um, and uh, you know, I don't know if Claire saw that when she packed up the baby. No, I think they made a point of showing that she didn't, like, cause she walked away with the baby, and I think they were about to leave, and it was, it yeah. was left behind. It was really sad that this this family heirloom that meant so much, you know, to his family for so long, and that he, he felt, you know, like Aaron was like his kid, you know, to give it to him. Yeah. And uh, it's just gonna sit there and, you know, maybe be lost to the ages. Mm-hmm. Kind of sad. She might find it though. They might go back to the beach or something. I mean, where else are they gonna go? Yeah, I I, agree. they're not getting rescued. They're really not. I um, really, really, really think they're gonna go to O Town. Really? That'd be that'd be that'd be very strange for them to be in like you know because you know what they could do, they could move to O Town and then like move the production to L A and start saving money. And uh, and shoot on like sets and stuff. Oh god! And only do like jungle stuff when they need to do jungle stuff. Um, that's what they could do. But that's the thing: if they move to O Town, then they have these like houses and stuff that they're in, which would be weird. Like, yeah, I mean that makes it seem like a really different show. Yeah, like, everybody's just, like just knocking on their houses. door and hanging yeah. at the house and having house parties. And I mean, but where else are they gonna go? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're not oh, getting rescued, so. So they need to go back to the beach, you know, which they seem happy there. They but, do. Uh, but why not go to O-Town? Um, you protect it. I mean, you cut the fence on. Nobody can even get in. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad place to be. Yeah. I uh, I wouldn't mind staying there if I were trapped on the island. Right. I mean, it's got all the amenities of home. How can you not All the amenities it? of home, all the comforts of an island. That's right. <laughs> so, uh... The comforts of an island. Um, what are those? I'm not sure. I don't know. Look in the brochure. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I think they're. I think they're just gonna go back to the beach. But um, I, I wondered about the, all the explosions and if uh, if that crib was gonna be all right in the end. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the crib lock made. Yeah, yeah. The back when uh, lock was. Locke was a good guy. Yeah. Now he's, now he's something else. He is really something else now. <laughs> uh, he definitely took a turn. Um, he's really been something this season. I, yeah. I, uh, he's been on a weird path this season. Um, like, last season he was just pathetic and whiny and, like, annoying. Yeah. Um, and this season, he hasn't been that, but... He's been, like, he's been, like, strong and forthright, and but, like, like selfish and, like, sort of stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. He's, like, he got... It's like he's, you know, kind of like, uh, almost like Don Quixote, like, like charge this way, you know, mm-hmm. but no, you're wrong. It's just a windmill, a you know, windmill. like... It's like I'm glad you you you're confident in what you want to do, but what you want to do is like seemingly wrong or or you're going to foul things up for other people and mm-hmm. you know. Uh I do want to talk about his little line later when we get to that. Whose line? The Locke's line. Oh, oh, oh. Locke has all kinds of lines. Okay. Um so I guess we're done with Charlie and uh, the Looking Glass business. Um, Let's uh, give a round of applause to Charlie Pace. 
a uh, a valiant hero who annoyed us for a long time uh and uh uh went out went out like a champ uh you Definitely. know so can't blame the guy for uh doing what he thought he needed to do and uh going out uh, going out very respectfully yeah i uh yeah, I liked him. I liked the the early early stuff where like Locke had him quit the heroin and all that. I thought that stuff mm-hmm. was pretty good. Eh, he totally lost me in season two. Season two um, was a weirdo. Yeah, yeah. He he did all kinds of weird shit in season two. Um, and uh, season three, well, he just kind of hung around, and then I liked him in the end. But uh, yeah. but most of all, you know, he's been around, and you know, when people are around long enough, you know, you get some kind of uh, attachment for them, I think. So um, yeah. So uh, yeah, compared to you know, say Bonnie and Greta, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I have a much more, much more of a I don't know attachment to Charlie just because he's just because he's been around. Yeah, I'm by that. From the beginning, so um, yeah, definitely. What's, uh, what's Charlie's 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 greatest moment? I feel like we're at his funeral. <laughs> yeah, we're, you know, this is yeah. like his eulogy, and we're we're. What do you What do you most remember about old Charlie Pace? <laughs> uh, his greatest moment. You know, what's his What's his greatest hits in your opinion? <laughs> I mean, for me, thinking back, I have to say this. This episode, this ending for him is like the best thing. Um, mm-hmm. His uh, death. Yeah, his death. He was <laughs> going to a funeral. What I most remember, <laughs> what I liked most about him was his death. This is death. Um, yeah, no, let me think. What else did he do? Um, uh, what else did he do? I don't even know what else he did. He didn't do a lot. Um, <laughs> he's been, you know, he's the sidekick. Yeah, definitely. He shot Ethan. Oh um, yeah, I was pissed about that. So. I was pissed about that too. Um, I'm over it though now because we know enough about Ethan. Yeah. Um, but uh, but at the time I was really pissed. Um, but I understand why he did it. So you know I don't, I don't really blame him for doing it. But um, uh. But that was that was that was pretty major for Charlie as far as plot involvement. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and he also like he went on that expedition with Saeed to rescue the baby from Danielle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which you know basically turned out you know he got caught in that trap and then he got injured and then when they got there <laughs> Danielle just gave him the baby so yeah it wasn't really um wasn't really. Yeah, a, um, I'm on uh, I'm on Lostpedia and they have like this production photo of Charlie uh, with his hand on the glass uh, that says, says "Not Penny's Boat" and it's not a shot from the film because like the "Not Penny's Boat" is a, it's not even written the same way. Boat's not underlined. Oh. There's no water in the thing. It's just like a shot, promotional shot. Oh. Um, but uh, it's really interesting to see that. Uh, kind of sad, but. Um, if you go to his Charlie, the Charlie uh, Pace entry in uh, Lostpedia, you can see that. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, he, you know, he never did a lot of good, great stuff. Um, so I don't, I don't even know what I would rate on the top. And then there's the season two finale, Charlie, where he like had no idea like why it was weird that. Uh, <laughs> 
Oh, you know, people weren't back yet, and did some. Uh, should I tell you about all the crazy shit that? Oh, nothing really happened, and mm-hmm. all that nonsense, and uh, uh, and then he was he was he was weird and all kinds of stuff. He 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 did all kinds of strange things. What a weird character! I don't know what to do with him. Don't know um, what to do with him. But I liked him in these last two episodes, so. Uh, it's uh, it's all about what you've done for me lately. Wow, nice! You're one of those. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. I, don't I know my. Great I know my husband here. beats me all the time, but he just brought me flowers. <laughs> oh, because like in the Charlie like heroin episode, I really liked that because of Locke. Mm-hmm. Like that was he was the person that sold that episode to me. Um. So um. Mm. How much credit does Charlie get? I mean, I don't know. He, you know, he was a deep played a part in it, but um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to do with Charlie's greatest hits. He's uh, don't know what to do either. He's not really um, he's never really been involved in the major major stuff. You know, he's no, he's a sidekick guy. He yeah. just helps other people do their stuff. Yeah. 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 All right. Well. Goodbye, Charlie. We'll see you later. <laughs> Let's hope not. When we watch this, because it'll be a... again. Oh, okay. I think that's what I meant. If we see you later, you're gonna be a zombie, or it's gonna be a dream. Yeah, yeah. That might happen. Who knows? They do that occasionally. Um. Okay. So. The Charlie Desmond Looking Glass plot is over for this season. Yay. Um, nothing more on that. So uh, the next scene, we're back to the trekking losties, and little baby Aaron is crying. Oh, my daddy's dead. It's <laughs> oh, really Why sad. Why else would he be crying? You know, what's interesting about that to me, you know, I mean, I think that's what they're trying to get across. Oh, the baby's crying, coincidence, right when Charlie dies. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, I don't need I don't need them to tell me babies are crazy and scary. Uh, I know that already. Mm-hmm. Um, we all do. But I, but I think, you know, I, you know, crazy Claude, I, I look at that scene and I think maybe Aaron has powers. You oh, know, no. the whole, the whole idea of, you know, the original idea why they wanted the baby when we thought that the baby that Aaron might be like Walt and all this stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, the prophecy. And, and yeah, the, the prophecy and, <laughs> and the whole, our whole theory about um, that Claire has psychic powers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so maybe that Aaron has psychic powers and he can kind of he kind of knows that uh, Charlie's dead now and mm-hmm. you know I don't know what we're supposed to, how far we're supposed to read into stuff like that but. It's all it's all up for the taking. It is, it is. I um more and more I'm giving up on Claire. Um <laughs> whatever she had to contribute. Um, yeah. She uh She had she, an opportunity to be really interesting. She had home runs in season one and two with her episodes. Uh mm-hmm. and uh and then uh <laughs> This one was the the one this season wasn't a bad episode, but it wasn't nearly as good as those were. And uh, and her plot just like it 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 she she never got plugged into the plot again. 
No. You know, and I think that's I think that's what ruins her. Like when people aren't involved in like the main thrust of the show, they just they they're just not interesting. They're just like hanging around. Like Saeed in the beginning of this season. Yeah. Like you would see him once or twice and he's just pilling around doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's 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 what you got to do. Like you got to get people like involved somehow or they're just yeah, they're just hangers on like sitting around. Playing ping pong or something. Playing ping pong and uh, building tables and yeah, all that stuff he was doing. Building tables. <laughs> I when he built that, that table? Yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, it's a table. Great. Mm-hmm. God, that was weird. Oh, man. So many things happen. I'm going to have to watch all this shit again sometime. Remember all the, the old shit that I forgot. All the episodes? Yeah. Yeah, I I think probably towards the end of this break I might I might go and try to watch the show from from the beginning. It's been a while. Oh, it's been since last year, right? Yeah, the since summer. we did the season. That's I haven't seen season one and two since then. So Me either. I could probably stand to watch it again. You know, some of those episodes are hard to watch because you know you're like, oh, this won't come to anything. Uh-huh. You know, this is just this is just filler. Yeah. You know. You have a you have a pretty good sense of what matters and what doesn't mm-hmm. after this long. <laughs> so um yeah, that's true. But but nonetheless, uh I can I can probably sit through most of it. And you've seen this stuff more than I have. I have, yeah. I have. I've seen it multiple extra times. But uh multiple I can watch extra. it again. Um because I haven't seen it in a while. I'm like, once a year for my favorite TV show, sure, I can do it. I can do it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I probably I probably watch, like, Twin Peaks once a year. Really? Yeah. Of course, it's well, you pretty, know it's pretty you short. You know who <laughs> Well, why bother? <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the thing. That's the thing. I guess. I guess you know. I try to enjoy the individual moments and not, you know, not like try to get caught up in the plot or whatever. Yeah. You know, enjoy the the little things that happen in the episodes. You know, themselves. And, and you know, yeah, not try to like be interested in the other stuff that I already know um, what's going on. Yeah, I'm just you know, in general, I'm not a big uh, rewatcher of things. Um, you know, like, even my favorite movies, like, I'm not, like, you know, since I was a kid, I mean, when I was a kid, I could watch my favorite movies, like, you know, 50, 60, 70 times or something. Oh, me too. But, like, I'm not you know, these days, anymore. yeah, I mean, these days, like, my favorite movie, you know, five or six times, man, I, like, I love you, but I don't want to watch you too many more times than that, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you know, and and even with TV shows, too, uh uh, you know, I can, I well, sitcoms I can rewatch a lot because you know it's all about the jokes and stuff. Yeah. Um, dramas. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I guess for me it's like with TV shows, it's it's like reading a book again. I I mean I've done that a few times. You just you get back in the world, and with a lot of TV shows, it's long enough that you just don't remember everything. Yeah. So um, you know, so play like compared to a movie where you can remember a lot more of it, you know, because <laughs> there there isn't so much to remember. Yeah. So um, so uh, but I do watch movies repeatedly too. Um, I like to keep checking in on them. Like, are you still good? <laughs> or, you know. 
Has your plot changed? No, it hasn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, just you know, do I still enjoy you? Are you still working for me? Like, I don't know. I like to I like to do checks periodically. Like, but what if the answer is no? These movies that I hold as my favorites are they still like my favorites? Well, then you know I have to reevaluate. You know. Then you'd be sad. Well, you know, but yeah, but what can you do? I mean, that's I'll, I'll survive. I won't be too sad. I mean, you know. You'd be like, oh, Pulp Fiction, I hate you now. <laughs> well, that might happen, but it hasn't yet. Um, mm, keep still, watching it, and it will. I still, it still really works for me um, every time I watch it. So, yeah, I mean, maybe someday, but it ha- I haven't grown out of it yet. So I'm uh, waiting for the day. <laughs> I know. I know. It's um, been over ten years. It has, you know. About... Thirteen. So, Thirteen um, long years. All right, so where are we? <laughs> right. Thirteen long years of post post pulp fiction um, bedlam. So anyway, right. Back to the scene. Aaron was crying where I left off. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, oh, I wanted to say, yeah, I mean, I thought the same thing. You know, Claire's a psychic, the baby's a psychic, all this kind of stuff. Um, maybe we're supposed to think that. Maybe we're just supposed to think it's a sad coincidence or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, moving on from that, um, Naomi's phone indicates that Charlie succeeded. And uh, but, Yeah, let's talk about this goddamn phone. All right, so she runs up to Jack. <laughs> She runs up to Jack, and she tries the phone and hears Russo's um, distress call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Danielle says, oh, it doesn't matter, because we're here at the tower. I just didn't like the fact that Naomi specifically said, like, once it turns green, you'll be able to make the call. Like, what does that green light mean if it doesn't mean that it, it, you can make the call? You know, it's like, oh, it's green, but oh, no, we still can't make the call. It's like, that's crappy. That's not what you said, you know. Um, And, like, and, of course, you know, I'm sure people have talked about it doesn't make any sense that, you know, a radio signal would interfere with a satellite phone. You know, that's just not how they work. Yeah. Um, And it's like, and it's picking, and that's the thing. I mean, it's a phone, so, you know, it has to make a connection. It's It's not a radio. It's not just picking up a signal. It has to make, create a signal and connect to, you know. And uh, the idea that you cut it on and it's just picking up this, like, you know, her transmission, which is ridiculous to me. Yeah. You know, because that's just not how it works, people. No, it's not. But whatever. we got to live in their world, so. Yeah, I'll go with it. In their world, somehow, that happens. Um, mm-hmm. Creative license. But what I didn't like, I mean, that's the thing. I don't mind living with the rules as they create them. But, like, you know, they kind of broke their rule with the, when the light turns green, you can make the call. Oh, well, the light's green, but you can't make the call yet. Like, it's not not fair when they kind of renege on what they set up, you know. Well, when the light turns green, you should be able to make the call. But, you know, there's this mitigating factor. Yeah, well, they should have just, like, not, not let the light turn green and... I don't know. Let it stay red, and then it didn't matter. They were there anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough, sir, fair enough. Um, 
I want it more than fair. Okay, you're. It's more than fair. No, no, no. I want fair enough. Go back to that. Okay, it's fair enough. Okay, can I have it less than fair a little bit? <sighs> no, it's you get fair enough or more than fair. I can't have it less than fair. You can't. <sighs> All right. I want both. <laughs> but you should get neither. Oh, neither or either. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) All right, so let's continue here. Yes. Uh, So Jack, Danielle, and various other people um, go inside the tower. Uh, We see the tower for the first time, and, you know, ooh, it's the tower. Um, (laughs) Very, like... (laughs) Normal tower. Yeah. I was yeah. expecting something totally different. There really isn't much to this. Uh, it's, uh, I don't know, I was expecting something to, to happen here, but uh, nothing really does. Anyway, uh, they go inside, and um, uh, Danielle shuts off the message. Um, she just uh, pushes a button or something and pulls something out and whatever. Yeah, well, it was nice to see how... Um, how the message worked, or at least to get some 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 clues to how it worked, uh, it seems more plausible than how I originally thought the whole thing worked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. So how does it work? Should I explain? <laughs> Should I explain what I mean by that? Yeah. Um. Well, to me, I thought, um, you know, she she made this recording, and um, and. There was, ooh, I forgot what I thought now. It's so long ago. Um, well, the way it seemed to work is that, you know, she has this tape that she made this recording on, and the system is specifically set up to count the iterations that it plays this tape. So, yeah. you know, you put the tape in there, it plays the message, and then I guess as it's rewinding or something, it tells you what the iteration is, and then it plays it again. Yeah. My original thought when we first, you know, encountered this in season one was um, something a little more like normal where uh, I thought the iterations also had to be recorded and I didn't understand how the iterations were being displayed and yeah yeah and, yeah and oh, all yeah, that yeah. Stuff. I remember I remember yeah 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 that was the whole thing in our retrospective yeah like how like what's that about how do you how do you have these iterations and obviously there's some sort of computer system that's that's counting this and then you know, translating the numbers into, you know, voice, basically. Yeah, uh, I had this idea that there was this, like, uh, like, like, computer thing that, you know, it had, you know, it was like a digit, it was like one of those, um, it was like a like a timer or counter or something, you know, to click mm-hmm. off one, and then the computer was programmed to, like, say the numbers, you know, like, you know, zero through nine or whatever, and, and so it could just read off any number the counter went to. Like, yeah. That's sort of how I imagined it worked, um, which is actually probably not that far from how it actually works. Um, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think we speculate that, like, they had they have some guy record, you know, a voice recording of each number, and it just, the computer says, okay, three, five, four, and then it just plays the track three, then track four, then track, you know, whatever. Yeah. So you get that, you know. The same way when you call, like, you know, those automated systems or something, mm-hmm. you know, the current time is 3.45. Right. You know? Like, <laughs> right. It's all, it's all nice and smooth and natural, like human speech. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Uh, it's, uh, yeah, you have selected, uh, <laughs> Mountain High. Yes, yes, rated R. Last showtime is 2.84. Wait, yeah. what? 2.84? What, what happened? I don't know. What Tom got crazy. Tom got crazy. Hey, there's more than 84 minutes in an hour. Uh, I think I was using military time. Oh, you're using military time, of course. Crazy military time. Military time, time with, with, with a kick. You with a kick. Uh, <laughs> a, little, a little extra spice. <laughs> Oh God, yeah. So, um, so uh, anyway, yeah, yeah. That's that's the kind of thing. The voice doesn't really sound like that bad, but um, I feel like that's the only feasible way to do it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because you can't you can't have someone sit there and record every individual number. I mean, no, because it could you know it could go up to you know a billion iterations or something, and yeah. you're not going to record a billion audio tracks. It'll something. take forever. Yeah. You'll never like yeah, and it's just a bad way to do it, you know. You wanna solve the problem in a reasonable way and you know yeah. you sacrifice a little in how the number sounds, but you know, you save a shitload of work. So mm-hmm. you know, it's worth it. So, um anyway, yeah, that's um it is interesting to see how it works, I guess, but uh we really don't get much else out of this place. Um no. it's really uh I don't know. I I wanted more. But oh well, what can you do? Um so um so Naomi can't get a signal inside the tower, so they go outside and uh Naomi starts getting a signal. Which she should have known she was gonna get a signal. I mean, come on. It's a satellite. Uh right. Good point. Um I was like, why not? Um, that's why. So yeah. uh, that's the thing, they they make it seem like it's just a regular radio, like it's it's subject to uh these like you know, regular radio wave interferences. Like, oh, I'm inside this building. Let me go outside. As well, no, you need to go outside because the satellite needs line of sight. You know. Yeah. Crazy writers. Crazy writers. I.e. Damon and Carlton. Exactly. Um. So, uh, right. So she gets signal. Uh, Ben asks Jack to stop this, and Jack refuses. And just as Naomi establishes a connection. She gets a knife in her back. Knife Courtesy in the back. Courtesy John Locke. John Locke. The knife in the back is free. <laughs> but I'll charge you for the something else. For the know. bad argumentative techniques. Yeah, what? <laughs> um, yeah, you know, the whole thing about the knife in the back, you know, people have asked, and I asked the question too, why, why didn't he just shoot her? Um, I want to believe that um, since we saw that there were specifically six bullets in the gun, yeah, uh, that he's going to need all six. He knows mm-hmm. he's going to need all six. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's it's more dramatic to to have a little knife in the back, and it's oh, yeah. kind of like reminiscent of old season one lock, you know, mm-hmm. the knife throwing lock, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. But for uh, you know practical reasons, why not just shoot her? Uh, I think he's, I just feel like he's going to need all those bullets or something. Yeah, uh, which makes me think he that's why he didn't shoot Jack too cuz he kind of knew like you know Jack's not supposed to do this which means I'm not supposed to shoot him you know I'm not supposed to shoot him cuz I need my bullets for this other thing so Jack's not supposed to do this you know I don't know um I'm a little confused uh I Jack's not I'm what do you mean well 
Yeah, I'm basically saying that, uh, you know, Locke says, you know, when when Jack is trying to, you know, make the call go through and Locke doesn't want him to, and he says, you know, I'll shoot you, Jack, blah, 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 and then Jack doesn't let down. And it comes to the point where Locke has to shoot Jack if he doesn't want Jack to, you know, go through with this. Yeah. And he tells him, you know, you're not supposed to do this, which um, I guess is referencing Walt told him or he has some sort of idea of what of how things are supposed to play out. Um, yeah. Either either that, either he has some idea that that Jack is really not supposed to get them off the island or not make this call, or he knows that he needs all those bullets for something very specific. So, you know, he can't shoot Jack, which which means if he needs the bullets for this specific thing, then that means that Jack is not supposed to, you know, uh, be shot by one of the bullets. So Jack is not supposed to, you know, um, go against them, basically. So I don't know which way to take the, that. Yeah, I thought I thought he was just saying, you know, you're not supposed to do this, um, so don't do it. And that's why I'm holding a gun on you, so you won't do it. You yeah. Know? And, like, if you do it, I'm going to shoot you because you're not supposed to do this. Like, I, I guess that's what I thought was going to Yeah, happen. no, I mean, that's what I think, too. But I think I think the other side of it is, I mean, it just depends on what, what Locke knows. Does he know that Jack, Jack specifically isn't supposed to make the call slash get people off the island? Or does he know that whatever his the next part of his journey is he's going to need those bullets for something or he's going to need to kill six others or something? You know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think what he knows can might be up for you know debate you know yeah that's and, true uh, and I think it goes it goes with the the second thing about the bullets I think you know goes with maybe why he didn't shoot Naomi mm-hmm. so in that idea you know he can be saying you're not supposed to do this you're not supposed to be going against me because the only way for me to stop you is to shoot you but I know I I can't shoot you because I need all these bullets mm-hmm. you know. So, but I think the main one is really you're not supposed to get people off the island. I think that's the main topic, you know, because yeah. that goes along with what we hear him say, Jack say in the uh, flash forward, you know. Yeah, we right, weren't supposed right. to leave, blah, blah, blah. Right. That, all that brilliant um, stuff. Um, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> that we're mocking. We love it. So there's, there's, there's a missing piece here. Maybe we can speculate for a minute or two about it. Um, uh do you, do you think, I mean, you think Smokey Jacob Island um, wants, you know, in the form of Walt, you know, just told Locke, like, you know, and here's another question. <laughs> you should do, here's another one. I just thought Where's of another the first one? one. If it's okay. really Penny's boat, then why are they stopping it if they're really the good guys? Why? Who's stopping what? Why is Smokey Jacob Island trying to stop this rescue? If they are the good guys. If they are the good um, guys. Yeah, good question. Maybe that means they're not the good guys. Maybe Jacob doesn't want the Lossies to leave either. Okay. That might be true. Yeah, who, who's to say? That might be true. Um... I mean, maybe he doesn't. Jacob doesn't want anyone find the island. He knows that good guys, bad guys, whoever. If other people find this island, you know, mm-hmm. that's bad news. Okay. Okay. Fair point. Fair point. Um, it just occurred to me. So, so if Jacob, you know, 
Okay. So so you think that's that's his primary motivation here uh is uh he just doesn't want anyone to find the island, period. E pretty much. And like like if if there were a way for the lofties to like transport back home or something, you know, he'd be okay with that as long as no one's yeah, gonna find the I, island. I, I would buy that he wouldn't mind them leaving, but I just don't think he wants the anyone like the same thing with Ben, you know, we talked about why Ben won't let them leave and I think, you know, I think it's the same thing where it's really about how they get off the island, you know, if uh because the only way for them to get off the island pretty much is if someone comes to get them. Uh unless uh, you know, there's another boat or sub somewhere yeah. that we haven't seen yet. Although I still ha- I'm still waiting <laughs> to find out what happened to that one boat we saw in that scene. Um Oh, that reminds me. Oh, I didn't bring this up. Um I was talking to uh, a friend of mine, uh, who you know, Jerrica. <laughs> uh, you uh-huh. know who that is. Um, you know, she she doesn't listen to uh, the Lost Slowdown because, uh, as she says, I can just talk to you, Claude. Oh yeah. <laughs> so same thing. I, yeah, I told her I'm like you should because because every time we hang out, we talk about Lost and um, and she asked me all this stuff and I and I feel like I'm reiterating what I said on the podcast and I said you know you should just listen to the podcast. She goes, why? I could just talk to you. I'm like, well, okay. There you go. Uh, anyway, she she asked me this very interesting question um, that I wanted to bring up. It's 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 uh it's an old topic, but I think it's a question worth thinking about. Remember when uh Colleen died? Oh, no. Yeah. And they they had that whole like ceremony thing mm-hmm. and they, they shoved the body out to sea. Yeah. Uh she was wondering if that's because people who, you know, are dead on the island kinda of resurface and hang around. And that they they you know, they sent Colleen off the island, her body off the island so that we she wouldn't show up again. Like the idea that the others are aware of that of that occurrence, that dead bodies on the island, you know, come back to life or something. Oh, that's pretty interesting. Yeah, right? Oh. And this uh, idea that things don't stay buried on the island, you know, and and uh, I think people were thinking that Ethan might come back or something. And of course, like you don't have to be on the island to appear. You could you could have died like somewhere else, and you might appear as long as the person on the island knows who you are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so in that way, it makes it seem like it doesn't matter. You know, it seems like yeah. people who knew Colleen could still see her. If Echo can see Yimmy, and uh, you know Ben can see his mom, and you know. They did not die on the island. Yeah, true, definitely true. But I think I think there's something to think about there with the the fact that they go through the trouble of of doing of sending the bodies off to sea. Yeah, out to sea. Yeah, I guess I guess I thought it was I thought it was just like development of their their rituals and stuff. I, it didn't really occur to me that it might actually mean something. Um, yeah, but that's the thing. It's like where would that ritual come from? I would assume it would come from like the hostiles. Okay, but then like where, where, where? I mean, what is their cultural, you know, background? Basis? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you know, where? I mean, the only the only people I've heard about that do stuff like that, I think I heard, which doesn't make any sense to me now that I think about it. Um, where did I? I mean, it was a TV show. <laughs> I heard something about Eskimos doing that. 
but this could have been a TV show, and it wasn't even true. Um, Inuit, please. Inuit. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm totally on PC. Use the preferred nomenclature. Well, you know, they have to send me updates when they want to change stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, no, 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 of course. No. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just I can't think of any cultures that uh, send their, their dead out to sea. Um, I think the I would, Vikings I, used to do that. Oh, maybe it was the Vikings, not the Eskimos. <laughs> uh, other people in very northern places. Uh, maybe that's what I'm thinking of, the Vikings. The Viking funeral, I think you actually burn it. Um, did they burn it? Don't, don't they burn it as they send it out to sea or something? I think they might have burned it. I don't. I don't think they burned it. They didn't burn it. I don't. I don't think they burned it. I thought they. I was thinking maybe they did burn it. Well, you don't know what they I did. I think they burned it. I don't did know. they? I'm going to look it up. Yeah, look it up, man. Look oh, it I'll, up. I'll look it up. All right. Oh, I know you will. You only got to look it up. Oh, they call her Colleen Pickett. Colleen Pickett. Oh, I didn't know they were. They were, oh, they were married. I guess it says they were married. Yeah, I didn't know that they were married. I don't see a ring on that finger. <laughs> uh. Okay, here he goes. The funeral practices of the others are similar to those in Viking, Roman, Buddhist, and Hindu burial traditions. So you got Buddhist and Hindu, which is very Dharma. Definitely, yeah, yeah. And those attending the funeral were dressed in white, which is the traditional color in some cultures, including those that practice Buddhism. So that could be a Dharma a Dharma influence thing too, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Could be. Yeah, this says it was set on fire. They do burn it. Okay. Okay. I thought they burned it, but then I Yeah, you always hear sure. stuff. <laughs> I do. Yeah. That old brain just doesn't stop ever. It really doesn't. Really, uh, really doesn't. I've tried I to shut it, it off, and I just it never works. Mm. It just keeps going. Um, garbage, but so anyway, she brought that question up. I thought it was very interesting, considering that, uh, um, you know, we we didn't have yeah, you know, like you said, it just seemed like a a reference to their cultural practices, um, but we couldn't get anything more out of that, and the fact that. Um, they might know something about bodies coming back uh, <laughs> to life, or the spirits of those bodies coming back. I could I could see that they know that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Ben and and Richard had that conversation about him seeing his mom. Yeah. Um, so um, I I'd buy that they're that they're aware that that's something that happens, and it's interesting. And that's not as old as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like season one stuff. That's that's nah. That's that's not too bad as far as old goes. Yeah. But um. It's worth noting. I, I hope when we look back, that stuff won't seem like just like whatever. It, it'd be nice if it if it did seem to have a purpose. Yeah. Um, and that that would give it a purpose. So. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Anyway. So. Uh, right. Oh, I was gonna ask. Well. What do I want to say? So. Right, so your thing with Jacob is that he doesn't want people to find the island, and that is his primary concern um, in this situation. So, mm. so he sends Locke to stop this attempt well, because... 
I think Jacob's primary concern right now is having Locke help rescue him or whatever that's about. Okay. Uh, I think Jacob is in uh, in need of help uh, in some form. I would agree um, by his one and only line. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I think that. Just call it a hunch. No. Uh, yeah, he says, help me. Um and I don't know if he specifically means help me or he means, like, help me defend the island or if he means help me get rid of Ben. Yeah, I know. You it know. can mean a lot of things. It can mean a lot of things. Um, so I think that's what uh, that's really what Locke is about to do, is about to uh, start kicking some butt in the name of Jacob. Um, <laughs> but right. I, I, don't, I don't think Jacob wants people to find the island either. Um, so this is like a side mission, not primary mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, helping people not find the island does help Jacob in a way, I'm sure, but um, but uh, it's not it's not directly related to whatever kind of help he needs. Yeah, you know the the what's interesting is you know Locke doesn't doesn't explain why he killed Naomi or anything like that, you know, or or you know what what he was told by Walt slash Jacob slash Smokey slash the island. <laughs> um, <laughs> The uh, fearsome foursome, as right. it were. <laughs> um, you know, it'd be different if he was like, you know, the island told me that these people are bad, and it would go along with what Ben said, or, or, um, or you know, the island told me that, uh, you know, not necessarily that they're bad or good, but that no one can come to the island, you know, no one can come here or something like that, and you know, he doesn't, he doesn't get a chance to explain himself. Did he? Did he leave too? Yeah, it's kind of weird. He just like walks away or something. I guess, yeah, he does. He um so he, he holds a gun on Jack as Jack tries to pick up the phone and then he says, like we said, uh, you're not supposed to do this. Uh but you know, he's he also says he doesn't want to shoot Jack and uh and in the end he lowers his gun, much like a similar situation in um further instructions, um mm-hmm. with a certain um undercover officer. Uh, he isn't isn't quite ready to kill Jack. He he had no problem with uh, throwing the knife in Naomi's back, but uh, but uh, can't quite shoot Jack. Um, uh, and we all knew. I mean, come on, who thought he was going to shoot Jack? I didn't. Yeah, right. Um, like, yeah, right. You're going to shoot Jack now? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's the only, <laughs> that's the only thing about this show. I'll, I'll rarely believe Jack's in like serious jeopardy, you know, in terms of dying. Um, because uh he's a main character and I really don't think he's gonna die ever. Yeah. So uh so uh, unless it's like some kind of weird thing where he dies like right at the end, but uh up until If he dies it'll be at the end. It'll be getting them off the island or for some noble cause. Exactly, yeah. And it has to be really close to the end. They can't go too long without Jack. He won't die off screen, believe oh, me. Oh, he really will oh God. Yeah, they shot Jack, and that's it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, ben came back from his grave and shot Jack. <laughs> oh, that's really weird. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, oh, That's another um, thing, too. If they ever do kill Ben, like, we might still see him around. Oh, God, he'll so show up again. You know. Yeah. He'll have to show up again. And he'll, he'll be even more menacing when he's supernatural. Yeah. Try to kill me now. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you gonna do? Punch me in the face? I don't have a face.
<laughs> Boom. Try to punch me in the face now, Jack, huh? So, uh, right. So, um, uh, yeah, Locke, uh, I didn't even write down what he does. He just kind of fades into the background. Um, it was, uh, it was a little bit odd. Yeah, the focus shifts to the call, and I think Locke just leaves. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, he's done his job. Um, now they're going to have to explain why Naomi got a knife in her back. Um, <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Locke. So, uh, yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Um, I'm here for you, buddy. So, Jack, uh, another, another person, um, he talks, Jack, oh, God. It's, it's getting close to the end. I'm starting to lose Yeah, it, so. it's been a long podcast. So, Keep it together, man. Keep it together. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make it, I think. So, Jack talks to a man on the other end and uh, informs them of their situation. Uh, when he asked about Naomi, he luckily asked another question that Jack can answer mm-hmm. <laughs> instead of saying, well, you know, she's kind of dead right here with a knife in her back. Um, uh, so he, uh, he informs them of their situation and, uh, you know, asks them if he can get a fix on their signal. Hell yeah, I can. And so, Hell uh, yeah, I can. <laughs> Yay. And so, so the man says they're they're on their way and everyone celebrates. Yay. So I'm this, thinking this is not good. This yeah. is not good. <laughs> Me too. But don't you think they're the good guys? It is good, right? For you? I don't think both Locke and Ben can be wrong. Really? I really think this is the one instance where Ben is telling the truth. Yeah. I do uh, too. Because he he's got nothing to lose. Uh there's no reason to lie. He, you know, like I said, he's the, he's the boy who cried wolf, and and that's yeah. that's the irony is that when he's actually telling the truth, no one's going to believe him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. He's like beyond um, the boy who cried wolf. He's, he's yeah. Oh my God, this guy is as far as liars go, man. Woof, woof. He's he's way up there. So um, I don't know what I just barked. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, weird. Um, I mean, the other the other scenario is that he's wrong. There are bad guys out there trying to find the island, but but Naomi's guys are still the good guys. But that's the thing: if they are the good guys, then then I mean, they're not going to get rescued. At least not all of them. Oh, you yeah. know, maybe Claire and Aaron will get off the island somehow or something. You know, yeah. put that to rest. But um, if they are the good guys, then it's like they're not going to get rescued. So what's the point of making them the good guys? Right, you know, if they're the bad guys, then then there's drama there because you know, because you get that that they're all hopeful. Oh yeah, here's the boat, blah blah blah, and they you know these guys storm off with guns or something. Yeah, and and, and it's like, oh no, look what we did. We brought this upon ourselves, and then they have to fight these guys. Pretty much the same kind of thing as the as the Walt uh, raft player uh, mm-hmm. incident. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Oh, you got plane crash! What? That was awesome. <laughs> uh, no, look at that! You ain't kidding, is you? Oh, that's sweet. Okay, we're going to take the kid. <laughs> man, something happened to Tom. Man, he just—he looked progressively worse. Yeah, as the seasons went on. He's—he he's, is not eating well. I don't think um, something's going on. He—he uh, he he looks to, totally um, different than he, he, than he, he looked put in on the way, first. He looks older. Um, it's only been three years, but he looks like ten years older mm-hmm. than he did when he appeared in the in the season two uh, 
one, sorry, season one finale. Uh, it was, uh, yeah, and and he made a transformation to season two. It's been a progression. He wasn't as bad in season two as he is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's having health problems or something. But yeah, he looked really bad um, in this episode. Uh, so um, maybe it's good for him that he's dead. <laughs> um, oh. Lost is making him unhealthy somehow. Yeah, it's something's going on. Yeah, it's very, it's very odd. Very odd. Um, he got gray hair too. He didn't even seemed to have gray hair when we first met him. That's... Yeah, <sighs> it's all very confusing. So uh, anyway, yeah, I, uh, this is where we leave the Losties uh, at the end of the season here, uh, celebrating with a rescue seemingly imminent. Yay! So, um, yeah, it's a pretty pretty triumphant ending, seemingly. So, uh, but I but I do I do think they're the bad guys and uh, and truly not Penny's boat or whatever and uh, and so I think uh, I think bad stuff is going to come of this. Um, in the immediate future, but I have no idea what and how that will play out. Yeah, you know, and they said we'll be right there. I mean, what does that really mean? Um, you know, are the Losties supposed to stay there? Are they supposed to go to the beach, you know, the nearest beach? Yeah. Um, you know, let's coordinate this a little bit more, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How long is it going to take? I mean, you guys are 80 miles offshore or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's going to take a couple of hours or something. I don't know how mm-hmm. fast boats go, whatever. I don't either. <laughs> At least an hour. And it's a freighter. That's a freighter, whatever that means. I don't that means know. It's, that means it carries cargo or something. I guess. Why would you have a freighter? Don't ask me. On a rescue with a mission. Yeah, with a helicopter. Um, to me, that means that's that that means it's sort of a low budget thing. Like you don't have the right kind of, you know, equipment and resources. Like all you could get was a freighter. Mhm. You know, but that doesn't that that wouldn't that should mean it's not Widmore then. Mm. You know. Mhm. That's the thing. I feel like it might be Penny's boat, man, and and we're gonna believe they're gonna say it's not. I don't know what I think anymore. Okay. <laughs> I want it to be the bad guys, but I also want it to be the good guys, and then think it's the bad guys. Uh huh. <laughs> they don't think it's the bad guys, though. Not yet. The well, only thing that'll make them think it's the bad guys is Desmond. Exactly. See, I think Desmond's gonna come and tell them, "Hey, look, it's not Penny's boat." And Ben's gonna be like, "I told you," mm-hmm. and they're gonna they're gonna think it's not Penny's boat, right? I I can see that happening. I really can, but uh, yeah. I guess I'm just leaning the other way right now. Or maybe maybe Desmond will tell them when it's too late, but he'll be wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, right. <laughs> like it's not Penny's boat, and like Penny shows up. Oh. <laughs> What are you talking about, Desi? Desi? This is so crazy. I'm right here um, behind you. <laughs> How did she get behind him? <laughs> I don't know. She's a little... Yikes. She's kind of scary. Um, all right, so next scene. Next scene, and the final scene. Oh, should we mention that the, the men... What is it, Minkowski... Uh, the guy on the other end of the phone, of the sad phone. Oh, was that his name? I didn't even catch yeah. that. Minkowski, really? Minkowski, I think, is a famous somebody, somebody. Yeah, I'm I'm familiar with that name, uh, but uh, but I don't know what he was famous for. 
Let me tell you. Okay. Where are you going to get this information from? Uh, out of my head, of oh, course. Of course. I know a lot of stuff. What are you talking about? You just about? need a little Come time to, uh, to punch in the... I mean, I mean, remember the facts? Uh, no, I don't need time to remember that Minkowski, uh, it, you know, Herman Minkowski, two ends, of course. Two Because ends. he was an uh, early 20th century German mathematician Herma. slash physicist uh, who described time as a fourth dimension. Ooh, no, he didn't. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I think he did some math stuff that I've seen. I've heard I've heard that name a few times. Associated yeah. with things. Um, but hey, you know they like to just throw names out there. Um, so presumably, maybe we'll get to see uh, what's up with that uh, at the beginning of season four. <sighs> we'll see. Who is Minkowski, and what does he do? <laughs> and what does he do? Who is your father, and what does he do? Uh, so, yeah. Um, did you want to say something about that, or are you just noting that his name was that? Or? Just noting that another another character reference to famous mathematician, physicist, philosopher, blah, blah, blah. They love that. They do love that. It's it's. I think it's one of their naming, like... Things, you know. Yeah. You know, instead of just like plucking a name out of the air, they 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 go look for something like that. What haven't we used yet? Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, oh, Minkowski. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So next. Right. The next scene and the final scene of the season four finale is a flashback, aka flash forward. Um. Jack's Jack sitting in his apartment, and it's it's. It's not looking good. Um, he's got, you know, crap in the sink. You know, I do my dishes way more often than he does, apparently. You do your often way more than a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. You do your often way more than a restaurant. Is that what I said? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I'm tired. I knew what you meant, and the way you worded it, it Worked in his favor sometimes. You do yours way more often than... Oh, I'm done. (laughs) Are you tired? Is this like hour 10 of the podcast? No. It's like hour 9, I think. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We're fine. We're fine, folks. Don't worry. Uh, All right. We're professional. I think we've got another 30 minutes on this talk shoe thing before it cuts us off. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. So. Um. Okay. So right. So Jack's sitting on the floor. He's uh, depressed as usual for this uh, segment of the show. Uh, he calls Kate again, um, <coughs> and uh, and he asks to see her. He arranges a meeting um, mm-hmm. at the airport. At LAX, which is literally uh, like a mile and a half from my house. Yay! Um, just thought I'd make you jealous with that tidbit. No, I'm really kidding. jealous. <laughs> yeah, uh, I actually kind of wonder where they actually where they shot that. I wonder if they shot that at LAX or if they shot that at the uh, Hawaiian airport or I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I couldn't really. I didn't get a good enough shot to really be able to tell where that was, but. Uh, um, I did want to mention in Jack's apartment he had a lot of maps and books oh. about maps related stuff. 
giving us the idea that he's desperately trying to find the location of the island. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. I thought nothing of it the first time I watched it. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, like, oh, look, Jack, he's, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just looking at maps. Um. <laughs> but he doesn't know that he's looking at maps. No. No, he doesn't know what he's doing. No, he's on he's on drugs and drinking and just looking at maps, you know. You know, this scene, you know, I've been I've been kind of uh watching the ep- you know, having the episode on my computer on as we go through these scenes and and looking at it. And uh, you know, his beard was fairly consistently gray the whole episode. And in this one scene here, when he's, you know, on the floor, on the wall, whatever, his beard does not look great at all. I don't know what that's about. I don't know what to do with that. I don't There's either. no gray. There's no gray. Time anomalies, alternate dimensions. Yeah, I don't know if it's, and I don't know if these, if these, uh, I mean, I'm assuming these flash forwards are in, you know, uh, chronological order. Oh, yeah. You know? They have to be pretty much chronological. I mean, he references the funeral and stuff. And hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say before I shoot you with the harpoon. Oh, okay. <laughs> I forgot. Mm-hmm. Don't forget. Good thing I ducked and it missed me. Yeah, good thing I didn't have a harpoon. Quick reflex. And though. and even in the end. Uh, the last scene at the at the at the airport, uh, his beard does not look great anymore. Um, I just don't know what to do with that. I mean, production error in two different scenes, you know, like I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So what else we can talk about? Yeah, I just uh, I don't know where to go with that, but um. Besides the whole scene here. Yeah. So uh, so then uh, then we see Jack out at the airport. And a mysterious stranger arrives. Um, <laughs> who, Kate? <laughs> oh, you spoiled it. You call, you've been <laughs> you've been saying Kate the whole time, and plus everyone's seen the episode. I'm trying to set the stage here. No, set the stage, but you've already shown us the actors behind the curtain. <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, no, that was supposed to be humorous. So anyway, uh yeah, it's Kate. Oh. Uh, she comes she comes out of the uh she comes out of the shadows and she's um got a lot of makeup on and uh, She's got um, some digital effects or something. Yeah, she looks pretty weird. It kinda reminded me of that American Idol episode with uh with uh 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 Stefani. Gwen Stefani, yeah, where she just looked like fuzzy or something like not clearly defined yeah the the, i don't know what i really think it's just the lighting um i don't know if they shot used a different lens when they shot her too um but uh and you know they i doubt that they want to spend money on digital effects i mean they don't i mean she's not she's not that horrible looking where they have to like do a lot but uh she definitely she looked dramatically different and she was like glowing or something you know and her eyes were like sparkling and like um uh they just made her seem like um heavenly almost mm-hmm. um so it was really weird really strange i don't know if they just did that just to be have the contrast between her and jack you know um, yeah, or or if they're I don't know I don't know what they're doing with that. 
I don't know what they're doing with that either. Because, um, like, I think even in her flashback, she's never been like that, you know. She ne- yeah, and her hair was, like, silky, mm-hmm. flowing goodness, and, like, it was just crazy. Yeah. She was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was weird. It was very, very weird. But, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's any point to that or not. Um, my jury's out on that. So, uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and read through the scene in its entirety. It's not that long. And, uh, can I read Kate's part? Oh, you want to, you want to do it can back read, and forth? Can I read Jack's part? <laughs> Which one do you want? I don't know. Uh, I don't care. Uh, I don't either. That's not good. You, know, you want to read this whole scene? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll be Jack. Okay. <clears throat> Get in character here. Um, are we starting at the... Where are we starting? We're starting at the beginning. Okay. The hey. Hey. Yeah. Okay. Okay, here we go. Hey. Hey. Saw you on the news, still pulling people out of burning wreckage, huh? Old habits. You look terrible. Haha, <laughs> thanks. Why did you call me, Jack? I'm handing you the newspaper clipping. Oh. I was hoping that you heard. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. That That maybe you'd go to the funeral. Why would I go to the funeral? I've been flying a lot. I'm not going to answer your question. <laughs> I've been flying a lot. What? Yeah, that golden pass they gave us. I've been using it. Every Friday night, I, I fly to L.A., to Tokyo, Singapore, Sydney, and then I get off and I have a drink and, and I fly home. Why? Because I wanted to crash, Kate. I don't care about anyone else on board. Every little bump we hit or turbulence, I mean... I actually close my eyes and I pray that I can get back. This is not going to change. No, I'm sick of lying. We made a mistake. I have to go. He's going to be wondering where I am. <laughs> we weren't supposed to leave. Yes, we were. Mm. Goodbye, Jack. We have to go back, Kate. We have to go back. Yeah, you know, this was this was an interesting scene. Yes. So there's the scene. Um, I was just going to read it all myself, um, but you got a nice dramatization of it. <laughs> um, lucky you. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I really don't understand Kate. So it's hard for me to be her. But um, I especially don't understand where she's coming from in the scene. Uh, I sympathize with Jack a lot more, so it's hard for me to hard for me to relate to her, whatever she, mm-hmm. whatever her deal is in the scene. Well, um, you did just like see his whole story. Yeah, I suppose that helps, huh? <laughs> to uh, identify with him. So um, yeah, fair point. Fair point. Um, so. Uh, the big reveal in this in this uh, thing is that is that it's all been a flash forward. This is post crash, and uh, and other stuff too. Uh, you know, Kate. Why would Kate says why would I go to the funeral? Um, uh, you find out that uh, 
that uh, that Jack really thinks he needs to go back to the island. Mm-hmm. You find out that um, that they've been lying about something. They've been um, lying. I don't know, you know, what that means. Um, and then uh, and then there's this very minor mystery of who's going to be wondering where Kate is, um, which uh, I don't care as much about, but uh, it's there. Um, you know, who's, who's she referring to there? Um, so, yeah, so there's a lot of uh, things to bring up here. Um, so Well, the easy one to tackle, I think, is who she's going home to. Yeah, that's pretty easy. And she says, you know, he's going to be waiting for me, you know, implying that Jack knows who this person is. Um, So I think it's Sawyer. I mean, it could, you know, just be whoever, you know, some new person or somebody she met, um, you know, since they got back. And Jack just knows who it is, so she doesn't have to say. Yeah. Um, I think it's Sawyer. I was thinking it also could be Kevin, you know, her old boyfriend that she almost married. Oh, Kevin? Oh, that guy. The cop yeah. guy? the cop guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking, you know, maybe after she got back to, you know, the real world. Uh, she did marry him. She did. They, they oh, she did? With it. Oh, they did get married. I was thinking maybe when she got back, she, you know, he found her or something, and they reunited, and she tried to make it work with him. Mm-hmm. I could see that. I just assumed it was Sawyer, but yeah, it could be other people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, right. So, so what about all this other business? Um, you know, what are they lying about? Uh, why is Kate so like, you know, anti all this stuff? You know, what's her deal? Uh, um, what are they lying about? Um, they could be lying about a lot of stuff. Um, and, and that's the thing. He says, what is, what is the line? He says, I'm tired of lying. Uh, I'm sick of lying. Sick of lying. That can mean a lot of things, you know, sick of lying about what happened on the island, uh, you know, sick of, uh, he could just be sick of lying because, he, you know, he doesn't feel like a hero and people think he's a hero, especially with this last thing that happened with the car accident. Um Grander than that, um, maybe there's a conspiracy, you know, um, about, you know, how they got back to the States, you know? Mm-hmm. Because uh, we know that Kate should be, she should sort of be undercover because she's still wanted. Yeah, that was a, that was another question. Yeah, why is she, uh, why is she not arrested mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, in jail? Um, did she somehow maintain her fugitive status or, uh, did they just pardon her for no apparent reason? Uh, uh, without the marshal, no one wanted to chase her, uh, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, that part's kind of weird. Um, I mean, I feel like, I feel like someone has a lot of explaining to do if they, if this, you know, if the losties get back to the real world. Yeah. (laughs) This whole wreckage thing and that everyone, the bodies were accounted for, like people have a lot of explaining to do. I'm not even sure I believe that anymore. I'm starting to feel like Naomi was lying. Why lie about that? I have no idea. Does it make any sense to... 
It really doesn't. Never mind. I don't think that anymore. <laughs> that was quick. It's a quick turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense where she would lie about that because even she said, like, what difference does it make? You're not dead. You yeah. Know? And so I was like, okay, you're right. Um, you know what? I, I really want to lean towards some sort of idea that um, that something happened to where the Losties never went, never, the plane never crashed. Um, they did something where they, they got, you know, they basically got themselves rescued. They got back to their, to the, to their, to the real world, but it sort of, you know, um, negated the crash of the plane, you know, some sort of time travel thing. Um, and that they're lying about, and that's what they're lying about is that, you know, the real timeline or whatever is that they were stuck on this island, but now they're really not. Um, and, and and this idea that he has to go back, I feel like, uh, is related to that, that um, that he remembers his time on the island, but he never actually did it or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but, um, you know, I'm just stuck on this looking glass thing, and I'm stuck on this this idea that this all of this is taking place in the future, mm-hmm. which um, which should not be able to be changed, but they change the future all the time on the show. Yeah. Uh, so. They have set a precedent for that. Um, and I just I just want to believe that when he's like, we got to go back, um, that he's not, it's not only, it's not only a location, it's a time to, mm-hmm. you know. Interesting. I just assumed location. Um, well, uh, I... I have heard uh, that possibly next season there will be more flash forwards mm-hmm. uh, mixed in with the flashbacks. So I guess what I'm thinking is that uh, the flash forwards are true, um, but this story will develop um, through flash forwards. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't the end. You know what I mean? Uh, he will continue to try to get back, and you know, I don't know. I don't know what the end of that is. This is the thing. I, I feel like I feel like it will continue. He's going to try to get back, but it's going to, but it's also a getting back in time thing too. Because um, if he gets back, I mean, it's like that's the thing. He 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 keeps saying like we have to go back, not like I have to get back. Like yeah. we, like I feel like he's saying everyone collectively. I agree. Yeah, like you everybody know? who was there. Yeah. Yeah, everyone who needs to go back, which is which is to, which is to say that you know that that's somehow possible, that there's, like, you know, this one thing he can do to get everyone to get back, which would, you know, sort of, you know, denote a, a time travel kind of thing uh, versus let's round everyone up and put them all on a plane and go back to the island. Right. You know, because um, that won't happen because there's people who don't want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I'm sort of torn, you know, I'm sort of torn between what, what's, what makes sense and what, uh, what seems to be going on. Because I, th- I think it's more than just, Let's find a way to fly to the island, you know. Uh, and I think, I think, however they got off the island too is important in terms of what's going on now and the in the future. Yeah, definitely. Um, it seems like it ties in. Um, mm-hmm. um, is the island even there anymore? Is it visible still? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh boy, so many questions. What about everybody else? Uh, mm-hmm. 
you know. Yeah, where is everybody else? What about them? Yeah, what about the others? What about uh, what happened? Yeah, I mean, there's all sorts of blanks there. Um, so, uh, yeah, there, there's a lot. There's a lot left to resolve, but um, I, I do want to believe this is going to happen, um, and that somehow, you know, they'll they'll still like they'll still be able to like bring some resolution to this story without just negating it completely. Do you do you think that I mean he I mean if he's just gonna go back to the island and then what I mean like oh I'm happy I'm on the island yeah I don't know where it goes from there um, yeah it doesn't, I, I, doesn't make any sense he's addicted to drugs he's gonna <laughs> go to the island and I guess wean himself off of it but yeah I yeah I, I have no idea what the you know if him going to the island is really the end of this or, or if something else you know comes in. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea, but I guess I just don't. I don't want this to be. I don't want this to be negated. I, uh, you know, I, I, I like it, but, you know, they do that a lot. Not a lot. They do that sometimes in, in shows and stuff where they, you know, it's like they want they want to have their cake and eat it, too. They want to show you this future, but also, you know, do something else. So, you know, yeah. you kind of feel satisfied by seeing what could happen. Mm-hmm. Then they go and they sort of change it, and then something a little more pleasant happens. Right. We'll see in a year. Yeah, I know. <laughs> nine months or whatever, eight, <laughs> nine months. Yeah, it'll be a long-ass time. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, that's um, something we look forward to developing. It's a, it's a really new, like, thing for the show. I mean, the, the perspective oh, yeah. is totally different, you know. It's kind of like dual storylines. Yeah. You know, one one in the present, one in the or one in the past, and one in the present. Mhm. You know. Yeah, yeah, and it just it shifts the focus, you know, to some extent, um, where you have this, this future it, stuff happening. It just to me, it seems like there's no point in developing the future storyline unless it's going to somehow affect the past storyline. You know what I mean? Hmm. I do know what you mean. You know? Mm-hmm. Which, which to me, just goes back to time travel. Goes back to time travel. It all goes back to time travel. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so, with this whole time travel thing, I mean, how does that, you know, this whole future flash forward thing uh how does that actually tie in you think to the looking glass with the looking glass is it just is it just the red herring i think i said red herring like 20 times in this podcast (laughs) (laughs) i feel like this is clue and they just this is the end where you get to hear them say red herring for every ending of the movie communism was just a red herring communism was the red herring great line God Gotta love it. that. They had to repeat it four times. Yeah. Uh, the flash forward was just a red herring. The looking <laughs> glass was just a red herring. Um, is it is the reference to the to the Lewis Carroll looking glass just a is it just a idle reference or is it are we supposed to look into it more? What do you think? And I'll tell you my theory about what's going on. <laughs> Uh, originally, uh, I thought we were supposed to look into it more before we knew more about what was going on. Um, at this stage, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's about as, you know, deep as, like, White Rabbit was, you know, mm-hmm. um, in that episode. So, um, eh, 
I, I don't see that there's much there, but um, I have a feeling you might have some thoughts on that. <laughs> well, I have a very a very general theory about how the the looking glass might fit into the flash forwards. So here it is. Um, <laughs> All right. Um, my idea basically centers around the idea. My idea centers around an idea. That's pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's a- my theory centers around the idea that they didn't leave the island through like conventional means. Okay. You know, they didn't. Uh, they didn't get on a boat. There was no helicopter. Um, the idea that somehow the Looking Glass. Um, has the ability to, or or was allowed them to basically make it seem like they never crashed on the island. Yeah. And that you know the survivors, or maybe just specifically Jack and Kate, to make it really weird. Yeah. Uh, remember, um, you know their time on the island, everything that happened, uh, but the world doesn't remember. Mm. Um, and so to me, and, and I, and I'm, I, I have that idea, you know, couple that with Jack talking about, I'm th- tired of lying basically. Yeah. Um, you know, that's kind of where I got that from. Uh, right. but of course, you know, how does that fit in with the fact that he's a hero twice over or whatever, when that, when the first time he was a hero really should be his time on the Island, you know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not an airtight theory, but, uh, and I'm also to, like they were saving the reveal that it was a future thing for the end. So they weren't going to have people being really overt about, you know, in the early part about, yeah. And you were on that Island too. Mm-hmm. You know? So, mm-hmm. um, so that's the other thing that's making this weird. They were deliberately concealing that. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's true. So you know, it's hard to know whether it means something, you know, uh, that they, you know, maybe really didn't know or whatever. But uh, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, you know, most of their literary and and pop culture references or whatever don't really come to much. You know, all these characters have these names of different mathematicians or philosophers yeah. or whatever, and it really doesn't come to much. Tale of Two Cities, anybody? Yeah, exactly. Very, very tangential. Reference. Catch twenty two. Um, so you know, Looking Glass really shouldn't shouldn't do too much. But uh, you know, I wanted to, I, I wanted to be uh, really crazy and interesting. But uh, it probably isn't. Mm-hmm. But um, but I, you know, I just want to throw the idea out there that um, that somehow the Looking Glass ha- has the ability to um, either either we're seeing this timeline because of something with the looking glass specifically and it really never really happens or doesn't happen or you know the looking glass has you know it's some crazy thing and uh has some crazy power or something and it and it um got them off the island through unconventional means i don't know okay is that is that that's it that's about it okay yeah, nothing much there, just a general theory. Okay. It's possible. I mean, I originally thought the looking glass was more descriptive about what the station was going to be. Um, mm-hmm. um, and I guess it's possible, you know, there's stuff we don't know about it. Um, I got the sense that what we saw was all there was, but um, but there there might be more to it. Um, I hope there's more to it. And, you know, if you think about it, I mean, if, if the looking glass does have some crazy power, I mean... Where's a good place to hide something like that, you know, underwater? Yeah. Because we found all the underground ones. Right. Those aren't hidden enough. No, not at all. 
And hey, what if Widmore wants to find the island because he knows about the Looking Glass and he wants to use it to uh, change the future or something? Or mm-hmm. oh god, you know, hey, that's a powerful power. <laughs> it is. It is. Truly I'm tired. <laughs> powerful power. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'd like to throw out something I've seen a lot that I, I sort of feel like is true. Um, it's it's a it's another kind of vague theory, I guess. Um, that's really short, and it goes a little something like this: um, the uh, the the fact that they uh, that Jack uh, radios uh, Naomi's boat at the end, um, mm-hmm. and you know they seem to be on their way pretty soon. The idea that that you know, and Locke says, you know, you're not supposed to do this and all that, that that is the event that's, you know, brings about some sort of chain of events that leads to this flash forward. Mm-hmm. You know, that that, that was um, that was a point where, um, you know, if he hadn't done that, then blah, 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 and blah, 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 other shit wouldn't have happened. Whatever comes in the future, I don't know. Yeah. But, um, and then it wouldn't have ended up like it did, um, that for some reason they ended up, lying about stuff, and for some reason, Kate's just just a bitch in the future, um, <laughs> who's like, why would I go, and well, yeah, we're going to keep lying, because I want to, and, you know, it's... Um, lying about what? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of the theory that the theory doesn't explain, but... Uh, uh, that's part of the theory that the theory doesn't... Okay. That's... Uh, that's part of that's one of the questions raised by the theory that the theory doesn't deal with. Okay. Um so um uh yeah, but uh but somehow, you know, they're going to show up and I I don't know. I some people have, have theorized that maybe just Jack and Kate got off and no one else did. Um mm-hmm. I don't really believe that, but um you know, maybe um, it's it's completely open. What happened to the rest? Of that's them. interesting. That's interesting. Um, I would, yeah. Uh, that's interesting. I can definitely see Jack really desperate to want to go back if he left everyone there. Right. Um, that is plausible. Um, you know, I I still want to believe that she's she wants to go back home to Sawyer though. Yeah. Um, I do too. Pretty much. But um, that's the thing. I mean, Jack was going to, you know, he was going to leave before on the sub. So yeah, uh, maybe he got a chance to leave and he thought he could um, get people. But tired of lying about what, though? I mean, it seems like maybe the lying would be that everyone was left there. But he that's something he would tell the authorities. Yeah, you would think so. Um, you would think so. Yeah. And, and I don't know how Michael would tie into all that. Um if that's really him in the casket. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. Michael already got off the island. Yeah. So maybe, you know, Jack just tracked him down or knew what his new name was. Yeah. Um, and that, he, that's, that's, huh? Yeah, and if he's the only other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That that that's that theory doesn't really uh, hurt the whole Michael in the casket thing. Um, I agree. That's interesting. That's interesting that they're the only two, and and maybe that's specifically why Jack keeps calling her because she's the only one who knows what's going on. Yeah. Interesting. It you know put it on the pedestal like everything <laughs> else. Put it on the um the mantle. <laughs> okay. Let's. I uh, will. Here I go. And I placed it there. <laughs> there. It is. Is the fireplace going? It uh, it is, but it's a fake gas one. 
Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, you know, I got to tell you, those are those are a lot easier. Yeah, the real ones are dangerous and messy, and nobody wants a real fireplace. Come on. No. Burning like wood. Burning wood. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop it, guys. Um. <laughs> uh, never mind the man typing. No. Um, I was going to say something else. Um, Alrighty. Yeah, you know, we have like eight, nine months to speculate on uh, yeah, what's going on know. here. And I think we'll need all that time to be wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I remember uh, before, you know, season three, all the speculation that went on um, versus what, you know, happened. And mm-hmm. uh, very little of it was spot on. <laughs> Uh, my vision of what was going to follow was uh, was really very far removed from what actually happened. So, I don't even remember what I said. I don't either. Uh, I remember what I said, not what you said. Um, uh, I had I had the sense that the time with the others was going to be far more crazy um, than mm-hmm. it was, and I thought, God, we're going to learn so much about them and. You know, that little <laughs> that little segment of the show didn't really teach us that much about the others. It was only later um, that we really learned about them. Mm-hmm. Um, after they all escaped and stuff, uh, we got we got more and more. And really, there there's still a lot of mystery about them. Um, so, uh, uh, I assume. That's, some of that stuff will be addressed in season three. It's a very odd place to leave the season. The others are just off doing who knows what, and these, you know, this boat may be coming for you know, and what's their deal, and just kind of uh, yeah, an odd place uh, to leave things. Yeah, it is a little. It's a little weird. You know, last uh, season we had the uh, the big. Uh, <laughs> big hatch explosion and uh yeah the, you're the, coming the, home with that yeah exactly and there was like it was sort of an obvious cliffhanger you know mm-hmm. kind of thing i guess they really went with the impact of the flash forward for the ending yeah. of this episode yeah um, it's a, it's sort of a transitional finale because yeah. everyone's yeah, the others are going to the you know the others are going to the temple and the lossies maybe getting rescued uh, well, not really, but you know. Yeah. Ostensibly, uh, and uh, that's another theory I've seen that they'll actually all get rescued, and the rest of the show they'll be they'll be rescued. Um, I don't really think that's gonna happen. Who thinks that? Let me slap them. <laughs> yeah, I know you should. I mean, because there's there's too many island mysteries. I mean, they without. I mean, how do you? We can't talk about Jacob anymore. Smokey. Yeah. Uh, the dead people uh, who re, you know resurface on the island, like all those mysteries are just null and void if they leave. No more Dharma stuff, really. Right. I mean, you can do some, I guess, other type of Dharma mysteries, but not island related. You know. Yeah. So that's a weird. That's a weird. <laughs> that's is. the thing. Like it, it. That's too easy, though. If they get rescued at this point, it's too easy. Yeah. I mean, all they did was, like, you know, wait for Naomi to come and then, like, cut off two blocking signals, and that's it. We got rescued. Wow. Mm-hmm. Took us three years to just do that? Hmm. 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 I don't think much of us. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think they gotta work a little harder to uh, to get rescued. I for agree. real. In the end, it'll be it'll be more than that. And uh, Smokey, you know, needs to be resolved. Um, yeah. And uh, if they leave the island, that's going to be rough. Uh, they just come back to Smokey, and he explains who he is and what his deal is. Unless, unless like, you know, I, I noticed that uh, they brought Vincent with them, you know, on the oh, trek yeah. to the tower. They did. And uh, so um, I was thinking, you know, well, maybe if they get rescued, you know, with this crappy rescue theory, that uh, they'll just bring Vincent with them back to the stage, and then, like, you know, Vincent is smoky, and he'll just run amok and around the country. And they'll have to put together a crack team of scientists and military professionals to take down Smokey. Yikes. Led by the enigmatic Ben Linus. Ooh. Oh, God, no. Please, no. Please, no. <laughs> I can see Kurt Russell in this movie. Kurt Russell or um, or or Nick Cage. Yeah, sure. Why not both? Be a, be a powerhouse. Both guy. double bill. Yeah, why not? Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a great. Speaking idea. of movies with old actors, mm-hmm. um, you you heard about that new one, Mr. Brooks with uh, Dennis Quaid? No, I think it's Dennis Quaid, or is it is it Dennis Quaid? It's like it's like this serial killer movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Dennis Quaid. Now I'm thinking it's somebody else. Oh no no no! It's Kevin Costner. Oh yeah, it's Kevin Costner. Um, oh. playing this like you know badass serial killer guy. Here it is on the cover of IMDb on the front page. Wow. Uh, and I'm just like, I don't buy you as that kind of character, Kevin Costner. Why not? I He's just so don't. Upright and straightforward and <laughs> exactly the the. Old guy next door. Uh, yeah. Well, you know, he really, he really hasn't, um, he hasn't had the blockbuster power that he did um, in the in the early '90s, late '80s. Yeah. So, um, you know, maybe he needs to reinvent himself somehow. I guess. Try to come back as a character actor like uh, I Don just, Travolta. You know, I just see him as the bodyguard. You know. Yeah. I see him as uh, Wyatt Earp. Um, All I can think of with Kevin Costner is uh, JFK. JFK, Jim Garrison. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Field of Dreams. I mean, come yeah, on, Dancing too. with Wolves, Robin Hood. Look at all those movies, and he's, he's going to go play this like serial killer guy. Yeah, he's he's always he's always the good guy, pretty much. Um, so uh, it's it's weird to have him uh, doing that kind of stuff. But Jimmy uh, Moore's. Demi Moore's also in the movie. Oh, really? Do you care to see her acting again? <laughs> I don't, really. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't really a fan to begin with. Um, I think I think her her time has passed. Yeah, she took a she took some breaks there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. G.I. Jane, man, that was it for her. G.I. Jane. Yep. Scarlet Letter, man. Don't forget. Yeah, that too. Oh man. Strip tease. Oof. Ouch. My favorite Demi Moore movie probably is. <laughs> I know, right? Um, That's a rough one. I mean, I... Ghost probably. Oh God, That's a, yeah. That's a, what are you gonna do? Everyone knows that one. I've never even yeah. seen that shit. Uh, I really. It's such a weird to. movie. It's such a it's such a early '90s movie. It is, yeah. Let me see if I can 
say I like any of these movies. Um, oof. Ugh. What's your favorite movie, Demi Moore movie, everyone who's listening? <laughs> Why do you ponder it with us? Yeah, God, this stuff. Is it uh, 1991's Nothing But Trouble? Or is it, maybe it's uh, 1988, The Seventh Sign? You know, I, 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 I don't think I've seen The Seventh Sign. I kind of wanted to see it. Um, I, I saw it. It was interesting. This uh, About Last Night is based on... Mammoth play. I wanted to see that too, but I haven't seen it either. So, no comment on that. Um, Dana uh, Mall's fire. I saw a few good men, but that had a lot of other stars in it um, who stole her thunder. I think like Jack Nicholson. Hello. He's always stealing thunder. Yeah, that was Aaron Sorkin. He ran away with that movie. I guess. Wow. Who knew? Who's that? I don't even know who that is. Aaron Sorkin, uh, West Wing and Studio 60. Oh. He's the creator of those shows and the writer. Wow. Old Aaron Sorkin with the with a huge movie. There was a lot wow. of people in this movie. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Guest? That's, what are you uh, doing in this movie, Christopher Guest? Noah Wiley? They just packed him in. They really did. Kevin Bacon, Kiefer Sutherland, Kevin Pollack, J.T. Walsh. Yeah. Wow. Tom Cruise. <laughs> Dan oh, Marshall, him. if anybody remembers Twin Peaks. Oh, he yeah. Oh, the best thing he ever did. Yeah, definitely. Cooper Gooding Jr. You know, I, I know. never actually saw that. I never actually saw A Few Good Men because I was, what, like yeah. 12 at the time or something, 11. Uh, another kind of movie I wanted to see when I was that age. Yeah, I know. I remember either. it being a big deal. It had the iconic line, uh, you can't handle the truth, mm-hmm. which uh, made its way into pop culture. You can't handle the truth. Yeah. That's Jack, yeah. That's the that's the new Jack. Yeah. He uh, he went down the Christopher Walken road. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was good, though. He was more interesting to watch than most of the other people in the movie. So, My favorite post... Post, you know, classic era of Jack Nicholson. My favorite movie was, was probably uh, uh, as good as it gets. I liked him in that. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, it, well, best picture, right? Hey, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's a good movie. Know. Batman, you can't beat Batman. The Witches of Eastwick, man. God, I watched that a lot when I was a kid, and I didn't know what was going on, but. Uh, what were you I doing? Was, I don't know. You know, it's one of those things. You, you get a hold of a movie when you're a kid, and it's all weird and crazy, and you just watch it, but you just totally don't know what's going on. <laughs> that was that movie came out in '87. Yeah, I was probably like eight, nine, ten when I was probably watching that on video. Wow, wow, yeah. I'm like, oh, look at this. These guys, <laughs> the three witches, and they. Cher, Susan Sarandon, and Michelle Pfeiffer. What a what a team. <laughs> yeah, what a team indeed. Yeah, I never um I never watched that. It looked too weird. It was definitely weird. I definitely weird. I was afraid of it. He did uh yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe we should go back to Lost. <laughs> oh. I just realized how long we've been talking about uh Yeah, you're right. Random stuff. 
Um, Are we off topic? Hmm. Just a little off topic, but uh, uh, entertaining nevertheless. I assume. always, always. Um. So, you know, we've been podcasting for what, like, thirty days now. Oh, at least. Um, <laughs> it gets longer every time I mention it. <laughs> um, <laughs> next time it'll be like a year. <laughs> uh. Um. Boy, our arms tired. I really don't even know what else to say about uh, the episode. Um, <laughs> uh, besides that, it was really good. A lot of crazy stuff. Um, Did you want to maybe look at some of the comments? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to. Let's go do some other stuff besides specifically talk about uh, what would you know the episode. Like. Yeah, I think our our official run through is is. Included. It's closed. Uh, if I had a gavel, I would uh, call that adjourn. Yes. Call that, that adjourn. Sense. I call that adjourn. <laughs> I would adjourn this adjournment. I would. I would institute an adjournment. All right. Here <laughs> to four, I do declare this uh, run through adjourned. Mm. Gavel, gavel, gavel. All right, yeah, let's run through the comments. Uh, we had a lot of comments. Uh, you guys are awesome. You know, we, we've seen a decidedly... Uh, what was I going to say? We've seen a marked increase in uh, in the number of, you know, posts uh, of late, and uh, which is awesome. And uh, we love it that you guys are... You know, it kind of is like you guys, you know, were uh, sort of forming, you know, the Lost Lowdown community, you know. Uh, you guys are go on there and you talk amongst yourselves and you you know you put your theories out there and you add little tidbits and you know bring back stuff that you guys have found out there on the web which is great and uh, it's fun and I think um, I think I think it's safe to say we will definitely have a forum uh, by the time the season starts <laughs> uh, season four starts so it's plenty of time to get a forum together um, so that'll be you know more conducive to uh, you know, interacting and posting messages and stuff. But, um... Yeah. Yeah, at some point you're supposed to say yeah and agree Sorry. with me. Sorry. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I was thinking... I was reading the comments. Mm. I got distracted. Um... <laughs> Oh, can I just say, you know, it doesn't matter, um, but I would love it if uh, the people who post as anonymous would, would either sign up so that we can, like, you know, have a name to your comments or, like, just put put a name, some sort of moniker when you when you do anonymous. Yeah. Uh, that way, like, we can tell, like, if there's four anonymous posts, we, you know, we can tell if those are all the same person mm-hmm. or four different people or two people and another, t- you know, or, you know, one person and then another person posted three times. And because uh, it's kind of nice to see, you know, um, to get who's saying what, um, even though, you know, it's some crazy name or something like that. But it's yeah. nice to know. Can still uh, <clears throat> assign an identity. Yeah, exactly. Even if it's. A crazy name. We're exactly. all crazy names here. Even though we don't have crazy names. I'm looking at you, your inner ninja. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me too. Your inner ninja. Not that crazy, but still. 
Um, so, yeah, that's the other thing we want to do is uh, do the little roll call. Last slowdown, last slowdown roll call. Yeah. I think that's good for the end of the season. Yeah, I do right. too. So go, Justin. Thanks, all of you, for sticking with us. And I'd like to go. thank the following people. <laughs> Here we go. Are you actually prepared to do this? I'm not at all, but oh, okay. uh, I was just going to read down the, the list of the comments here. Awesome. And, and try not to repeat myself. Here all right, let's see. let's see if you can do it. Paul in NYC, uh, a lot of comments from him. Thank you, sir. Um, your inner ninja. Haven't seen you before, but thanks for the comment. Anyway. Welcome, your inner ninja. I'm pretty sure um, that was the this is the first post we've seen of yours. So uh, welcome. Welcome indeed. Uh, Jane Doe. Plenty of comments from you. Jane Doe. Gotta love old Jane Doe. Good. Always always reliable. Um, Fifi Martini. Also. Um, gotta love the Fifi. She showed up uh, some time ago and uh, been pretty consistent. We That's haven't great. haven't haven't uh, driven her off yet. No. <laughs> uh, Radiant Redhead. Uh, you've been around. For Who is a not while. a woman? Who is not a woman? Absolutely. I have to keep reminding myself that because uh, I don't know. Radiant Redhead just makes me think of a woman. Me too. But uh, he's not, and that's okay. It is absolutely okay. Um, we all, as men, could wish we were radiant. Yes, and redheaded. And redheaded. <laughs> right. Oh, there's me. I'm not going to thank me, though. Um, <laughs> well, I'll thank you. All right. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, Makari Q. We all remember Makari Q. Yeah, for uh, for her many comments and uh, our finally figuring out how to say that name. Yep, mm-hmm. we uh, we got it right. Good for us. Uh, let's see, Sylvia, newer commenter. Um, Sylvia is actually one of my friends uh, yeah. that I've known for many many years now. Um, hey, Sylvia, <laughs> she's been uh, she's been uh, wondering where the podcast is, and it's uh, coming shortly. Obviously, if you're listening to this, it's already there. Um, but yeah, so old, good old Sylvia. I've known Sylvia for like, e like four or five years now. Wow. I've never met Sylvia, but, uh, thanks anyway. Yeah. Uh, for the comment. Uh, Steven, I think I've seen your name before. Um, oh yeah, old Steve-O. Uh, so yeah, thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, should we should we like uh, talk about what they're saying in these while we're going through? Oh, uh, I was just doing a roll call. Yeah, was... I know. I just thought that it might be you know two birds one stone kind of thing. Oh, oh dear. Okay. Oh dear. Uh, uh, I've already. I don't know what to do see. now. He's thrown me off. Um. I mean, some of the com- you know, some of the comments are just comments. You know, yeah. if there's something to bring up, let's see. Uh, oh yeah, okay. So anonymous said, you know, why uh, why was Kate not in jail? Did people forgive her uh, forgive her crime because uh, the ordeal she went through on the island? My answer is no. <laughs> the law does not protect you. Um, there's no pardon because uh, you know you had a plane crash. Um, so I would think that she's not in jail because she's going under a different name because, uh, you know, the authorities don't know that she's, uh, you know, in the States. Yeah. Which is weird. Which um, is very strange. It very, would have been strange. tricky to pull that off because they should know that she was on the plane. 
Maybe um, maybe she said her name was Henry Gale. She was being that's that's that always works. <laughs> uh, she was being transported by Marshall, so I mean surely that was uh, known to them. So um, you know it should have been mm-hmm. rough to get away um, mm-hmm. from that because they would have been expecting her. But uh, I think this brings up something that uh, I think I, I mentioned this before about you know if they get rescued it would most likely be by you know some sort of authorities or officials or something. Uh, but now we see that they could be getting rescued by some sort of third party you know not really related to any government you know uh, you know re- uh, ugh, what's the word um, police organization or anything like that. So I mean pre- presumably you know if if, if I mean, not that she's going to be rescued by this boat, but, you know, if something like this happens where the freighter comes and they all get on and the freighter's taken into the next location or the nearest land or whatever, uh, she could just make a quick escape somehow, you know, or blend in with everybody else um, before they're actually, you know, confronted by the real authorities. Yeah. Still would be tricky, though. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. She'd have to... She'd have to do a little, do a raise her, raise her born to run game a little bit. Yeah. Um, but uh, but you know she's Kate. I'm sure. I'm sure she can pull it off if anybody can. Um, Fat Cartman, you've been around for a while, while. So. Oh yeah. Always good to uh, read your comments. Um. Uh, anybody know the theme for next season? I really have no idea what the theme for next season will be. Uh, the theme for next season? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Forgiveness? <laughs> uh, I guess he means like season one. I don't know what season one was. Intro, I guess. Season two was the hatch. Uh, mm-hmm. season three was the others. So, uh, Season four, I think, is going to be uh, Island Mysteries. Okay. I, or I should say, <laughs> I, I, meant, I meant like what? Yeah, they're going to start bringing up Island Mysteries now. Um, I meant uh, Island History. Oh, history. <laughs> right. Yes, uh, you might be right. They have to do Island History sometime. Um, oh, I yeah. I think it's possible that won't be next season, but uh, maybe it will be. I don't know. <sighs> They're going to the temple. I mean, come on. we gotta see. We got to get some stuff. They're going to the temple. They're going to the temple. Come on, guys. Yeah. Um, you got a good point there. Uh, you know who. We know you. You've been around <laughs> a while. So, uh, you know who is always great. Yeah, yeah. I, I actually don't great know Great spelled G-R-E-E-E-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-A-T-T-T. I agree. It was, it was great. There's just no good way to elongate words. No, especially not a consonant. Yeah. Um, you know, I was at Epiphany a while ago when I realized you can only do that with vowels, and so when people sing in whole notes, it's always a vowel sound, so there's only, like, so many, you know, sounds yeah. you can do if you're going to hold a note. And I realized how limiting yeah. that is. It's interesting. It is. You really can't, uh, those consonants, they just aren't good for uh, singing. So anyway. Uh, oh, Fat Cartman again and again and again. Wow. Uh, <laughs> 
Somebody was was posting a, posting a lot there. Let's see, what is he talking about? I don't um, to say. Charlie, you Murphy. know, guys, we we definitely we read all of the posts, but you know, sometimes, especially since you know it's been a while since you guys posted this, you know, between when we're podcasting now, it's like we read it, we're like, oh, that's interesting, and then like we forget like specifically who said what and why. Yeah, uh, especially when there's hundred something posts, it's easy. To, yeah, it's easy to forget. In the old days, when we had three comments, <laughs> yeah, we could. Nail them all down. Who said what and exactly what they said. But, exactly. Uh, yeah, these days it's a little harder, but hey, you know we try. Um, the burden of the burden of fame, and popularity. Oh, first one he's talking about the solitary reality thing. Um, I don't know what to do with that. Um, uh, Charlie's notes to Desmond seemed important, and that's a loose end. Yeah, I mean, I think Desmond. Uh, I think Desmond's gonna gonna go run and tell them that. Um, yeah. We speculated about that earlier. That that uh, that'll probably come into play later. Um, he really didn't. Uh, I guess if he if he no 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 because he's locked out of the room. If he could have gotten to the room, he could have talked to him on the radio. Um, no, no, the room is flooded. It's not. Uh, and I don't think even if it was locked, I think the pressure of all that water uh, would keep that door shut because of the you know the way the door the door opens into the room. Yeah. So he wouldn't be able to even open the door if he tried. Yeah. Even if it was unlocked, I I, I believe. Yeah, I, I agree. I think you're right. Um. Uh. Okay. Let's see. Oh wait, does it does it does it open outwards or does it open in? Oh no, into I, the... no, I think it opens outwards. I think it. Opens oh, does outwards. it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Charlie, like, I don't remember what you said. Charlie like stepped out of the room to close the door, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Shut, so, yeah. So if it was unlocked, the force of the water would like, you know, if he opened it, it would like rush out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like that that thing with Jack at the beginning of the season when the water came in when he opened that door. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. But look at that—a little bookend. Yeah. Yeah. Flooding in the beginning of the season, flooding at the end. Oh, look at that. Full circle. Full circle. So, let's see. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, wow. Um, sorry. Uh, very long comments here. Let's uh-huh. see. Oh, is he talking about you? know Hero? who is talking to Cartman? Let's see. <laughs> I'm sorry. I wish I knew what I was talking about here. Uh huh. Oh, <laughs> it's got to be really interesting to hear us read. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um. Oh, maybe maybe you can do that. Um. And uh, interrupt me if there's something. Yeah. Here's the, here's the thing about you know you know who brought up this thing about Alex Carl and Rousseau oh. being a family. Um. <laughs> I guess, I mean, I guess, I mean, what what's really going to happen? I mean, I can see Alex hanging out with the Losties, but Rousseau is not going to hang out with the Losties. She's going to go and do her own thing. Yeah, she's not, uh, she's not cut out for, um, for long-term social interaction. Yeah. So, so. And, and Carl is going to go wherever Alex is. Oh, yeah. Um, so I guess they just kind of won't be on the show anymore because <laughs> uh, Rousseau is going to be off in the jungle and they'll be with her, I guess. I, I highly doubt that uh I highly doubt they'll they'll become series regulars, so um Yeah. You're probably right. 
but it's kind of weird too because I really don't see Russo wanting to hang out with even her daughter. I mean, you know, maybe Sunday brunch or something. Yeah. I don't need to see you every day, Alex. Yeah, know. she won't. She won't be able to handle it really. Um, too long by herself. She's not mm-hmm. really cut out for all that. But um, but I have a feeling that's what they'll do. They'll just yeah. sort of go off, and we have a lot of catching up to do, and uh, and that'll be that. <laughs> oh man, I can tell you about my bullshit, and you can tell me about yours, and mm-hmm. and we'll bond. And Carl can come too. And Carl can come too. I don't know what he's gonna do, but uh, I don't think he's going with the others anymore. Oh, uh, um, you know who brings up this point that Hurley killed someone? Yeah, that's true. Which is, uh, you know, pretty pretty big. I meant to I meant to mention earlier. I was thinking uh, I gotta give Hurley points for continuing to drive when the guy was shooting at him. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> I thought that was for Hurley. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, if someone were shooting at me, I'd be inclined to swerve or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, so uh, yeah. Anyway, had to uh, throw that out there. Um. Uh. But yeah, you're right. He uh he actually killed somebody. Um, and uh, you know who brings up uh, the the question if ABC had to pay a license fee to the Beach Boys for that song? Oh. Uh, but they actually didn't use the song. Yeah, they just mentioned uh, it. There's different license uh, fees and categories for like if you actually use the clip of the song versus like if you if you I think have someone else perform the song. Yeah. And even if like in this case where they just kind of use the melody and like just referenced it. Yeah, I've heard I've heard of multiple movies where they tried to get a song and they couldn't get it. So they got, like, a different version of it, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, an orchestral version of it or, or, or yeah. some kind of instrumental version or some other, like, alternate thing that they could get. Um, yeah, because, like, I think when you – if you get, like, a Beach Boys song, you're paying – you pay them because they wrote the song and because they performed the song. Yeah. But you can pay less if you, you know – if someone else performs a song who's really cheap, right. you know, you can get a better deal and all that stuff. Right. So, yeah, all they used was, like, the melody on the keypad. Yeah. I can't imagine they had to pay for that. But, uh... Yeah, not more than five bucks. Yeah, I mean, come on. It's ridiculous. Um, but, uh... Yeah, no, probably not. Um, Sailor's Apprentice they had to pay for. Cause that was they would definitely have to pay for that. Um... And it but, probably went to uh oh, it probably went to Dave Girl, huh? <laughs> yeah, well he wrote, he did write the song, but uh yeah. I think Courting Love owns the Nirvana catalog, so I, I don't That's know. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I don't I I was thinking it would go to her, but he wrote the song. It's kind of a weird I, situation. I, I don't know who uh who gets the who gets the money, I don't know. Yeah. I guess she does, right? Maybe. I really I don't, don't know. know. I really don't hmm. know. We should call and ask. Yeah. You call Courtney. Okay. I will, yeah. I'll call Dave. Damn it. <laughs> I don't want that Not one. it. Not it. I don't, want to, I don't want to talk to Courtney Love. I don't either. Yeah. Well, he I does. called it. You did. Oh, well. Yeah, i got to be quicker, man. Yeah. Um, you know, also, you know who asked, was Jacob appearing to John in the form of Walt? And uh, I think the answer to that is a, I don't know. Um, maybe kind of, but, but it made me think that, uh, 
this whole thing about Jacob being the island, being smoky, all related, you know, the Holy Trinity. Yeah. Um, maybe Jacob appears as people that you know slash love uh, because you can't see his regular form normally. Uh, but but if he appears in the form of Yimmy or Walt or mm-hmm. somebody like that, then you can see him. Yeah. But you can't see him in his natural state unless you're Ben or, mm-hmm. you know, lock that half of a second. Right. So I think that's kind of interesting. That there's a reason why he appears as other people. Yeah. yeah. Because if he appeared as himself, like, you wouldn't be able to see him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it depends on what he what he is. I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. I, I, I would really wonder um, what, you know the real form of some kind of being like that would be. Um, but uh, and he just, like, sits in that house. The whole thing's crazy. Um, I, but I did assume that that, that that was, if not, like, Jacob himself, it, it, was, it, was, in, it was caused by Jacob, mm-hmm. you know, in some way, that, that he, he made it happen. But I guess, I guess I don't necessarily believe that was actually him for real. Yeah. Things. Yeah, um, but some kind of agent of his, or you know, something like that. <laughs> you know, in the end, you know, it barely matters. But that's just how I. Yeah, I it. agree. I don't want to believe that that's Jacob specifically, so much as it's Walt is related to Jacob. Yeah, you know, tied to him somehow. Yeah, it's what he was telling Locke is is from Jacob, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, but actually being him, like, eh. <laughs> who knows. Um, Bruce, Bruce, always oh, Brucey, always a, always a pleasure. Um, and always count on Bruce. Yeah, he's always hanging around, <laughs> hanging around and saying stuff and being Bruce. Gotta love it. That's right, <laughs> Bruce it up, <laughs> Bruce it up, <laughs> Bruce it up, left and right. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, what if that was Bruce Willis? Bruce, uh, <laughs> oh God, uh, what if? He, he's probably not gonna like our Demi Moore talk. Probably not, huh? <laughs> well, we didn't really like her movies that much, so maybe he'll like that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think he still loves her. You think so? Oh, yeah. You're a hopeless romantic. I am. I, I am. think he hates her. <laughs> um, uh, Bruce asks if he has enough money to travel every week. Why not just hire his own private plane to fly back to the island? Well, uh, I think he mentioned that he has the. They gave him. They gave the, the gold golden pass. passes. Um, yeah. Which you know, if you crash on an airline, that's that's their obligation to do probably. Even though you know it really wasn't their fault. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, they really didn't have any control over what happened. So um, I don't know that they really. They really should have to do well, that, but nonetheless... The, uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know who's to blame for, you know, their original course correction. I mean, something was up with that. Mm-hmm. You know, there was some sort of mechanical problem that made them do the course correction, which, you know, if they didn't do the course correction, they wouldn't even be near the island. Yeah, yeah. So, something something was up with that, but, uh, but yeah, the actual crash itself, you know, not to blame. Yeah, definitely. That's, um, that's all Desmond. Uh, so, uh, 
so there's that. Let's see. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, let's let's talk about that in terms of uh, the lying. I mean, how much would they would the losties have really told the authorities? Like, well, we found out <laughs> that there was this group of people called Dharma, and they were doing all this stuff, and the plane really crashed because this guy Desmond turned this failsafe. And it released electromagnetic energy on the island, and that pulled the plane down and broke into all these pieces. Like, <laughs> are they really going to get into all that? that? I know they really they would have quite a story to tell. Yeah, and then like uh, you know we've been dodging polar bears and then and, yeah. and uh, smoke monsters yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. and you know. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that, you know, the authorities would be like, these people are suffering from post-traumatic stress syndrome. <laughs> yeah. And, like, and like group delusions. Yeah, exactly. And like, exactly. You know. Collective hallucinations. It's, yeah. yeah it's, uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I know. Um, if someone came back and told that story, like, if I read about that, I'd be like, you guys are out of your fucking mind. Yeah. But, and so maybe, maybe they decided when they got rescued, to to not say anything about all that stuff, and that's what he's referring to about the lying. Yeah, you know, maybe they maybe he you know, the, to a certain degree they'd have to explain some things. You know, I was thinking like maybe they, they didn't say anything about the others, but then you know some people were killed by the others. You know, did they did they would they hide that fact or would they just say oh they died in the plane crash? Yeah, you know they you know they drowned or whatever. It's a big um, question, definitely. You know, so. Uh, yeah, I would love to see what they decide to say or not say. Yeah, uh, when they get rescued, if they get rescued, I could see not wanting to sit down and tell the whole story. Um, yeah, it would wear me out trying to explain everything that's gone on so far. Uh, I can see Jack like, hey, just order the DVDs, man. Yeah, you know, watch it for yourself. <laughs> I, I hear there's a sale over at Amazon. Um, exactly, free shipping on orders over uh, twenty five. Come on, buy yep. low, you know, you'll be a happy man. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's a good question, and that's I guess that's kind of what I had in mind, um, somewhat at least that that one of the things they were lying about is is what went on on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can see them leaving stuff out and all that, um, you know, and I and I mean I'm thinking they're gonna have some explaining to do about Naomi um, being stabbed in the back if the yeah. if the other people show up, you know. Definitely. Well, there's this guy, and yeah, he was with us, but he we don't agree with him, and sorry, uh, oops, you know. Yeah. It doesn't oops, look good. He, oops, he did it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's... He play with our hearts. Mm-hmm. He messed up our chances of leaving the island. Uh, so, oh, and Bruce, uh, Bruce also seems to be implying that, that the flash forwards uh, then in season four, the, uh, they'll get to see what their life will be if they're rescued, mm-hmm. um, and they'll get to decide, um, and which seems to be implying that maybe Jack actually saw what, you know, the flash forward in this episode, which I don't really believe, um, personally. Oh. Yeah, he seems to be implying that, uh, with, uh... It's a flash forward. That means each of them will get to see what their life will be like if they're rescued, and each then decides to stay on the island or leave. That's interesting. Um, I could see Jack wanting to stay if he really saw what happened. Um, yeah, who? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though. I think you have to take into account 
uh, you know, on a on a universal global level, uh, are they really supposed to leave the island? Or are they really supposed to stay? Because mm-hmm. uh, it seemed like I know. I guess you could. I guess you could make an argument that some people are should be meant to stay and some people are meant to leave. Uh, but you know, like Jack says, we weren't supposed to meant to leave, and I feel like he mm-hmm. means everybody, not necessarily just too. him and Kate. So I don't know. I feel like I mean. I definitely can see, you know, like Kate's Kate seemed like she had an okay life, you know, whatever. Uh, from what we, what we could, you know, get from that yeah. little scene, she had plenty of time to put on makeup. She had a nice car, driving a Volvo. Plenty of time to put on makeup. Mm-hmm. You know, put run a comb through that hair. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure um, she used a fine shampoo and conditioner. I'm sure herbal essences. I hope. Oh yes, please. <laughs> Please. An orgasm natural, in every wash. Natural botanicals. Um, yeah, see, that's the thing. I, do, I don't, I mean, the idea that he, he, he gets to see that and decide to stay, I mean, that's a, that's a weird thing. How is that even possible that, that you can see the future and then, like, consciously decide to change the future? Um, that's, that's all that's kinds of crazy. All kinds of crazy. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, but that's the idea... But see, that's the thing. Desmond saw the future related to someone else. True. And this is the idea. You're seeing the future related to yourself and, like, you know, fairly specific things, not just flashes, but, like, a whole (laughs) storyline. And and then you decide to stay based on that. Uh, It's crazy. Yeah. But, hey... Every theory is worth talking about. So I agree. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was worth bringing up. Um, yeah, I don't agree, but um, you know, I think we will see flash forwards, but I don't think we're supposed to believe the characters actually will know what they are. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, it, it'll just it'll play off the it'll play off the on island action in a, in a different way from the flashbacks, I guess, where yeah. where you can imagine that they. They, if they're not remembering it, then they remember it in general, and it's and it's you know maybe having some impact on what they're doing on the island. Mm-hmm. And I think the flash forwards would be sort of the, the the inverse of that. Yeah. Where you know it's, it's basically the, the 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 current island time is like the flashbacks are. Yeah. You know, so whatever they're doing in the future, when we see them doing stuff on the island, you can you can it relates the same way. You can see yeah where you know some where some of it came from, um, mm-hmm. which is why I wanted to connect. The, the Jack flash forward with what he's doing in this episode. Uh, mm-hmm. That somehow this uh, this radio thing... Uh, oh, I think, yeah, I think that was definitely the, the pivotal moment. And he, you know, and it was... They built that up and, um, you know, the whole thing with Locke trying to get him not to do it. And uh, and I think to a certain degree the audience is hoping he doesn't do it because we know what his future is going to be. Right. And it's horrible. And then we afterwards we get the scene where he we, we know he really, really regrets it. And, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think they were definitely trying to go in that direction where this was the big moment where he could have if he would have just listened to Ben and Locke, uh two people that, you know, given their history I wouldn't want to listen to. Me um, either. And given the circumstances, you know, who in their right mind would listen to them. Yeah. Um, you know, but he has the he has the ability to uh not have at least at the least not have that horrible future for himself. Yeah. Yeah, and uh and I I think uh I don't know. Uh, I completely forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Shit. Well, whatever you were going to say, it was awesome. I'm, I hope so. Uh, something about Jack and, oh, God. I, I had I had a whole point, but I lost it. 
Um, you lost it. I oh dear. Uh, <laughs> yes, I did. Um, oh, oh, Bruce oh, also, oh, 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 that's what I was gonna my. say. I'm sorry. Uh, I th- but I think he needed to make the call for the story to. Oh, you know, he had to make it. Progress. He had to make the call. Like we need to see what's gonna happen if he makes the call. So yeah, you know, even though I didn't, I really didn't want him to do it, but you, it's something I've started to understand. Like bad shit has to happen for the plot to get interesting. Oh, definitely, definitely. So you know, so I can, I've made my peace with that. Sometimes I used to just get really irritated. Why can't they just resolve this? You know, two-hour movie mm-hmm. in like twenty minutes. You know that right here. If he just hadn't done this. You know, mm-hmm. none of this would have happened. You know, he walked right by the killer or something. You know, like come on. <sighs> but anyway, uh, so so I think uh, so. I am actually glad that he did it, so we can see what the ramifications of that will be. Definitely, and that's the thing. It's like if you if you never try to get rescued, then everyone's gonna be like, why don't they try to get rescued? Yeah. You know, so it's yeah. important. Um, um, Bruce oh. also asks, where is Cindy? Um, and I would say she is uh, going to the temple with the other others. With the others, yeah. And I'd say we didn't see her just because they didn't have the actress there. You know? Yeah. But we're supposed we to, to imagine that she's there. Much like uh, Bernard and Rose, you know. She's not there all the time, but we're supposed to imagine that she is. They're always there bickering in the background. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, when the when the actors are there, you'll see them. Um so, uh, yeah. But I thought they they did a good job of uh, bringing her back a couple times, um, and mm-hmm. at least addressing that situation. I, I was glad that they that they did that. That was one of the weirdest like things from season two that just seemed like you know really. Yeah, it seemed like a really weird loose end. They just kind of did it for no apparent reason. Yeah. And we, I guess we still don't really know why they took her. No. Um, but and you know specifically why they took her when uh, when they did because they could have taken her at any point yeah. before then. But uh, but I mean we speculate about this plenty of times. I, I think it's really just uh, um, to heighten the tension and uh, make it more plausible that Anna Lucia would uh, would shoot uh, Shannon. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, that definitely um, punched up the tension. It was a weird mm-hmm. kidnapping, though, you know. It's like, how did they pull that one off? But, like, they just storm into the camp with guns and stuff. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's back when they seemed supernatural. But. Yeah, because the whispers were there. Yeah, the whispers. Good old whispers. Oh, whispers. Um, <laughs> we missed the... Uh, so, let's see. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, Radnack. Always appreciate Radnack. Radnack. Um, Gotta love Radnack. You can't can't ever forget Radnack. Um, Radnack had a lot to say. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he he's got the crackpot go back in time theory that um uh, that I I half agree with. Um Go back in time. That's what it seems like they're trying to trying to trying to do. I um, I, uh, I just don't think I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, through I, the looking glass. <laughs> through the looking glass. All right. That's all I can do. Um, <laughs> say that. Uh, I think if anything, I oh god, I don't know. If if anything, I see vision of the future and then changing what they do 
based on that. Like, Jack actually going back in time, I don't think that's going to happen. He goes back in time and tells himself not to make the call. Yeah, no way. <laughs> I don't think. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't buy that. The two Jacks, um, the beard Jack, and the, oh, boy. Yeah, oh, jeez. Weird. You don't want to be me, man. Don't make that call. God. Uh, yeah, I, uh, he says, did Jack hire Penny to find the island? What? I don't know what that means. Is he crazy? Was the Penny scene before or after this cliffhanger? What does that mean? I don't know. What Penny scene? What are you talking about? You crazy, Oh, Radnack. Bruce. Not, I mean, Radnack. Sorry. Um, Not Bruce. Maybe we should read the whole thing. I'm confused. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking uh, about. Was the penny scene before or after this cliffhanger? I, okay, for, okay. What does that mean? Which cliffhanger? Uh oh 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 oh! I think he maybe means the 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 flash forward. And and maybe Jack hired Penny to find the island in the future, and somehow <laughs> she's finding it in the past. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh... We'll get back to you on that one. Yeah, uh, maybe you no, can I, like flesh out what you mean a little more. Um, yeah, because I'm not clear on like Penny's looking for it in 2007, and she sent a message to 2004. Uh, yeah, no, I, I assumed the Penny stuff was was contemporary with the mm-hmm. island stuff, you know, because when they found the anomaly, I assumed that was from the failsafe, you know, which mm-hmm. would put it right there in the 2004. Um, Unless you're saying they found that in the future, um, oh dear. No, I really, uh, that's I don't think that. Um, but maybe if you explain more, I'll I'll understand your theory better. Um, yeah. Than I do. Um, if Naomi's fake. Why introduce the survivors are dead storyline? It's a good question. I don't know what they're gonna do with the survivors are dead storyline. Um, it seems like it barely matters. And at this point, you know, Charlie told Penny uh, that he was from that flight. And uh, and then you have these boat people, you know, who knows what they're going to do. But at least yeah. I think Penny's on the up and up. And, you know, she talked to him. You know, if we can't trust Penelope Widmore, who can we trust? I know. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I, I just like Juliet, I, I trust Penny. Um, uh, I, believe, I believe she's... Uh, I believe she's she's on the on the right side of things. So, uh, uh, you know, that's the thing, though. I really I feel like she is. I feel like her search is somewhat covert. So I don't know if she's gonna go run to the authorities and say, "Hey, there's survivors from Flight A15." Um, you know, but uh, I think she might. It might be a thing to do. Um, if she really yeah, wants just, to find Desmond, you know. It just depends on how how she's doing her stuff. Like, you know, okay, Miss Whitmore, how do you how do you know that? Well, you know, I I radio, I, I was sending a signal to this random location, and you know, and then they would need to somehow verify that, and they won't be able to because the you know the state that part of the space was flooded. So, um, you know, they would need some evidence uh, verification. They won't just go on her word. You know, the word of a grieving, you know, not widow because they weren't married, but you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think they could, the authorities could easily, like, not want to listen to her, especially since they have this evidence that says all the bodies are accounted for. Um, 
So she's gonna have a hard time convincing them. She needs she needs you know something else to go on besides. Maybe she OI. recorded it. She didn't record it. I'm just saying, maybe she recorded. Yeah, maybe it. she did. Maybe she did. And if she has video, that'd be really good. Yeah, she doesn't have video, but maybe she has video. I like to think she has video. I don't think she does. It, it, it seemed like she did, but I, that station should not have video to send to her. Um, and that's the other thing. Even if um, if it's just the audio, then you know it could be fake. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh huh. Oh. What are you reading now? Uh, Bruce's next comment is who thinks we'll completely ignore Jack Slash Ford until the season four finale. <laughs> well, you know, I don't, I don't know about that. Especially if they do other Flash Forwards, I think in that sense, they're that that wouldn't be ignoring it. Um, even if they don't necessarily develop his plot more just by doing other Flash Forwards, I think you're kind of addressing it um, in a way. Yeah, yeah. But, I see his point though about uh, we had the we have the penny you know thing with the scientists in that article or whatever uh, in season two, and then we didn't hear about that again until you know this finale in season three. Yeah, uh, and now we're starting Jack's flash forward in this finale, and you know I, I get his point. I can I, do too. I can see, but I, I agree. Like if they if they do other flash forwards, then it's you know. Um, it's gonna it's gonna help a little bit. It is a that, common that theme, you know. Walt yeah. was taken in the season one finale and rescued in the season two finale. The mm-hmm. they got in the hatch in the season one finale, blew up the hatch in the season two finale. Um, that is a common thing to do. So addressing yeah. addressing the Jack situation in the season four finale sounds likely to me, um, but I don't think they'll ignore it. Um, but they might not do much with it. I don't know. Yeah, I'll buy that. Um, Kent. I think Kent. I've Kent before. Kent is. Uh, I definitely remember reading uh, Kent comments. Um, Kent had a lot to say. Wow. Kent had a very lot to say. In fact, wow. uh, I can tell you, Kent had exactly uh, 746 words to say. Wow, <laughs> that is a comment. Um, um Kent gets the. Uh, does he get the longest comment awards? Uh, and at least in this thread, I think he might. Maybe I don't know. I think he might. I'm not that far down. Um. Uh. Oh, that was me who said a lot. I don't count. I can't yeah, get the you award. Yeah, a lot. You're responding to people, though, right? I, I just kind of scanned it. I think uh, I think Kent gets the award for longest longest uh, longest comment. Congratulations, sir. Congratulations, Kent. Um. We will be sending you your uh, your trophy uh, trophy and plaque uh, in the mail uh, four to six weeks. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, that's... And it's going to be COD. Sorry. Oh dear. Ooh. You had to you had to throw that in. We're not made of money, you know. We're not made of money, literally. Literally. Because we. <laughs> We'd be subject to many scientific tests if we were made of money. We wouldn't be able to podcast. We'd be in a lab somewhere being dissected. Because <laughs> it's very, very strange to be made of money. It is, yeah. For 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 a conscious, uh, sentient being to be made of currency, very, very strange. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's even like... 
Electronic. Oh, never mind. It's getting too weird. All right. Um, uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. Not implying what you're saying is not interesting when I say blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, interesting stuff, et cetera. Uh, yeah. Uh, he's pretty much just commenting his opinions here. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he, I think he's the one who started the bet on the running time. He says eight hours, 37 minutes, 19 seconds. Wow. And if you're listening to this, uh, you can tell that that's not right. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely longer than that. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, not a bad guess, though. Not a bad yeah. guess. You know, I have to say, uh, before we podcasted, I would have said, uh, I would have said that guess was way too long, but, uh, Obviously, it's not because this I, is at least nine something hours so far. Definitely, yeah. Brilliant, Alice. Alice, Alice old Alice. She's been around. She's been around. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen Alice for a while too. Um, there's getting to be so many of you. I'm having having a harder <laughs> time keeping you all straight. Yeah, yeah. Um, back this time last year, we had like five regular fans. This time last um, year was what, like, Vicky H, mm-hmm. uh, Vicky H, the original fan. <laughs> yeah, really the original fan. Um, who, I don't even who know who back? else. I don't even know who else. Vicky H was around. Um, uh, let me look in the archives. <laughs> I feel bad for all those people who are like, I was around. I know, me too, me too. Um, I'm ignoring them. Yeah, right, it's not you, it's us. Our memories are bad. It really, yeah. It really uh, is. I, my memory isn't even that bad normally, but as far as names go, it's horrible. I just forget them so easily. Let's see. <laughs> we had, like, no comments back in the day, man. Oh, man, did we uh, have nothing? Uh, okay, here we go. We got... Uh... <laughs> Laura! I Laura! Laura! Oh, Laura. Wow, is yeah. that the same Laura? Uh, it's probably the same Laura. We've got a Lara, too. <laughs> oh, we do have an L-A-R-A. But I believe there's also an L-A-U-R-A. There's an L-A-U-R-A who was, who was posting way back in the day. Um, if that's still yeah. them, I don't even know. <laughs> this not... is... Yeah, I'm looking at our uh, our podcast number four, which was Live Together, Die Alone. Which got thirteen comments. Ooh. It was me <laughs> and then Anonymous and then me and then you and then Vicky H and then me and then Vicky H and then you and then me and then Laura and then you and then Kieran and then me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so uh oh, thirteen Kieran, comments. Our great lost fan. Kieran, if you're out there, we miss you. Uh uh, don't know what happened. Maybe uh, you got bogged down with all the fish and chips in the UK. The show was so uh, good in season three. If you didn't watch it, I recommend it. Yeah. I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you didn't watch it, though. <laughs> um, that'd be Old really Kieran. Weird. But, yeah, Kieran was good while he lasted. Um, yeah. He was a dedicated fan for a good couple weeks. Very dedicated fan. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um uh who else was who else was uh Wow. We've got Jerry. Um, oh Jerry. 
who uh, with a J, of course, with a J, with an I is what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, there's a G Jerry too. There is, there is, there's, there's yeah. that, that movie with the G Jerry. Yeah, um, with Matt Damon and the Affleck brother, but uh. Uh, the Affleck twins. The Affleck twins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a pretty good movie if you really like watching people do nothing. Mill around in the outback. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Joe. Joe's been around for a while. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, Joe and Rebel. Jerry provided the. What, what was her thing? She had a thing. Um. Jerry had a thing. Yeah, yeah. Jerry never told me her thing. No, no, What's you knew her thing? her. This was the whole thing that we put together. Like, we knew her from, like, three places or something. And she, because she said something, and she went by a different name somewhere else. And there, oh. there's something with Jerry, but I don't remember what it was. Um, Jerry is in Ohio, in Cincinnati, oh, I in believe. Ohio. She was lost in Ohio, and she said the thing about the show being like the car ride. Yeah, um, yeah, a with, long car ride with good friends or something. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think on the Frapper, she's lost in Ohio. Yeah. And But on the on the, on the on the comment, she's Jerry. Yeah. And then and I think she emailed us something. She wrote we have really horrible memories. She wrote an email and just signed it J. And, uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> signed it J. And we're like, huh? Okay. We didn't know who she was, but uh, now we do. Anyway, uh, Chris, K-R-Y-S, I think. K-R-Y-S is pretty new. Pretty new. I've seen him in the past like couple things, but uh, yeah. But he's a he's a newer fan um, who is nonetheless he? appreciated. Uh, I assume a he. I assume a he. You put a you put a Y in that with the K. I'm thinking I'm thinking a woman. I'm thinking a woman. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It might be a woman. I don't know. I'm assuming Chris, it's a man. Chris, please uh, come tell us <laughs> your gender. So yeah, we can, let us uh, know. Let us know. Um, we can know. It is definitely a name that could go either way. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's see. Uh, what did Chris say? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, oh, Chris saw Walt's name in the opening credits, like you did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You know that happens to me a lot when I watch TV shows. I I'll see the credits and I I'm like, oh look, it's that person, and it's you know some guest star or something like that, and uh, and I'm like, oh crap, now I you know now I'm going to be expecting them and yeah. And it sucks, and especially in this, when you see Walt's name. I did, luckily, I didn't. I didn't yeah. catch that, but um, it's momentous. Um, wow, you're like, well, you know he's in here. Yeah, I was like, man, how is that gonna work? What the fuck? Um, I, sh- I again, like I said, I should have known. You know, uh, that's how they would do it. Um, mm-hmm. Anytime it's like, man, how are they gonna make that work? Oh, it's a dream or a vision. That's that's the answer. Yeah. Um. Uh. Let's see here. Yeah. 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 Blah blah blah. Um, Naomi working for Widmore. I don't buy that theory. Oh wait. Uh, we we actually. <laughs> I you, thought. That, I thought. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> I'm tired. I was thinking Penny working for Widmore. Oh. And I'm like, no, I don't buy that. No, 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 no. Okay. No, this theory is pretty much what you said. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, so, uh, so I think you do I buy agree. that theory. I do buy it. Um, I bought it already. 
But you don't think she's culpable. You think she didn't. She's just uh, she's just a woman doing a job. <laughs> she's just a woman doing a job, and and you know, in in the in the early two thousands. Yeah. If this was the nineties, I could call her a nineties girl. Right, right. But it's not the nineties yeah. anymore. And there's not a good name for the two thousands. The early, the early, the first ten years, you know, there's nothing to call it. Uh, yeah. You get the teens, and then you can get the twenties and thirties, mm-hmm. and on on you're fine. You're, but you're good after that, yeah. Well, you just the first ten years, you have nothing. No. The double O's, the knots. Yeah. The uh, you know, there's just no, there's just no good word. There isn't. It sucks. It's the the problem of zero. Yeah. Uh, the problem of zero. Uh, <laughs> this is a good title for some sort of book. Yeah, yeah, I think it is actually, um, or something like that. Uh, Robbie, I don't know Robbie. Um, Robbie, I think there was a B B I E at one point. Oh, really? I don't remember a B Y. Interesting. Um, I think Robbie's pretty new. I don't remember Robbie. <laughs> Robbie <laughs> predicted what would happen in the first second of the first minute of the first scene. And kudos to you for being brilliant. Jack drinking? You predicted that? That's weird. That's really weird. I would never have predicted that. Ever, ever, ever. Um, Wait, what do you mean? The first scene was Jack, like, drinking on the plane. The first second of the first minute of the first scene was a shot of Jack's cup. Jack's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. Oh, he's saying he pre- I thought he was saying he predicted what would happen in the show very early in the show. Oh, you're right. You're right. Like when the show started, like That's what he, he knew it was a flash forward kind of thing. I predicted what would happen. I predicted what would happen in what the yeah. That's yeah, he's saying when he predicted what would happen. Yeah. Not, yeah. Not when what he predicted was happened. Oh, I don't know. Let's move yeah. on. Well, 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 what he predicted was not what happened at the beginning, but what happened at the end, and he's saying when he predicted that thing. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I see. Good for you, uh, Robbie. Um, good for you. Uh, yeah, it's fun to, to, to get to be right. Alice? I don't think I've mentioned Alice yet. Have I or have I? I don't think we've mentioned Alice. Okay, good old Alice. Uh, seen seen her around for a while. Um, I think we did mention Alice. I don't even remember. I don't um, remember. Anyway, Alice. I Alice is worth mentioning twice. Or I say it for the first time. I don't know. Um, what are you talking about? Oh, God. Anytime I read middle work, I just want to move on. Yeah. Um, unless we're talking about middle O's, but we're not. And they're not the same thing. Uh... <laughs> I you know they really they've been really uh uh they have really not included anything explicitly from the lost experience yet. Yeah. So I think and their time to do that I think has passed. Yeah. So uh so I don't think they're going to. Um Yeah, I think if you I'm going to leave that alone. I didn't have any more. That was a good one to interrupt. I was <laughs> I always, I pretty much interrupt on the good spots, but I, and then I usually think I shouldn't have. Um, I was just going to tell our audience if they uh, are at their computer, they can uh, follow along with us as we scroll down the uh, comments page. Yeah, I'm going they can, in order. Uh, yeah, because we're just going in order, so we're we're right at Alice right after Robbie, so um, yeah, 
on the most recent comments about Through the Looking Glass. So scroll along with us. Yeah. That way you can read the comments, too, and know what we're talking about. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, will, it probably will make more sense if you do that, because we're not repeating the comments very well. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, Radiant Redhead has another thing to say again. Oh, I also uh, wanted to say that uh, Jane Doe's guess of 7 hours, 14 minutes, 9 seconds, <clears throat> you lost. Uh, Jerry's guess, 8 hours, 15 minutes, 42 seconds, and you lost. Um, <laughs> You're and, ruthless. You know, I am ruthless, but, you know, I can be ruthless when I was wrong, too, <laughs> for my own guess. So we're all You're wrong. Right. I was wrong, too. Um, <laughs> so for me, also. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it would have been a rough one. Um, and they named really specific times. So Yeah, um, yeah. You know, uh, I never mentioned this, but in the back of my head, I thought if anybody was really spot on, uh, I was gonna, I was gonna try to get them something. Oh, really? uh, I don't know, a coupon for a free podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, they're all free. Okay. Oh, oops, oops. You mean they're not paying us? What happened? <laughs> I know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Well, we, see. well, we don't get in money, we get in comments. That's right. That's right. Um. <laughs> uh, so okay, you're on Radio Redhead, and uh, oh, yeah, okay. he's talking about Jacob being in the casket, um, which we talked about. Um, yeah, briefly. Um, I really don't believe that, but uh, you know, it would be really crazy. <laughs> uh, I'd watch that episode. I would too. <laughs> it's. Oh man, yeah. I don't think I'd want to miss that. Um, yeah, lost experience. Lost experience is weird for many reasons, and um, what I see coming with lost experience is a lot of a little word I learned recently called retconning. Yeah. Oh, it's all about the retcon. <laughs> I uh, I read it and I looked up what it meant, and uh, it's something that uh, happens a lot. And uh, I think I think in the end they'll. If they want something different than they have there, they'll do it. Um, I don't think they'll hesitate. If they don't yeah, have because, to change it, they won't. But uh, Yeah, because 90-something-plus percent of, of of the lost audience is watching the show and not right. the, the lost experience. So it's more important that they do what's best for you know the general audience yeah. and the show in general, not... Not oh no, we did this in the lost experience. Therefore, we got to do it on the show. Right. You know. It's, it'll be it'll be about about as good, about as useful as a lost diary in the end. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I remember when I when we first found that we were reading. We really, really thought we were going to get some like you know clues about what's going on and yeah. stuff. You remember and that it, shit? It was like they were like they got awful. my brother in there. And yeah, <laughs> they got my brother in the hatch and. Jack doesn't want to listen to me, but yeah. I showed him the shirt. I showed him the shirt. What about that, Jack? I've got a shirt. Call me crazy now, bitch. Yeah, it that was, was it really... Was, it was insane. And, they, yeah. Yeah. and I told Locke, and he wouldn't talk to me. And... and I think Echo's building something. He's probably building a church. Yeah, oh, that's the only thing they were right about. Yeah, was... and I was like, I hope you're wrong about it was the church. Just, and, then, and then in the end, they were like, oh, yeah, my brother's dead. <laughs> oh, that was the thing. They like, that's right, my brother traded seats with me. 
And like, was that what happened? Like he traded seats yeah, on the airplane yeah, yeah. or something. It was supposed and to be me. Yeah, it was supposed, supposed to be, to be me. And I blocked it out. And Jack said, "Don't you remember?" And I said, "Yeah." <laughs> and I just thought the other guy was him because I didn't want him to be dead. Mm-hmm. It was the Jack worst told me, shit ever. Jack told me just breathe, and then I remembered. <laughs> uh, where was Libby when I needed her? I don't know who wrote that shit, but, like, fucking, it was horrible. And I really thought it was, like, important. You know, we were trying to guess who it was that was Mm -hmm. writing that, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think at one point, oh, maybe it's uh, Rose, you know. uh, Yeah. And, and, like, the real Henry Gale, somehow her brother. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. It was... Oh, because he knew the name, but he didn't even know the name. He he didn't think he was his brother for any real reason. It was it was just completely yeah, like it was completely bullshit. yeah. And I guess they like started that and didn't know what to do at a certain point. Like I I don't know how to resolve this, so they just kind of dropped it. Like mm-hmm. if they like, oh man, that's just a really bad plot. Anyway, <laughs> um, uh, luckily they don't do that anymore. Um. They uh, abandoned that. Let's see. Ah, 420 Brownie. The The illustrious 420 who uh, wants to have our babies one day. Yes. He was on one of our live podcasts. He came up with the underwater wormhole theory. Yes. Um, And he enjoys brownies. He definitely enjoys brownies on April 20th. Yes, only on April 20th. On April 20th. He eats a lot of brownies on April 20th. Yep. Uh, at about you know, twenty after four. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, one third, one third past the hour. People don't say that very often, do they? Hmm. One third past the hour. <laughs> yeah. No, I. You said that, and I was like, "What's that mean?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay." <laughs> they say quarter past, but no, um, no yeah. one third. Splitting it into splitting into fours, where uh, people like that. Yeah. Um, and half past too, but uh, it, it just. I think it just so happens that you can split it into thirds, and you still get even numbers. Yeah. I think that's why that you know. The wonderful usually, feature of sixty. Yeah, you split something into thirds usually, and you're not going to get this like even thing. Right. But it turns out to be 20 minutes, which is a pretty nice um, thing. Anyway. Pretty nice. Hmm. <laughs> Enough extolling the greatness of uh, how the hours and times are working. Okay. Uh, he's, tasking he's, been, us. Um, he's tasking us. He's tasking us. 420's been, been a fan for quite a long time. Yeah, yeah. He's been around for, for a while. I think I think he came in maybe towards the beginning of Season 3. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember him around October, I think. October, November, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So, Good guy. Uh, definitely enjoyed uh, all of his thoughts. Uh, I don't know how how well we did with explaining this all to you. but Yeah, uh, you tasked us to explain this in the podcast this episode. I hope we accomplished that. I do, too. I do, too. Oh, man. Um, uh, there's me. Thank me. There's you. And um, there's Kent again. Uh, Kent again. Yay. Uh, yeah. Um uh huh, uh huh. A lot of comments. A lot of comments. Uh, we talked about. He thinks uh, the people on Naomi's uh, freighter will somehow freighter. recruit the Losties as a as a way to get them off the island. Um, I don't know if I buy that. Um, mm, 
I think I think he's got something there with with some sort of deal or yeah. some sort of interaction uh, between the, the the freighter crew and the Losties. Um, yeah, I don't know about I, recruitment. Uh, recruitment, yeah. Um, but uh, but I I do I do. There's something about that. I uh, that's the kind of thinking I'm having when I say the you know him radioing the guy is going to lead to. Um, you know, all the bad shit that happened somehow. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I don't know, you know, what that means, some kind of cover-up or, or whatever. But uh, ugh, I have so little to go on, I really don't know. Um, really don't know what to, what to do with that right now. Um, yeah, really, you know, the coffin guy could be someone we haven't met yet, but I, I guess the more I think about it, the more I think it probably is someone who we know who they are, that that we know who they are. We, I mean, that's the thing, you know, we, we've seen all the important people in Jack's past life, pre-island life. Uh, we know all the important people on his current island life. Uh, there could be some someone he's met that, that becomes important in the future, uh, but I just don't see the writers doing that because we have no, you know, relationship to that person. Yeah, if they were going to um, have a mystery, it seems odd to have a mystery and, like, it would be virtually impossible for us to guess who it is, mm-hmm. you know. I like to believe that that it's possible for us to know who it is. And it could be that the Michael thing is just a red herring. <laughs> it could and, be. <laughs> oh, no. What? And that... <laughs> and that... Uh, in that, um, you know, like, um, oh, now I forgot who said it. Um, <laughs> Bruce, maybe? Did Bruce say that uh, we won't pick back up on oh, this flash forward into? I think that might have been Bruce. <laughs> I forgot. We just said it, too. I felt bad. Um, someone very special and dear to us yeah. said that. Uh, and, uh, and I could see maybe um, if they don't really pick back up on Jack's flash forward until the end, but they continue the the flash forwards in general. Maybe we'll see this new person, and then the reveal will be, oh wow, it's this new person. Mm-hmm. You know, we went the whole season thinking it, it was Michael or something. Yeah. Uh, but it's really this new person that's become important. Could uh, be. So you know, that could be uh, that could be something they could do. It could be something they could do. I agree. Um. Uh, Mark. I think I oh, know Marky. Mark. Mark's been around. Um. Uh, can't wait to hear from you guys. All right, here we are. Uh, <laughs> I hope you were able to wait. <laughs> yeah, I do too. I hope you found the willpower to I wait. Too. I hope it was just um, an expression. You couldn't literally not wait. Like, <laughs> I can't wait to hear from you guys. Therefore, I will never listen to your podcast again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd, be, that'd be really sad. Um, Libby. Oh, Libby. Oh, Libby. I don't know what to do about you. What are you talking about, Libby? Oh, Fat Carbon's talking about Libby. Yeah, he's talking about Libby. I don't know what to say about Libby these days. Um, let's see. He says, uh, let's see. Uh, given given Jack's psychosis, is it possible that Hurley and Libby's stay at the mental institution was actually a flash forward, not a flashback? <laughs> uh, no. I, Only because um, that doesn't make any sense. Because the whole Hurley at the institution was, was you know, a big part of that was Dave. And, um, yeah. And, you know, I think that was a fulfillment of Hurley keeps, when he kept saying that I remember you somewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's like, I remember you from the future. Yeah. (laughs) That hasn't happened yet. 
And then maybe uh, you're going to say Hurley, Hurley's psychic, but uh... well, well, no. But Hurley's already mentioned the fact that he was he alluded to the fact he was in the mental institution. You know, yeah. he said he played ping pong a lot. That's where he got the numbers from. Mm-hmm. Was being in an institution. So and unless, yeah, the guy, the Leonard guy, we saw him there too. You know, yeah, so, he's probably so, still there. But it, it, if they really wanted that to work, I guess they could slap it together. But it have to. He would have to have been in there twice, though. Yeah, they can't negate that he was. Trip. Yeah, they can't negate that he was there before he got on the island. Yeah, and I, I don't think I think that was a real flashback. Um, yeah. Uh, and. Uh, but good thinking. Hey, you got to think outside of the box on this show. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, dangling loose ends. Plus, they just go too far back. I don't think they were ready for all this nonsense yet. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> Uh, what? Um, I'm looking at his next part, his next post. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Desmond turned the key. He created a second timeline. <laughs> one where Kate is not a fugitive. One where Jack has a beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just love how he phrased that. I did too. I did uh, too. This one, he's got a beard. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Bizarro world. Uh, let's see. Um, if that's the case, then maybe people that are on both timelines are dead and one not the other. Slowly, everything's crazy. the same with Jack, but he's got a beard now. He's got a beard. <laughs> um, I the idea that Desmond created a second timeline. Um, you know, that's whatever. Uh, where do you go from there? Is my question. I mean, because you. If you're working with two timelines, how do they interact with each other? You know, this idea that uh, some people have memories of both timelines and all that stuff. Like, that's just a little too much, I think, for Lost. I agree. It's too much. In the end, I think Lost Lost needs to be, like, mostly mainstream straightforward with, like, Mm -hmm. a little bit of crazy. A little sci-fi, a little fantasy, but it's got to be pretty much mainstream. Yeah, there's, there's, they will not. I don't think they'll ever go that crazy. They'll, 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 they'll you know, it's, it's little hints of crazy with a lot will, of normalcy. I think they would lose a lot of people uh, with with some sort of dual timeline thing. Yeah, because uh, you know people don't like to think too much. Yeah, um, <laughs> I think Lost makes them think enough. Um, yeah, and having I agree. two timelines. I think they they try to push it as far as they can, you know, yeah. for a, for a regular primetime network kind of show, you know, uh, as far as thinking. So uh, that that would probably be a little far for them, um, and that's really only a meta reason why they wouldn't do it. But um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but uh, but I think it's valid. Um, next up, we have the classics, Vicky H. Vicky H. Still we'll never. Well, We'll never know what that H stands for, uh, <laughs> and that'll be our our little mystery. It will, yeah. It will. Uh, and, uh, she's uh, been posting, as we mentioned, uh, she was there yeah. and lived together, die alone. She was there in the beginning, you know, and she um, uh, she was, I remember the beginning, she was uh, spreading the, the, the Lost Lowdown name out there for us in yeah, uh, yeah, different places. Was, yeah. She was helping. Yeah. She she liked us uh, back when uh, you know it was hard to get anybody to listen. Yeah, back when we didn't even like ourselves. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that's sad. Um, uh, um, it's a joke. Oh, of course it's a joke. It must be. Um, so we all have she good self esteem here at the Lost Lowdown. Yeah, yeah, good self esteem, gentle ribbing. 
Yeah. Um, high self-esteem so, is what I'm supposed to say, I guess. What did you say? Uh, good self-esteem. Good, high, low. Yeah. Think high is better than good. Um, she posted the real article there, which we talked about earlier. Yep. With Ted and John. Oh, I forgot to, I didn't mention this, but um, this the the Ted and the Tower and the Beam are all Dark Tower references. What's the I I don't understand the Beam idea. What how does Beam relate to Dark Tower? Oh, uh well basically uh uh oh dear. Um so there's there are these beams that uh that all lead to the tower and they sort of hold it up somehow. Um and uh and they they all go to these different places throughout the world that the dark tower place takes place in and they all have their own like guardian um so they're called different things like uh, there's the bear and the turtle and uh, the something else i forgot them all i think there's mm-hmm. like 6 or 7 of them it's been a while you know I so it's a beam like it's it's like a big long piece of wood or something that's that's on the ground and leads to the tower or is it like you, it's a, it's, it's, it's hanging above you in the air, kind of beam. It's what an invisible force. Uh, oh, okay, you, so it's more like a beam of light. Yeah. That uh, you can't see that you or can't something. See. Yeah, like you, you can follow it. Like apparently, according to the book, like the clouds sort of like move around it, so you can kind of see where it is, and like even like stuff in the in the jungle or whatever would kind of grow around it. So you can you can follow it, but you can't actually see it. You know. Oh, I see. The beam itself. So like most of the book, they're following one of the beams to get to the dark tower. So. Um, okay. Anyway, that's um. There's a lot more to it than that, actually. But uh, you know, come on. How much can I? How much can I say? I don't want. Hey, to I'm already bored. <laughs> no, 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 no. That sounds really interesting. You know, one day, uh, if I've got like you know a lot of time on my hands, I might. Uh, <laughs> I might try to read. Uh, read that stuff. It I, sounds really interesting. I d- I do recommend it. I I think it's I think it's great stuff. Um, from for me, it was uh, it was quite a quite a journey to uh to go through all that. So um I recommend it to anyone who hasn't uh, already read it. <laughs> so, so if you've already read it, you don't recommend it reading it again. No. Okay. No, I do actually. I've I have read it uh more than once myself. Only twice oh. though. All the way through. <laughs> um nice. I read some of the early books more because, you know, I had time, you know, um before the new ones came out. Anyway. Uh, anyway, anywho, uh, you know who again? Um, let's blah, blah, see. Blah. He's talking about the dad mm. thing here. What's the rattlesnake? Oh, the oh oh uh, right. Uh, that's that was their name. You know, uh, in season one, uh, uh, they had the bagel, which was uh, which was the others taking Walt. In season two, the bagel. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> well, uh, it was their name for the for the sort of the, the surprise of the finale. Whose name? Whose name? Uh, Damon and Carlton. Ah, okay. Yeah, they call it the bagel. Um, and then uh, in season two, uh, it was called the challah, and uh, which is a, a Jewish bread product, much like a bagel. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, with a slightly harder to pronounce name. And uh, the hollow was uh, was the penny scene with the Brazilian scientists and all that. Okay. Um, and then this year they called it the full name was actually the rattlesnake in the mailbox. 
So uh and that that was uh that turned out to be the 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 flash forward the future thing. Okay. So um anyway, that's what he means by the rattlesnake. That's that was their name for it. Um So, there we go. Thank so that's you. it. Um <laughs> so that's why he calls it that. Uh let's see. So he talked about Minkowski, which we talked about. Um and I think it's actually Minkowski. Um I remember a German person correcting me about that at one point. Oh, Minkowski? Minkowski, yeah. Minkowski is a, more of a Russian thing, pronunciation maybe? Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. But yeah, the O-W is supposed to be call, not cow. But uh, yeah. Yeah, maybe it is a Russian thing. I'm not sure. Like Moscow, mm-hmm. cow, O. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> um, Moscow? People say that, I guess. Moscow? Moscow? Yeah, Moscow? They don't say Moscow. They say Moscow. 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 I don't even know how to say it now. <laughs> Moscow. 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 It all sounds fucked up now. It all, it what did you do? I don't know. I think I ruined <laughs> the word. You did. I don't know how to say it anymore. No, Moscow. I think it's Moscow. It's Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> Moscow. Yeah, yeah, it's Moscow. That sounds really it wrong. Sounds, that's, not, that's it. It sounds right totally right. Moscow sounds really wrong. <laughs> Moscow sounds somewhat wrong. Wow, I ruined the word. <laughs> Way to go. Wow. So it's Min Minkow Minkowski? What did Minkowski. You say? Yeah. Like A U? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay. Like Moscow. It's it's probably more subtle than that, but that's what it sounded like to me. Okay. Subtle in German? Yeah, believe it or not, they <laughs> they can't coexist. <laughs> Yikes, oxymoron. Um so we got anonymous, which was signed as JLK. Oh, I've seen uh, which JLK. I've, I've seen JLK. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, thanks for signing your name, JLK, even though you posted as anonymous. That's good. I like to yeah, know yeah, who people are. Thing, yeah, it's a good thing to do. No, I think. Um, oh, should I say what I'm saying no to? Uh, <laughs> Uh, 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 he's talking about when Kate said, ever, Kate said to Sawyer, ever since you got that tape from Locke, it's like you've been sleepwalking. And, uh, and JLK says, any chance Sawyer's whole weird reaction to the mind control video behind door 23 has been taking effect. And I think, like you did, that it was, that it was the Anthony Cooper business, not, uh, yeah. not that. Yeah, um, you know, it's a little too, I think if, if Sawyer, uh, had started acting weird sooner, uh, then, uh, you know, sooner after, <laughs> uh, is, is that right? Sooner after the, the thing? I don't know. I don't know. That sounds weird. Anyway, if he had been acting weirder before the whole Cooper thing, I, I would say maybe, you know, the, the brainwashing, uh, could have, could have done something cause he was obviously entranced by it for a second there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but I think anything that, that the, uh, the mind control video, uh, imparted on him to him uh, was trumped by uh, the whole Cooper thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know he really wasn't in there very long. I think it's pretty negligible, whatever effect it had. Uh, believe me, um, I I've been I've been brainwashed for like an hour one time, and it didn't really have much of an effect. Yeah, so. yeah. He got like thirty seconds at most. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, okay. So, oh, you know who just said what we just said. Um, that's good. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of scary. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I could have looked and saw that. Uh, yeah. 
We did that before. Uh, somebody asked the question, and uh, and then the very next post answered the same thing we said. But, yeah. Uh, you know, what are you going to do? It's easy to do when you're going post to post. Yeah. Um, let's see. We got some more anonymouses. I don't know. Um, Anonymi. Yeah. You go, girl. <laughs> oh, boy. Um yeah, it was cool how Kate goes in the tracking mode. Uh, you know, uh, you know, me being the skeptic that I am, I'm like, you know, if 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 Ben really brought people with him, they could have, you know, stopped, you know, you know, a click or two before they <laughs> well, I went to military terms. Uh, you know, they could have stopped further behind Ben and and then encircled everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think I think she did the right thing and it was nice to see her do that, but it wasn't, you know, you can't really say, oh, no one's with him. Yeah. Uh, 100% certainty. But uh but it was cool. It, you know, it was really I think for the audience, but wait, why? Cuz we already knew that no one Yeah, was we with knew them. that. I don't it was, so, I, don't, I don't know who it was for. That's for herself. She's I selfish. Guess so. Selfish Kate. Mm-hmm. You go, girl. You go be selfish. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. It was cool. It was nice to see because who else was going to do it? No one. Definitely. Russo. So. Russo, um, yeah. Russo was too busy waiting to touch Alex's face. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Forgot about that. Face and, you know, toucher. the others aren't supposed to leave footprints, so whatever. Um, they only leave them when they want to, and apparently okay. Ben wanted to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and maybe it doesn't work for Ben because he's not a real other. I don't know. I don't even believe that. Oh, you know, something we didn't even talk about that I thought was a fairly huge revelation. Uh, the idea that the purge was Ben's idea. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, you know, we really didn't have confirmation of that before in, in his flashback. We knew that, you know, he was he was part of it. He knew it was going on. Uh, but it seemed like the other, uh, the hostiles, I should say, were the ones who really carried most of it out. Yeah. But yeah. Um, but he basically takes credit for coming up with that idea. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a big thing. We didn't even mention that. It is, and you're right, we didn't. I forgot. Um, when we talked about that scene, we were talking about other stuff, I think, and uh, yeah, it got glossed over. But. Uh, yeah, no, I really didn't get the sense that that was necessarily his idea. I thought he just he was included because he had gone mm-hmm. out there and he'd been you know talking to uh, Richard for a while and stuff, and they were like, "All right, we're gonna do it," and you know yeah. he participated, but I didn't think he was like, "All right, guys, let's let's do it." Uh, I think we I think we hypothesized that you know his big sacrifice to join them, you know, as he wanted Locke to do to kill his dad was that Ben killed his dad, mm-hmm. but uh, it's a bigger sacrifice to kill, you know, your own people, yeah. too. So uh, I, I would assume that was his uh, his show of dedication to the to the hostiles. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, Vic H. points out the error about the drug Jack was using. We talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Bruce has more to add about that. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bruce wants to know about Bonnie and Greta. Where do they sleep, eat, and shower? How do they spend their day? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, why would Ben trust them with the code to turn off the jamming devices yet order Mikhail to kill them? Well, because, um, I would, I think, um, hmm, his reasoning at the time was uh, 
was that he didn't want them to tell the other others, um, you know, what he had done. Yeah. And that basically he's he's taken Mikhail into his confidence, but not... Yeah, exactly. He um, doesn't want everyone to know yeah. the whole deal. He just He's fine with um, Mikhail knowing. Yeah, yeah, which I would be. But, uh, yeah, me too. I'd tell him anything. I would too. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yikes, um, that's weird. Let's move on. Uh, Brampton. Brampton. I uh, who's Brampton. new? I've never seen a post from Brampton before. Uh, welcome. Um, thanks for the uh, Nirvana song information. Yeah, I guess he was correcting somebody earlier. Said it was an early Nirvana song, and he's saying it was a late one, and that's true. Mm-hmm. It was the last album. There we go. What I call late. Um, Brampton. Thank you, Brampton. Uh, Rebel. I feel like his Rebel. name is like Brandon. Hampton? Brandon Hampton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh, I'm Brampton. Brampton. <laughs> or maybe your name really is Brampton. We just offended you. Sorry. 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 Uh, Rebel. Good old Rebel. Rebel. Uh, she's been around for a Rebel. while. Rebel. Rebel. Rebel? No, no, no. no Rebel. Rebel. <laughs> huh, Isn't it Rebel? Oh, is it Rebel? I think it's Rebel. Okay, I'll go for rebel. I'm not gonna go rebel. Not not rebel, but more rebel. Rebel. <laughs> like a short a short uh, you know rebel. rebel. Oh, so no stress on the on the first e. No. It's not Accent rebel. On the bell. Rebel. Rebel. Yeah. Rebel. But that's isn't that just rebel? Not e though. Ruh. Oh ruh. Yeah. Rebel. Yeah. Rebel. That's a very similar. Yeah, well, Thing. it's unaccented, so it doesn't make that much difference. But uh, well, anyway, I think that's what it all really right. is. Um, but maybe it's Rebel. I think it's Rebel because I remember her saying R E then B E L L capital. That's yeah. how I took Rebel. But I don't know. But Rebel. But the word Rebel with one L. It's yeah. Anyway, I think you can actually pronounce it both ways. Anyway, because um, uh, then you can't say rebel, re, re, rebel, or rebel. Anyway, or uh, rebel, or rebel. Uh, uh, if you mean not the mm-hmm. verb, the noun, not, noun, not yeah. the verb. Yeah. Uh, wow! 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 Lots of capital uh, letter words here. They weren't supposed to leave. leave. <laughs> love it. Gotta love it. A or time did right. I like her idea of Hurley financing an expedition back to the island. Uh, I can totally see something like that, uh, yeah. you know, happening. Uh, I mean, not really, but I can, if they do it, I can see them doing it. Yeah. Yeah, he's the one with the with the money. On the the money. So uh, well, that's the thing. If his mom didn't spend it all, I, I oh would no. assume, you know, you know the whole the whole. I don't know if he had a will being so young, but his lawyers probably made him get a will once he got all that money. Probably. So he probably has a will, and he probably uh, left it all to his mom. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, she didn't spend it all or something. Or I mean, it would be hard to spend that much. I bet still. she's responsible with it. She doesn't strike me yeah. as a frivolous spender. Yeah, but that's the thing. She could, you know, she could have, you know, got back with the dad for real, mm. and then he could have spent it all. Yeah, and, you know, like all kinds of stuff, buying up stuff, and mm-hmm. oh, my son's dead. I need to oh. buy another mansion. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't put it past old old Cheater. Cheech. Cheater. Yeah. Cheech. Um, let's see. Is Lost is is Lost Island the center of the multiverse? <laughs> a place outside of time. Oh dear. Well, that's for uh, scholars and theologians to decide. Multiverse is a word used in the Dark Tower pretty frequently. Nice. But uh, I don't think it's going to apply to Lost. Um, <laughs> they've the destroyed idea the, the multiverses and the, this question that they that, that the Losties escape into the right multiverse. It's just all. It sounds like sliders to me. Yeah. <laughs> It's the same. It's the same thing, but a little bit different. And mm-hmm. uh, and this in this world, the the door doesn't squeak, you know. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever yeah. watch Sliders? They had a Simpsons episode like that. No, I didn't. Yeah, that was the whole thing. That's how he knew if he was in the right uh, the right dimension was because the gate to his house, his mom's house or his house, or whatever, uh, squeaks when you open it. And, like, I think in the pilot, like, that was a whole thing. She wanted him to, like, fix the squeak or something, oil it up or something mm-hmm. weird like that. And so, anyway, every time they go into a new dimension uh, and they, you know, have a chance to go to the house, uh, you know, it, I think, you know, it doesn't squeak because it's a different dimension. And I think there was this one episode where they actually got to the right dimension. They really actually got home. Yeah. And he went and, like, they thought they were home and everything seemed the same and normal as they remembered. And they got to the house and he opened the gate and it didn't squeak and they're like, Oh, this isn't it and their and their portal opened and they went back to the next place. they went to the next, you know, dimension. And then the mom comes out and I think she has the handyman with her and she's like, Thanks for fixing the the gate, you know, and you realize, Oh no, like it really was the right place. Oh no. They just happened to yeah, the irony of it all. Very That's, Twilight Zone. Yeah, definitely very Twilight Zone. Yeah. Oh wow. Little sliders wow. for you guys. Little slider. I watched the first couple seasons. I was really into that show. Then it got then it got weird and kind of bad. <laughs> I never saw it, um, so I don't have anything interesting to add. Hmm. Um, well, my answer to your questions, uh, Rebel, is no. I, I really don't think they will go too far with the whole multi-dimension, multiverse thing. Uh, I do like multiverse though. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, anonymous, blah, 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 right. Lost experience. There's me again. Um, this was before you had seen the episode, so uh, you weren't able yeah. to comment yet. Um, let's see. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. This, you're reading Fifi? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fifi Martini. Yeah. We we said that some of this stuff earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Fifi. Oh, she's responding to the whole thing of what Cartman said. All right, Steven, again. That is a good point. That is a good point. He won the... But we were saying the same kind of thing. Yeah, I said that. He got the numbers from the... Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, where again. is my lowdown? Here where it is. it? Right here. Sorry for the wait. Yeah. You posted at 3.11 p.m. You get five points for that because oh, yeah. 3.11. Good for you. Um, uh, oh, Paul talking about his drug experiences. Paul and his and drug experiences. Uh, yes. Thank you, Paul. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> Gotta love Paul. Yeah, see. Yeah. 
And there's me again. There's you explaining why uh, that I'm really busy and uh, it takes took so long to do the podcast because I was out of town and my own hell doing stuff uh, that I won't bore you guys with. Um, All right. Bell again, talking about the lost experience. Uh, Justin again, that guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I just keep talking. You just keep talking. Uh, and then Rebel talks again, and we're talking about the last experience, uh, debating its merits, I guess. Yeah. Um, I, we got uh, you know a deleted who, comment here. Huh? Yeah. What? You know who again after that? You know who? Uh, Bruce. Bruce posted the very interesting popular mechanics reference. Uh, oh, yeah, I actually read that. Um, yeah. I haven't had time to read it, but uh, you told me about it, so... Yeah, it's actually really short. It'll take you, like, two minutes to read it. But, uh, oh, really? Yeah, it's like, it's a paragraph about the four things. It's, you want to put some money on that? I, I, yes. Okay. I'm going to read one word an hour. That, But that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, riddle me this, Justin. Interesting. Uh, did I respond? Yes, I did. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Before I respond again, I'll, all right, I stand by my original response. Um, uh, so, yeah, Bruce says, um, what is he saying? Just the fact that why is oceanic air still in business in the future? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The other uh, thing that I've seen pointed out is that the oceanicair.com was actually not part of the Lost Experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, it was uh, put up there between Season 1 and 2. And uh, and none of the lost experience like stuff ever sent them there. So um, mm-hmm. so if the lost experience is is you know part of the show, you know that isn't necessarily because it wasn't a part of that. So yeah. Um, so anyway, that's another thing that I didn't say about it. But um, there's also the whole retcon thing, which I still pretty much believe. Yeah, I'd buy that. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, <laughs> a couple of Cartmans. Cartman, yeah, 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 yeah. Then we got me, my long oh, reaction to the show. Con finally shows up and has Plot a lot shows to up. say. Let me see. Let me see if uh, I'm gonna go pop this over into Word and see I if bet I it's actually close. if I beat Kent or not. I bet it's really close. Let's see. Kent had uh, let's see, 746 words. Yeah. I had uh do 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 seven oh three. Oh Kent is still the victor. Yeah, I couldn't win. win anyway, but uh he still beats me. Your there paragraphs were shorter. I think that did you in. Yeah. Um Okay, you know who, yeah, yeah, yeah. Acting good, yay. Um <laughs> Oh, I, I do want to mention to those who uh, who asked the question in reference, uh, I was going crazy not being able to watch the episode, uh, but uh, I was really busy in Dallas, so I didn't have a lot of time to be thinking about Lost. But uh, but yeah, I if it was if it was normal my normal life and Lost the finale had come on, I would have watched it a lot sooner. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no way I could have waited as long as I did uh, in any sort of normal thing. So. Uh, I say Ash in Toronto. I don't know Ash in Toronto. Ash? Um, I've seen Ash a couple times. Oh um, really? Yeah, I think it's. I don't. I don't think they always sign Ash in Toronto. It's usually. I've seen Ash before. Okay. Ash. Uh, but Toronto is a very nice city. I went there once and had a very lovely time. Um, the drinking age there is eighteen, and oh. I was nineteen. Nineteen when I was there, and uh, 
I didn't drink, but uh, it was nice to know I could have. <laughs> nice, nice. Toronto, the home uh, of David Cronenberg, a very there good we go. writer-director who used to be better than he is now. Uh, oh. Joe, we all know Joe. We all know right. Joe. Joe's all right, around. Joe. Good old Joe. Let's see. What's Joe talking about? Um, yes, yeah, okay. He's sort of responding to the episode. John mm-hmm. Whitmore. Yeah, okay, right, 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 right. Is that um, Joe's voice? What? Was that Joe's voice? No, 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 no. That was Libby in the season two finale saying Charles Whitmore. Ah. Uh, that's one of my one of my favorite voiceovers because um, it's really bad. Uh, that one and Nikki's about Echo's brother being in that plane. Both of those are funny to me. Uh, he brings up an interesting point about Locke entering 7-7, um, if that actually sent a signal to anyone off of the island, uh, and maybe uh, that could have that could have maybe spawned Widmore's search for the island, knowing that uh, people are still there and potentially things have gone wrong. So I think that's interesting. If, you know, I'm, I, I don't want to believe that he, that the signal necessarily goes to him, but uh, I could believe he may have found out about it. Um, now, the looking glass should have been blocking things, so I feel like they shouldn't have, unless this circumvents that somehow. Um, um, hmm. So none of the stuff in, uh, in, the, uh, in the flame station was working? No. None of his satellite communication stuff was working? He tried. Like, there was the, you know, communicate with the outside world button is not working or whatever, and and the 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 submarine beacon or something wasn't working, and then Inter-77 apparently blew up the thing. But, yeah, maybe you're saying it, it also did something else. It's possible uh, that somehow it got around that, but they, they should have been blocking the signals by then. So, you know, if it works like other stuff, then it shouldn't have gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I'm also very confused about, you know, after the purge, you know, whoever, I mean, Dharma must have had, like, somebody in the outside world involved, you know, what uh, The what DeGroote's, where were the, the DeGroote's? Where were they indeed? I mean, yeah, what uh, what happened? What happened? Off, off spending their grant money on cocaine and LSD. Oh, no. How it was the 70s. It was the 70s. Uh, professors were crazy in the 70s. Uh, yeah, they really were. And they were grad students, not professors. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nevertheless, your statement's still true. It, uh, it is. It is. <laughs> I stand by it. Um, uh, let's see. I thought of them that way because they just looked old. They looked too old yeah. to be grad students. But, they, uh, they were, yeah, in the 70s, grad students were older or something. Yeah, <laughs> So they looked like mid thirties, late thirties. Yeah, they uh, which you know, they'd be young professors, I guess. They'd be, yeah, yeah, they'd be, they'd be young professors, very old grad students. Mm-hmm. Oh well, uh, maybe they waited to get into science until later in life. Yeah, um, after Vietnam War. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, got uh, drafted. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, let's see. Mm. So uh, this idea of Michael leading a rescue team back to the island, uh, I don't want to buy that. Um, I don't think Michael is that, uh, what's the word? Um, Proactive? Not that. uh, uh, The word is 
caring about other people besides oh. himself and Walt. It's uh, hyphenated. hyphenated word. Uh, selfless? Uh, selfless, yeah. He's not that uh, selfless. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Michael. Um, you know, they were talking about Locke. Um, what was... Um, what was his ex-wife? I don't even know. I didn't get married, but uh, Walt's mom's name. What was her name? Oh, uh, Do you remember Susan. Susan what? Susan something. I don't remember. Susan, she changed her last know. name when she got married to that guy, but I I don't know what her last name was originally. Oh, you don't, do you? No, I don't. You can look it up, I guess. <laughs> I yeah, I will. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Susan know. Lloyd Porter. Ah, there you go. Lo- Lloyd was the original. That was Lloyd. That was the original last name because that was Walt's last name. Uh, mm-hmm. He didn't take his dad's last name. So, uh, so uh, yeah, Porter was the was the lawyer guy that she married. Brian Porter. Brian Porter. Yeah. Brian was kind of a dick. He was a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. I don't think I've ever really said that about anybody before, but, um, you know, it's kind of bad form. Bad form, old chap, bad form. Bad form, indeed. Yeah, I just wanted her, and uh, I let the kid come along, but you take him now, because I'm Mm -hmm. scared of him, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh... Not as big of a dick as uh, the real Sawyer, though. Well, but you know, that's, that's... he's a he's a dickwad. Oh, okay. Ew. <laughs> yeah, he's a king that's, dickwad. That's a gross fourth grade word. Yeah, right. Dickwad. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. All right. Uh, I agree. The most intriguing word in the episode: temple. Oh yeah. Same as uh same as when uh back at the first word Jacob, you know, not on mm-hmm. Jacob's list. What? Yeah. yeah, they really they really got us with that. That was a good that was a good little drop. Um uh I'm less excited about that than I was about Jacob because um I don't know, maybe because I'm sick of the others going off to a mysterious location. I've just they've done it like three times now and I've just that's I've had enough yeah. of that. Uh, I, I'm not as intrigued because I I I, I think we ha- we can place what what that means more than 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 Jacob. Jacob was such an isolated thing; we had no idea. Yeah, uh, we know a lot more about the others now, and the idea that they're going to a temple is like we can sort of understand that a little bit more. I think. Yeah, uh, it's still crazy and weird and strange, but like we, the, the context is uh, you know more meaty. Yeah, I don't know what I'm just talking about. I don't either. Meaty. <laughs> that was a weird one. Uh, but I am interested to see what happens with that. Definitely, I, I will. I will look forward to that for season four because that's where the others should be. <laughs> mm-hmm. The beginning of season four, unless they're like, man, we're just back from the temple. That would really suck. Yeah. Uh, oh, da, 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 da. <laughs> we just came back from the temple, and boy, our yeah. arms tired. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I said that joke earlier. Um, let's see. Da, 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 Bruce. Bruce commends the acting of Loss, and I agree. Um, you know, I think, I think to me the worst actors were probably um, I forgot her name, the Shannon, Maggie um, Grace, Maggie Grace. You know, she she was serviceable, and and she was better at sometimes <laughs> than others. Oh, yeah. 
Sorry. <laughs> if you know what I mean. She was serviceable in the biblical sense. No, come on, come on now. We're not frat boys. Don't, don't, don't be little. Don't, don't take the show down to that level. Come on, man. Come on. Who am I kidding? We're always on that level. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm joking. Whatever. Yeah. Um, who else was the so thing good? to say? You know. Um, um, I think the best, I mean, who else are on the low rung of the acting on Lost? Um, Son, you know, Son's okay. Son's okay. Yeah, I think Um, Son's right for her character. Um, Yeah. I wouldn't want to give her care. I wouldn't want to give her character too much more to do. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think we're reaching the limits of what she can, uh, what she can do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean I, I I think everybody's everybody's good enough. Um I I don't I'm not I don't Who's uh who's your who's your top 3? In terms of acting? Yeah, I'm going to say Baby Aaron. Number 1. <laughs> he plays a really good baby. Uh he's really good at playing a baby. I mean, he cries just right. Um, you know, he's fussy at the right times, you know. I I think he he's a he plays a really good baby. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think Vincent's also a very convincing dog. Yeah, uh, I'd say I say it's. I think I think the, the the kid who plays Aaron is a little more convincing as a baby than Vincent is as a dog. Interesting. Because Vincent does some weird stuff, you know, that yeah. I'm like dogs wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think maybe that's just the directing thing. The director wasn't that good in those scenes. Yeah. But I would say number one is Aaron. Number two is. Um, Vincent. Mm-hmm. And three, I got to give it to Smokey. Uh, Smokey. He's the best smoke yeah. monster I've seen. Brilliant. Not a false note in that performance. Not a false note in that performance. Yeah, I totally, totally repeated what you said. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. Um, no, okay, seriously. Uh, human actors that aren't babies, um, <laughs> how about... Um, you know, I really liked... Lock in season one. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the way Terry O'Quinn played him back then um, mm-hmm. when he had all those interesting scenes and you didn't know what he was up to and he seemed to be on this weird path. Yeah. And Terry's top. Terry's in the top three. <laughs> back then, you know, these days I just don't like the character as much. Um, I think he's doing, you know, as good of a job as he can with the material, but uh, yeah, uh, I really loved him back then. Um, as far as like two more... Uh, Obviously, I mean, I got I got to mention uh, Michael Emerson uh, playing Ben. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, uh, I forgot about the others. I was thinking of the Losties, but I forgot. Uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta hand it to Michael Emerson. Yeah, I think he he's done he's done a great job with all of the incarnations of Ben. Uh, he was good mm-hmm. in the Henry Gale days, and and he's still good up to very recently doing uh, doing the the full on Ben thing. So. Uh, as far as the losses go, uh, yeah, let me think. I don't know. Um, uh, can I can I say Matthew Fox? Matthew Fox, of course, of course. You can. I mean, this episode yeah. alone, he gets a golden star. I think I think this was this was the peak for him so far, as far as acting mm-hmm. goes. He really uh, he had he had a lot to do in this episode, which helps. Um, yeah, as far as that goes, but I he was very. Uh, very believable and stuff, and uh, you know, I really, I really liked Jack in the early days of the show too. Uh, uh, when they, when they first crashed, and 
you know, up through his first episode and stuff. I, I really liked him back then. Um, and mm-hmm. all the best cowboys have daddy issues and stuff. Uh, I thought I thought all that stuff was really good. He he lost me at some point where I was like, oh, Jack, enough with you. But uh, yeah, he got a little <laughs> annoying. But uh, he really, I think he, and he got annoying in season three for a bit too. But uh, but he really came back strong in this last one. So. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, I agree. He's very good. He's perfect for that part. I mean, it's really uh, the show's well cast in general. I think. I think they they really yeah. get the right people to do these parts. Uh, w- weren't they going to have uh, Matthew Fox play Sawyer? Oh uh, yeah, like yeah, that yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of the. I'm um, just like you know that would have been you <laughs> ridiculous. Know, I mean, this, yeah, it seems like it. I mean, maybe it would have been good, and we wouldn't have really known the difference if he could pull it off. But, yeah. Uh, now that we can sort of compare the two perspectives it it just seems really ridiculous yeah i can't imagine a better sawyer you know me either me and either. a better jack so yeah exactly i mean they're they're just that's the right part for them you know mm-hmm. uh, um holly's well suited for sawyer i can't see him playing anybody else uh yeah just, i mean know. oh man who who else could josh holloway play i mean I there's really not even anyone else he could like I mean he can't I mean I mean he can't be Saeed <laughs> you know <laughs> no, he can't be Saeed it doesn't you know Hurley I mean uh you know I I wouldn't buy him as the 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 lovable the lovable scamp um <laughs> you know uh <laughs> Charlie I think I think I think Charlie's well cast too. Yeah. Um I agree. And uh I mean he couldn't have played Boone, Boone's too young. Yeah. No, uh he uh he Boone could be was Desmond. well cast too. Yeah, no, Boone was very well cast. <laughs> they really uh yeah, I think I think they they uh I, I think I think when Said has stuff to do the actor's really good, uh, uh, yeah. Naveen Andrews. Uh, uh, he doesn't get a lot to do a lot of times, so uh, it's hard for him to show off. But uh, but when he's gotten chance to do big scenes and stuff, uh, he's been he's been you know really yeah. good. Uh, you know the the big speech with with Henry Gale in season two was really really good. Um, yeah. So uh, so I, I yeah I really I really like him. I like how he plays the character in general, and uh, and he's also. Well cast, I think. Uh, Definitely. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'd have to go, you know, I'd have to go Jack and Locke, and then my third one would probably be Emerson. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Fox, O'Quinn, and uh, Michael Emerson, top three for me. Yeah. That's a good top three. That's a good top three. Um, I really liked uh, Adewale, too, as uh, Mr. Echo, I think. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, he did a really good job with that strange part. Um, that's one of those things. It was it was written for him specifically, so uh, uh, so it was obviously well suited for him to play. But, yeah. Uh, but uh, he uh, very brought a lot of uh, intensity. You uh, listened to what he had to say. So I think uh, I think uh, Nestor is really good. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's good. You know, he's he hasn't like had a lot, lot to do, but uh, what he's done has been really good, I think. And uh, Juliet, of course. Uh, Juliet, I mean, the incomparable uh, Elizabeth Mitchell. Uh, what are you gonna do with that? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
yeah, that's um. <laughs> well, uh, uh, yeah, the acting is is pretty good overall, definitely. I think. And uh, uh, William Opther, Ethan Rom. Oh man. He's hey a better doctor slash psychopath, you know. Yeah, definitely. Cannot be found. <laughs> he uh, the early part of the show he he made with his stuff. I think uh, the the Ethan storyline is the whole reason I got interested for real in the first place. Mm-hmm. So uh, he was really scary. <laughs> In those early episodes. Wait, you mean you weren't hanging around to see if Claire was going to deliver her baby okay? <laughs> no, believe it or not. <laughs> you weren't waiting to see if Charlie was going to kick his drug addiction? <laughs> Come on. Uh, I mean, I enjoyed that stuff and all, but uh, that was that, that was the hook, you know. The other yeah. people on the island and, uh, the you know, not just other people, but, like, people, you know, kidnapping you and infiltrating the group and it was it was just a great you know part of the show and he really uh you know he didn't have like a shitload of lines but uh he he had the right look and when he did have lines you know you he paid attention so uh yeah he was he was very good very good okay so um (laughs) maybe i'll get back to this uh let's see um a lot of people who have already said stuff here. You know, who has a lengthy one here? Here's the thing that people have been saying a lot. They kind of throw around this idea. Uh, what do you think about the idea that Locke can heal people around him? Oh, right. Yeah, we talked about that in that episode. Yeah. Because um, that's, that's what I thought originally. Um uh, when when Ben made that comment about having him to thank, uh, that he was just like radiating healing powers, <laughs> um, I don't actually believe that though. Um, okay. I uh, I think uh, I don't think um, I think the island heals him and and the island heals whoever else it wants to, but uh, but I don't think he uh, he actually does that personally. Um, not that there's like any strong reason for that i just I yeah think so. yeah it's just uh yeah i agree i don't you know you can only you just got to make a decision about what you believe yeah pretty much pretty much um they could do that i guess but i, I don't i just don't think so i guess um <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. yeah 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 there's you again with a nice little there's me <laughs> um always always got something to say um, Bruce won spoilers for the podcast. That's interesting. I don't know how we would pull that off. Um, I guess we could like pull it now. Spoilers, spoilers uh, for the podcast. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Like say what we're going to talk about. I guess. I guess. I don't even know what that means. Our podcast no, doesn't have surprise plot twists. So. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Claude's going to mention something about a profession he's really not in. <laughs> Uh, I gotta hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah, we talked about the runway. Oh, Bob M, Bob M. Can't forget oh, Bob, Bob M. M. Oh, Bobby M. Good Bob old, M's been around. Good old Robert M. <laughs> uh, Cluston, you gotta love that name, Cluston. Oh yeah. Um, you guys really like that, don't you? <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we love it. That's why we uh, say it a lot. 
Uh, da, da, da. Oh, thank you, Bob. And thank you. Yes, thank you for saying for everyone that you really appreciate uh, it, whatever it is. Um, I guess it is the podcast. The podcast and the work we put into it. Yeah, uh, the many, many hours. As you guys can see, the many, many hours. You're welcome, sir. Who else is going to give you this much? That's right. Lost, this much lost podcasting. Nobody. No one. I, I, I mean, feel I think, quite confident saying that. I think this podcast right here is going to be longer than some some podcasters' entire season worth of podcasting. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. You're right. Our one podcast is going to be more than other people podcast for the whole season. Yep. Now, does that make us better than them? Yes. <laughs> uh, of course it does. Why wouldn't it? That's right. Yeah, because more equals better. More equals better. Size matters. That's, uh. that's an equation that we're all familiar with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Julia, I don't think I don't think we mentioned Julia yet. Uh, I don't think we have. Julia's I've seen, been around. Seen Julia around for a while. Um, uh, another thing about uh, us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes. Um, uh, Fat Carmen came back for round whatever. <laughs> he's, he's he, just won't, he just won't stop. He really no, won't. No, no, no. Gotta love it. Um, yeah. I, think Carmen, I think Carmen might get the award for uh, most posts in I this. I think so. Uh, most comments in this, uh, in this uh, what do you call it, post? I don't know. In this section? Section, yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Thing page or how you refer to that? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> you know who has a bunch. Bruce has a bunch. Anyway, um, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Oh, I didn't. I don't think I read this before. Let's see. Uh, you know who's about who the gay character is? Ah, uh, Kristen's recent true or false interview with Damon. I don't know who Kristen is. Maybe you can enlighten me. Oh, Kristen for me online. She's uh, she's this like gossip uh, columnist. Uh, not really gossip though. It's more um, <laughs> it's more like spoilers for TV shows, I guess. Uh, it's funny because her her site is apparently eonline dot com slash gossip slash Christian. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's where I got that from. Um, yeah, I think I've seen gossip associated. It's like it is gossip about TV shows, I guess. But uh, yeah, she she has kind of an inside track with a lot of TV shows, and so she so she posts um, spoilers and stuff. Stuff, uh, about upcoming episodes, uh, so that's that's who she is. Um, it's uh, I should she, read that. She does she does mild ones. She doesn't do like the super major like full episode plot description. Yeah. You know, does she do the stuff like this actor is cast to play this role? Like that kind of stuff, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, she has done stuff like that before. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't mind. I used to read. I used to read TV show gossip stuff like that where they tell you a little bit. You know, a little like. You know, enticing tidbits. Yeah, but like she, she they had don't a thing a lot of like work. about the about the season one premiere. Like Jack's in something that you might find in a science class or something like that. She had some kind of like riddle about where they where they all woke up, and uh, so yeah, it's uh it's 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 mild spoilers. Nice, um, thank you, Kristen, and thank uh, you. Well, you know who. Uh yeah, so she's got a little thing here. Um, or he, I don't know what you know who he is. Um, you know who is not gender specific. Um, uh, we know who, but we don't know what gender you are. Yeah. 
so uh, we know who, but we don't know what. We don't know what. That's right. That's right. Um, we got another Vicky. I'm assuming that's Vicky H, but she didn't put the H. Hmm. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Uh, I don't know. Albums. That sounds like Vicky H. <laughs> I don't know what I mean by that. Uh, uh, yeah, she I think she's responding to the whole thing uh, about the Octicodon thing and. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was talking about that earlier. That's probably her. Um, if not, hello, new Vicky. But I don't hello, new Vicky. <laughs> oh, oh, and there's Ash again, now posting his Ash and then putting Ash in Toronto at the bottom. Oh, Dr. Quartermass. Dr. Quartermass, our old, old friend. Good old Dr. Quartermass. He, uh, the one that incited us to uh, talk about our personal beliefs uh, yeah. in this uh, comment section. I, I got to say, Dr. Quartermass uh, has one of my uh, favorite monikers. Uh, I like that. Uh, I like that name. That is a good. That is a good moniker. I like that one too. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, oh God, there's so much to read. Um, uh, hey, you read the first part. I read the second part. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay, good. <laughs> I was about to do it. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the others and the Lotsies banding together. Um, uh, I I don't think that's going to happen, but... I think to a certain degree, maybe. I mean, I, I can definitely see, you know, them banding together if, if they if they both realize that the, the freighter or, or some other freighter. force is, is bad. <laughs> um, so I don't know. I don't know either. How does Richard Alper get in and out of the U.S.? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a good fucking question, Mr. Hostile. Uh, you shouldn't have a passport to anywhere. Yeah, right. It's probably a forged thing, I guess. Well, yeah, they have the resources to for the forgery. Um, yeah. It's not legitimate, whatever it is. Um, sorry, Richard, I do like you, but your idea is not legitimate. Um... He was in the States when the plane crashed? How do we know that? How do we know that? Then he was called back by Ben. Did he fly oh, back guess, with Cooper? I guess we know that because Ben took Juliet to the flame uh, right after that happened. And uh, Richard was there to videotape her sister. Oh, there we go. Okay, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... So yeah, I guess that's how you know. Um, I don't think he land- he came back with Cooper and landed on the runway on the Hydra because that wasn't even started yet. Yeah, uh, that's a good. The plane the plane had just crashed, so they definitely hadn't really started on the runway. Because uh, no. when we saw when we saw Sawyer and Kate working on it, it really wasn't even done. So. I don't think they even knew who Locke was yet. So uh, yeah, it's it, it. I think it took a little longer for them to do that. Um, uh, no Harley Bird. I think they're done with that nonsense. Um, I guess they are. Yeah, I mean, I think like two times is enough. Yeah, I think it was just the second time was a joke or a reference, yeah. you know, um, to the you know everybody. Oh, he said Harley, crazy Lost fans, uh, crazy Lost fans, because he really didn't. But then they actually had him say it, and that was the end of that. Um. 
I remember I used to think that was a big mystery. I really don't anymore. <laughs> um, it's weird how your perspective changes. Um, uh, here's the thing. This is interesting. Jane Doe. Um, yeah. Talks about the others. Let's see. Um, been in a few of the others, but not always others. They were Dharma people or, you know, Cindy and the kids or recruits like Juliet. Yeah. And then there's uh, the original others, which I like to dub the hostiles. Um, Good. How did it evolve that the hostiles and everyone they gained from other means to become what is now the others is is endangered of the same thing? All the others, all the others are supposedly stronger for some reason, and she sources a uh, the Michael Emerson interview, which I did not read, or listen to, or watch, whatever kind of interview it is. Um, but uh, clearly they're not all born that way, and clearly it's not just being on the island. Otherwise, the losses would be just as strong. I guess my question is, are the others really all the same despite their varying origins? Does the island and outside uh, influences affect them all the same way, or are some others more vulnerable than other ones, depending? Depending? It's got a question mark. Depending? Depending? Um... My answer would be yes, yes, no, yes, and maybe. All right, let's move on. My answer would be yes, no, yes, yes, no, yes. Oh, either you answered more questions than I did, or uh, I missed some questions to answer. Oh, okay. It's so one I had of the four two. questions. It's one of the two, or both. <laughs> or both. Which is the theme of loss. Um no, seriously, this idea that uh, that the others are stronger than the Losties uh, per this interview is interesting. I hadn't heard that before. I don't know what to do with that um, because, I mean, Ben, you know, Ben didn't didn't try to attack, you know, uh, retaliate against uh, old Jack here in this episode. I would have liked to know if if Emerson could have or say if Ben could have handled Jack or not. Um, but I, it doesn't seem like he could have. Uh, pre- presumably, he's still a little not 100% from the operation and the whole cancer thing. Yeah. Because uh, he was still walking with the stick for a little bit in this episode, right? I don't remember. Or, or maybe at least last episode he was, if not this one too. Um, so, I don't know. What do you think about that? Uh, let's try to answer some of these questions. I think they're kind of interesting. At one stage, I, I did think the others were stronger, um, but that was actually based on Ethan. Um, yeah. And now I don't think that's true anymore. Um, mm-hmm. I just. But I, Michael Emerson said it in an interview. Well, Michael Emerson says a lot of things in a lot of mm, that's interviews. True. Michael Emerson is like the tireless like PR campaign guy for the others. Like every interview I see with him he's defending the others and uh explaining why they're not that bad and mm-hmm. you know well they're doing this because they think they have to and you know he's uh he's he's really um <laughs> he really buys into his character um which i yeah. kind of like in a way but uh which you uh, don't like in a way which i kind of like in a way oh nice yeah yeah so um because uh, it's i don't know it shows some kind of dedication i think yeah, and I, you know, like I said, I think a while ago with actors, generally they'll tell you, you know, you really can't play a, a character that you have a bad opinion of, 
Yeah. Uh, you know, you have to some find a way, even if you're playing a, playing a serial killer, to sympathize and understand their uh, their motivations and stuff. And I think yeah. that's that's what he's doing. He if he if he approaches it as being being a bad guy, his I think his performance would be affected. He it won't be believable, you know, because uh, he won't even believe it. Right. And uh, Moppet there's the same way. Uh, I haven't heard like a lot of interviews with him, but he he did post pretty regularly on the fuselage, and uh, and uh, he frequently was found to uh, to defend Ethan and what he did. Um, mm-hmm. He never uh, wanted to say he was a bad person or evil or anything. He just said, you know, he's got his reasons, and uh, you know, he's doing what he what he thought he needed to do and what he thought the right thing to do was, and. So mm-hmm. he's he's on the same kind of uh, PR campaign Emerson is. So he uh, he's doing the same sort of uh, thing where he doesn't really think his character's bad. Yeah. So um, that's probably good for him too. Um, so what do you think about this strong? So you're saying you don't think uh, they're they're really stronger or anything like that? I don't. Not anymore. Not yeah. anymore. I don't. Uh, I don't see. I don't see any evidence for that um, in modern episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, the others look to be, uh, uh, you know, about the same strength as everybody else. Now, maybe the hostiles have something going on, and I don't know where Ethan fits either, you know. He was, uh, he was a surgeon, which makes me think he wasn't a hostile, you know. He, he really should not be a hostile if he had a medical background and degree and all that, presumably. Um, yeah, I, I would feel like Ethan was recruited. Yeah. Me too. So, um... So, uh, so I don't think so anymore. Where, where do you stand on all that? I agree. I don't think so anymore. Okay. I, don't, I used to think that something was going on. Um, you know, I think I think originally, like even though Ethan took some beatings and kept on ticking, uh, I still was, you know, just thinking that uh, that had something to do with like some training, martial arts training, or some sort of fight training, and. I was I was approaching it in a very practical sense, if my memory serves me. You're well, right, you uh, were. Uh, I totally bought into it when they first got him, and they were like, he beat the shit out of him, and he just like kept getting up, and I I really thought he was just like some unstoppable like monster guy, mm-hmm. but uh, like the Terminator or something. But uh, <laughs> uh, but I yeah I don't believe that anymore. I think I think that's just the way they chose to depict him at the time, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, they wanted him to be menacing, and it's menacing when the guy, you know, is he keeps coming, you know, and it's hard to stop him. So, uh, so how hard can Jack really punch? Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't want to. It's take just a punch. Jack. It's just no Jack. Jack punches for me, thank you. No Jack punches. Mm-mm. How about a Jack beard? <laughs> I wish I could have a Jack beard. Yeah. Uh, my Jack beard isn't as Jack as Jack's beard. Yeah, it's hard to grow a Jack beard like Jack's beard. It really is. It really is. Best I can do is the stubble. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, Lara, here's Lara. Here's Lara. Or maybe it's Laura. Um, I've been saying Laura. Where, how far down are you? Oh, I'm, you skipped a lot. Yeah, I skipped a lot. But, <laughs> you you know. skipped a lot of people's very important comments. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. Um... I was looking for new people, I guess. Um, so you're Laura, huh? Yes. Uh, who I want to call Lara. Um, well, if it was a T, it'd be Tara. Or Lara. Maybe it's Lara. Hmm. Uh, like Lara Flynn Boyle. Um, 
Laura Flamboyle. It's not Laura Flamboyle. I think it's Laura. Is it? Is it? It's not L A R A. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I think it is. Is it? Oh, Miss Flynn Boyle, you, uh, you've, you've, you've tricked me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, it is. I had to check. I wasn't sure, but yeah, that's what it is. Um, but it's still just pronounced Laura, though, isn't it? I think it's Laura. Yeah, it's kind of it's hard to tell because people just say it, you know. They do. Yeah, you don't. You know, you don't really think about it. It's one of those things. Uh, I'm hoping uh, someone in her mini biography will explain. <laughs> oh, I wonder where you're looking. IMDb, of course. Lara, Lara Flynn Boyle. Laura from Bo- I, I hear Laura when I hear people say it, but maybe they're just saying it wrong. Yeah, they're saying it wrong. Or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. Who knows? I think we're all saying it wrong. Everybody I don't think anybody crazy. gets it right, no. including her. She including gets her. her own name wrong. Oh, she's crazy like that. Because she's too skinny to remember oh. how to pronounce her name. Yeah, I said it. I said it. Ooh, ouch. I said it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ouch. Yeah, you're going to mess with me? You're going to get it, Laura Flynn Boyle. <laughs> you got three names. You can handle it. Law slowdown doesn't usually hurt, but today it does. It hurts. You know what? After nine, ten hours of podcasting, it's going to hurt. <laughs> uh, let's see. Malcolm. I see Malcolm a lot. Malcolm uh, in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> He's in the middle of uh, loss. Uh, Malcolm's been around for a long time. Definitely. Definitely. Um, just a short thing to say to us. Um, uh, let's see. Senor Nolte. <laughs> I hope that's Nick Nolte. I doubt it, though. Um, That'd be awesome. Oh, there's a Lindsay Lohan here. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay uh, Lohan. Apparently, apparently she's in Europe, though, which makes me think uh, it's not the real Lindsay, but uh, I kind of want to believe it is. Maybe she's just doing a movie over there. Maybe she is. Lindsay, can I tell you, um, you know, I think you're actually a really good actress, and you just need to uh, stop partying so much and uh, really focus on your career. Uh, Drew Barrymore did the same thing, you know, uh, famous as a kid, got all wild and crazy, but she managed to come back and be, you know, a a dedicated, wholesome actress. So you can do it, too. (laughs) Um, That's just my personal shout-out to the, the real Lindsay Lohan there. Okay. Well, I'm sure she appreciates that. Well, um, she probably doesn't. She's drunk and on drugs right now. Somewhere. <laughs> uh, Senior Nolte, I have not seen before. But, me either. Uh, um, uh, I really if that was Nick Nolte, I'd be a little scared. It would be really scary. Yeah. Nick Nolte is... Um, he's, one step, he's one step above... Um, Gary Busey. Gary Busey, thank mm-hmm. you. <laughs> I always think of them together. <laughs> yeah. He's like... He's a milder version of Gary yeah, Busey. Exactly. Not quite exactly. as crazy, but a lot One more lines. one more like, you know, prescription of drugs mm-hmm. and he's at that uh, Gary Busey level. <laughs> oh god, Gary Busey is terrifying. Um Amelia. We got Amelia who, I don't um, think I've seen Amelia. I don't I don't really remember seeing Amelia before. Um, so welcome if you're new, and welcome if you're not. <laughs> Which means, yeah, you're continue to be welcome. Continue to be welcome. The you're welcoming shouldn't welcome. stop just because you're old, right? 
you know, just because you've been around doesn't mean you're not welcomed. So exactly, perfect. And uh, and then you know who with the last question, Claude or Justin? Update on podcasts, please. Uh, the update is that we're finishing up as we <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And uh, it'll be posted uh, ASAP. We've got uh, a bit of editing to do, but... Um, yeah, this one's going to have to be cobbled together. But uh, Yeah, so... Um, I, I, uh, I'm done. What else do you got? <laughs> I'm so done. <laughs> I'm done for eight months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well... We're sorry if we didn't specifically mention your thing, but uh, we tried. We tried. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we did. Uh, we did read all the comments, so um, we all yeah. appreciate them. And uh, yeah, you guys are great for doing that. Yeah, you guys are awesome. Uh, great, great fans. Love you guys. Um, yeah. We will um, be in touch. You know, stay tuned to the uh the lost slowdown page, you know, we'll update you guys on uh when we're gonna do our next podcast. I assume, you know, in the next couple of weeks we'll we'll get something together. Um, you know, 'cause uh, you know, we like podcasting. It's fun, it's oh, interesting. Yeah. We wanna keep you guys around and entertained. I don't you know, I don't know what we're gonna do. Uh I think we still owe you guys a prize though <laughs> from a long time ago when we did our comment challenge. Uh, well, I think we, the live are, podcast was supposed to be the prize. Oh, that was the prize. So we don't no. owe him a prize, but we don't we know can your give prize anyway. There we go. You don't get a prize. Sorry. Give him a what? We could give him a okay. No, no, nope. you got to earn prizes. That's what okay. my mom always said. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I would show up at my birthday party. I'm like, where's all my presents? No, you got to earn it. You got to like, earn it. I'm only five. It's my birthday. <laughs> you know. Then she locks me in her room, and then, uh, you know, I start crying, and, wow, you know, that's, that's the, my birthdays. I think the Lost Lowdown um, listeners understand you a little bit better now. I think so. They understand where I'm coming from, and they know the serious, horrible child abuse I had to deal with. <laughs> oh, I'm so kidding. Oh, oh, my I, mom ever I'm heard this. I'm not laughing at child abuse, by the way. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't laugh at child abuse. I don't abuse. think that's funny. I really don't. Um Laughing at the situation. Anyway, um, I just felt bad. I felt like I was laughing in the face of child abuse. Yeah. Um, oh, it's child abuse is just a myth anyway, right? Right, right, right. Like the Holocaust. The Holocaust, there you go, of course. The most famous myth of all. Yeah, well, um, that and the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, that too. Well, I guess that's... that's Which some say is Hitler. Which some, <laughs> some say... <laughs> yes, they do. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. There are some proponents who claim that uh, Hitler dove into the, the Loch Ness and uh, and uh, transformed into an ancient dinosaur. Oh God! <laughs> it's the end of the podcast. That's how you know. Yeah, exactly. That's how you know it's the end of the podcast because there's there's no filters on what it says. Whatever comes into our brains is what we're going to say. Uh, that's a really good like crackpot theory. <laughs> yeah. Whatever happened to Adolf Hitler? Well, you ever heard of Loch Ness Monster? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just say they got more in common than you think. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Okay. Well. Um, <laughs> All right, guys. Let's wrap this um, up, right? 
Let's wrap it up. It's been a, a big, long one. This is a, this is a marathon podcast. This yeah. has to be the longest podcast ever recorded in history. I I will go online and try to Google and find out um, what the longest podcast is. Last time we checked, it was that Italian radio the station ten hour podcast. One. Yeah. No, it wasn't ten hours. I think it was ten it hours. Was, it was like seven hours. Thought it was ten. No, 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 no. It wasn't ten. Because I remember thinking if we ever if we ever got to like eight or nine hours we would beat them. Oh, okay. I don't think it was ten. I think it was I seven. Because I thought they had just barely beat us when we did our six something hour podcast for season two finale. I thought it was ten, but it didn't count because it was just like it was just like a recording of a radio station or something. Yeah, it like definitely that. doesn't count because it is a radio station thing. But you you think it was ten hours? Well, that's what I remember. Either way, either way, it doesn't count. <laughs> Because it's just the radio station recording. It's not a real podcast. Yeah, anybody could do that podcast. Just record your local radio station for X number of hours, and there you go. Yeah. But um, I don't actually want you to do that, but you could if you wanted to have the longest podcast. <laughs> I, just, I just Googled longest podcast, and somebody has a post at NBC.com on their message board that says, did you survive the longest podcast ever? And uh, and they make a reference to the podcast being an hour long. <laughs> oh, we laugh at that. He got oh come on, an hour is not even like come on. Short yeah. podcasts are an hour. I, I'm trying to Stop. find here's a here's a Big Brother podcast that may be long. Let's see, I'm trying to find the longest podcast. Nobody's talking about Big Brother for more than like two hours. Yeah, right. Come on, guys. Here's somebody saying their lo- this is their longest podcast, which was 68 minutes. <laughs> uh, nice try, you know. Hey, yeah. uh, that's a, that's a, we've never done one that short. This this says uh, this might be the longest podcast ever. Let's see how long this one is. Uh, hmm. It's all relative. I'm sure in their world it's long. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right, I won't say what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> come on, people are waiting. People i got to figure waiting. out how long this... Uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, okay. Well, they say it might be the longest one ever, but I can't find out how long this one is. Ooh. Uh... Uh... Can't say that and not give the time. I know. I'd have to download it to figure out how long it is. No, so not worth mm, it. Skip, 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 pass. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to find the longest podcast ever, and people say that phrase, but they don't like to tell you how long the podcast is they're referring to. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like the, the, there should be a Guinness record or something. Yeah, yeah, there probably will be. And I'd like to submit our podcast for that challenge. Um, Oh, well, whatever, I won't waste airtime trying to find this thing, but um, I'd like to believe that uh, this will be the longest podcast ever recorded, because I just want to believe that. Yeah, and you should, and I don't want to take that belief away from you. Thank you, you take so much already. I do. (laughs) I'm needy. You are needy. We're all needy. Um, <laughs> yikes. Um, 
just broke down the uh, our collective fifth psychology. Wall. Oh, that too. So, what'd you say? The fifth wall. Oh, I the guess fifth the wall. fourth wall. Yeah, these are the fourth wall. If there's five walls, <laughs> it's low oh, destruction. That's too many walls. <laughs> oh uh, God, the pen- <laughs> Pentagon room. <laughs> Pentagonal. It's pentagonal. Pentagonal. It's a nice word. People don't use that word enough. No. How often do you get to say it? You know. You really don't. How many things are pentagonal? Uh, five things, I think. Five things. Okay. (laughs) Strange coincidence. The the Pentagon is pentagonal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pentagrams are pentagonal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. Good. Uh, uh, Pentagrams are pentagonal. Okay. Oh, I said that. You did. I mean, pentagons are pentagonal. Okay, that's that's as well very as the true. pentagon. <laughs> uh, that's three things. Um, what else is pentagonal? Um, um, and those other two things. Oh yeah, yeah, the other two <laughs> <laughs> that that don't need to be named. We all know what they are. <laughs> right. Believe me. So there's there's only five things that are right. pentagonal. So but, unless you're talking about, you know. Some things are too obvious to say out loud. They really are. We all know what they are, and why even waste energy saying them? Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Uh, so, yeah, guys, we'll stay. We'll be in touch uh, in terms of our plans for the uh, very, very long hiatus. Uh, we'll be. We'll definitely be doing some more Lost Lowdown podcasts. We'll be doing some Mister Show. By Mister Show, I mean Mister Podcast. <laughs> You know, I'm glad we don't pretend that we came up with that title on our own because uh, I always flub that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. You know, uh, I flub that all the time, so I'm glad it's not like, oh, no, we just came up with Mr. Podcast. It has nothing to do with Mr. Show. <laughs> that's one of the few times where um, where honesty helps, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about flipping One of the few. Mm-hmm. Believe me, honesty is not the best policy. Never. Right, almost never. Especially when you're having an affair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That would be a good time to not be honest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, thanks for Namaste, maybe? Oh Are we God. ready for that? Are I don't we ready? Know. Okay, you didn't really say it, though. So good. No, I didn't really um, say it. I, I'm you, asking you ready. I, I think we're ready, though. I feel it's, like been, we're, it's been we, great. We're, Thank you for sticking with us, uh, uh, and we will be back in the future. We will. Thanks and Namaste. Namaste and good luck.